Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. My name is Joel Moran and I'm here with River Brown, Andrew Velez, and John Carlos. This is now episode 122. In this episode, we are going to debate whether or not the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders, Kyler versus Lamar, Chiefs slow start, and if the Titans are the most slept on team in the NFL. For the basketball portion of the podcast, we will talk about DeAndre Ayton, Ben Simmons, the Hawks, and give out our NBA awards predictions. This is now episode 122 and a Patreon and YouTube member shout out to Johannes, Ruben, Brian, Ricky, E, Enzo, Matthew, Sean Solis, Sean, Rice Family, John, Sean Triplett, Burner Hoops, Cat Stevens, Ben Mack, P. Dot, George, Hakari, Mateen, and Jay Aqua. Jay Aqua. We are one podcast rating away from 50 podcast ratings. All day. You know what so, I you know what I noticed though? It's here. I noticed that a lot of podcasts, they do contests to okay. make sure people rate their podcasts. And it's it's you know, that's a great idea, but I kind of want it to be organic. Yeah, it kind of kind of defeats the purpose, right? You got to swag jack them. <laughs> yeah. Somebody gave me that advice to do that, but yeah. I don't know if I want to do it's it. It's not the worst advice I've ever heard, obviously. It's not because incentives. Yeah, it's not because oh, you get a free pick aside hoodie if you drop a rating, and we'll pick your name like out the pool. Man, I was I yeah. would get a rating. I want a pick aside hoodie. Are you kidding me? We got to drop those soon. Yeah, for we real. Got to drop that merch line soon. That's a fact. You get nothing. That's bro. cap. You've been saying for how long that I'm that my hoodie should be in the mail. What? What are you talking about? Come on, bro. You know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I say that to say that you guys should really. You know, rate our podcast. That's a fact. Because we're not going to incentivize you guys to do it. It just helps us grow. <laughs> yeah. You know, that should be enough, right? That should be enough. And this has been an amazing month. Uh, last episode was a four-hour episode. This one won't be that. Somebody commented on TikTok and was like, four hours, bro, come on. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's not usually like that. It's It was only that time. I was going to ask you a question before the podcast started. Okay. Because... Some, I saw something on Twitter. I On Twitter, I saw Jason Tatum in a Kobe Bryant Lakers jersey. Mm-hmm. And he was in a Lakers, he was in Lakers gear, jersey, and shorts. Do you think it's possible we could see Jason Tatum become a Laker in the near future? Yeah, the basketball guy. Come on. <laughs> uh, with the way players move, it's possible. I don't think so, though. I think he'll stay in Boston. Yeah, I don't think he ever leaves Boston, truthfully. I think that that's his team forever. As long as they continue to be competitive, I don't see why he would go change and go play with the Lakers, especially if LeBron's leaving. And Boston loves him. Yeah. They adore him. There's a lot of love in Boston. I think it's very disrespectful he went and did that, though. Stop it. You play for the Celtics and you put on a Lakers jersey? But it's his favorite player, though. He plays for Boston. Nah, it's more than valid. So so what if it's... So why it had to be him? What do you mean by that? Why it had to be Kobe? No, why it had to be Jason Tatum. What? Uh, every, almost everybody's favorite player in the NBA is Kobe. But like he, but you can you can make known, a chubby without wearing the Lakers it's been, gear. But it's been known that he loves Kobe. Bryant. I mean, Kyrie yeah, Irving the, came in with a with a with a Lakers jersey one game. He I, I, I understand why he. Yeah, Boston, Boston and, and LA Lakers is, is a rivalry. Yeah. That's a if real he rivalry. were wearing like a Magic Johnson jersey, sure. But he's wearing Kobe Bryant, who obviously passed away. So that's the reason. Yeah, I don't think too much of it. Yeah, mm. like to say disrespectful, like. I don't know. I just reckon there's a real rivalry there between those ah, franchises. But it's Kobe, Kobe's bigger than basketball right now. Forever. Yeah, from here on out. That's he's true. bigger than, he's bigger than the that, game. That's yeah. true. Oh, you got it there. No, no. You seen D-Book in the commercial? Yeah. 
Kobe. Everybody loves Kobe, bro. I think Tatum is going to go to L.A., though. I think he's going to, after LeBron leaves, he's going to team up with Anthony Davis. It's going to be Jason Tatum, A.D., so you think he's going to try to fill Kobe's and shoes? And Talon Horton Tucker. That's going to be the big three. <laughs> yes, sir. You think he's going to try to fill Kobe's shoes, Joel? Think he's going he's, to fill I Kobe think that's shoes? what he wants to it's do. It's impossible. It's impossible. I don't know if he'll do it, but I think he, that's probably I'm one of the I'm sick of everybody trying to... Why you can't just be you? Exactly. I got to fill somebody else's Kobe shoes. Kobe filled Jordan. There's tried a lot. to fill Jordan's well, shoes. Came pretty close, though. He faked it. He faked it. I don't think He came pretty close. That's all he's saying. Pretty close attempt. I mean, nobody's going to out Jordan Jordan, but... Came pretty close. I just think it's weird. I feel like you should be your own player. Like you should fill Jason Tatum's shoes. Try to be the best Jason Tatum. That's a fact. Not try to be another Kobe. That's a fact. You know, Tatum. we already see M- Kobe be another MJ. Now we don't want to see another guy be another. Nah, Kobe. now another nowadays MJ. nowadays Kobe's Kobe. Now after his death, he's Kobe. Yeah, it's like Kobe. I don't want to see you jump in his shoes and try to be him. No, build your own legacy. It's because he had a different mentality. Over yeah. that's that's why Kobe's Kobe now. But like in terms of game, obviously people know that he married off MJ. He didn't even have a different mentality. He You're had right. the MJ mentality, but he, he just he, he took also it on another he level. didn't hate yeah, the he media, was, so yeah. he was more lenient to give good quotes that's, out to the media. It's very poetic, Riv. I like that. Riv, did he have a better offensive Be game yourself. than MJ? I've seen a lot of people recently saying that he has more of a bag than him. I mean, and more I'm, of a bag means I, what? I, yeah, honestly, that's, I don't know. He has more. Kyrie has more moves than MJ. That's a fact. Kyrie has more moves than Kobe. That doesn't mean he has Kyrie a better has offensive than game, That's though. You can have more yeah. in your bag. Kyrie has the the best bag ever. Doesn't mean he's a better offensive player than a lot of guys. You know, offense fact. is just how about more. Wait, how about Kobe's bag? Where would you rate his bag? Like a 7.5, 8-ish. Kobe had a really good bag. 7.5 is That's crazy hard. Rude, that's, that's tough. I think, Kobe, think about it. Kyrie's I think Kobe, a 10. I think Kobe has a top five bag ever. So then what is Jordan? Jordan's like a 7. Jordan is top five, too. Really? In terms of a bag? Jordan's top five bag too. It, Katie, Kyrie, they're like eight, nine, tens. Steps that Just like eight, they nine. Because they shoot their the bag. So well. They have more moves. MJ wasn't a. <laughs> like he wasn't. He, he could he do the simple or in and out pull up. You know, it was pretty simple, but it it worked. Interesting. So. That's very poetic, titles. though. Be yourself. Don't try to be somebody else. So, who do you think Josh Giddy is? <laughs> Uh, you're gonna ask me about that all year, <laughs> all year. You're gonna see he's Josh Giddy, bro. So if Giddy doesn't drop a single point on his debut, nah, I'll laugh. You know, that's crazy. He's that's gonna drop a point. He's gonna drop a point. He's gonna get one. I know. I know. Do you guys see us? Do you guys watch his TikTok videos? I know you I do. I'm not watching one. I know some of them, not a lot. Oh, not all okay. of them. I'm officially. I seen a few. Does he have like a million views on one? Yeah. Well, he has a lot of followers. He's got some questionable TikToks. I am 1,000 percent jumping into the Josh. Giddy hate club. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> you forced me into that club. Now I'm not. Why did I force you into that club? Because you kept putting up this narrative that I just hated nah, him. Joel, and then you... somebody commented, "I hate white people." <laughs> so now since you guys feel like I do, I'm just gonna push that agenda. I just feel like in general you're down on European players or, or players overseas. Mm. I think in general you are. are you, you? D- you didn't like Shen Goon. You didn't like. You don't like Giddy. Yeah. So you well, just, you're just you down on those players. Even though well, Lamelo's not really an overseas I'm player. The, just know. going off history. That's only three people. How do you feel I, about overseas I, legends? Like, like Hakeem, Dirk. Dirk, love him. Okay, love him to death. <laughs> oh my gosh! What if Giddy becomes a, a legend? What are you gonna say? No, okay. Wrong. So give me a stat line that you would be comfortable with apologizing to Josh Giddy for if he does have it his rookie season. Like if Josh Giddy sixteen eight and eight. If, if, wow. if Josh Giddy averages 16 this oh, season. Oh, a cool efficiency. Like, not no bad, not great. Like just 45%? Cool. Yeah, like cool. Just 44, Not nah, 16, 8, and 8. He's like that. So you're saying that's Ben, ben Simmons, Simmons numbers. That's Ben Simmons, basically. Yeah. 
You're expecting much. him to be an all star his rookie year. Well, Ben Simmons, we know, shouldn't really be. Well, an I think all-star. you're saying those stats because he didn't have the opportunity to put those numbers right, up. How about 16, 6, and 6? I feel like he can do more than that. I was gonna, in the, in the nah, situation, eight and eight is crazy. Rib, I was going to say, yeah, okay, 16, 16 8, eight and 6. 16, 8, I and gonna, 6. I mean, I thought something like 13, 6, and 5 would be cool with you. I mean, you have told me that he's going to have the ball a lot. So I expect the eight assists to come. I expect it. Or at least, he's going to lead the team in assists? He should, right? He sh- I mean, he's it supposed should, to be the he, point. He's, he's a good passer. It should, he should be he's top really, two. He's a gifted passer. He's a good oh, passer. I'm glad you said that. Gifted, great, good. He's eight a gifted assists. passer. I said, he's a, I said he's a good passer. I, no, said I heard gifted. No, I heard gifted. No, Josh Kidd is a really good player. No, okay. he's a good yeah, passer, I need eight. Bro. I need eight. Like, I need eight. Eight assists. Okay. Yeah. Six, that's, that's a bit too high. I think he'll get six. It's going to be gifted. five to six. I heard gifted. I heard gifted too, right? 16, six. Lamelo's a gifted passer. You average six assists. You have a seven. Oh, one more. Okay. Wow. So we'll knock it at seven. Oh, gifted. Wow. Lamelo is a gifted passer. I mean, Lamelo, you saw it. Yeah, Alright, so I'll say 16, 6, and 6 is a firm ah, black. Yeah. 16, 6, and 6, you'll come on here and you'll say, I agree. sorry, Josh Giddy. You know, yeah, I'll be like, my part of me, you're a little better than what <laughs> I thought, you know, my bad, and then we'll, we'll move on from there. Alright, let's move on to the Dallas Cowboys, the first topic of the NFL portion of the episode. The Dallas Cowboys look good. They're 5-1 they're and one right now. They beat the Patriots 35-29. to 29. Trayvon Diggs had another interception. It was a pick six on Mac Jones, got burnt the very next play, even though that was hilarious. most of the safety, it was a safety's fault, in my opinion. Dak threw for over 400 yards, which yep. is the most a quarterback has thrown against Bill Belichick, at least, I think, in a regular season. Um, so, yeah, do you think the Cowboys are Super Bowl contenders? Do you think they're a legit team in the NFC? Can they match up with the Buccaneers, the Rams, Arizona, the Packers? Are they in that conversation? You know, it's hard for me to say that because I'm an Eagles fan. I really, but I think they can definitely be in that conversation. Now, if you watch them play this year, you see they this. They can is, or they are? Damn, can I like. Nah, that's a that's a good they, question. Because you said they can be. Are they in it right now? I mean, if you're 5-1. and one, Nah, but we've seen some good in teams a discussion be 5-1 and not be like that. I don't think they're better than Green Bay. Me neither. I don't think they're better than Arizona. But I do, I can say I trust them more than Arizona. Because they're just a little bit more experienced. Just a little bit. Their quarterback is a little bit more experienced. I don't think they're better than the Rams or the Bucks. But, like I was going to say, I've I seen them give Tampa a fight. You know, so and their defense is, has been the best it's been in a couple years. And their offense is clicking. So, when you have a team that is clicking on both ends, they got a guy in Trayvon Diggs who gives them multiple opportunities in game. You said it, he got an interception. They got burned the next play. That's just what you're going to get out of him. He's going to make gambles. He's going to do that. But he's... You know, he's due for it right now. He has six interceptions and six seven. Games, seven interceptions. So that's incredible. Their offense, CeeDee Lamb broke out. Amari Cooper's still there. They're going to get Michael Gallup back. So this is a team, and Dak is playing like an MVP. So I think running backs, too, playing really Tony well. Tony Zeke's back. I, you know what? I'm going to go. Yes, they can be NFC. They can, they can definitely be because they can compete with Green Bay. They can compete with Arizona. They have the tools on both ends of the field to compete. So And Dak's playing like an MVP. So you know what? Yeah, I think the Dallas... Cowboys can can or are are they are they are I'm gonna go with they are yeah do you guys remember not too long ago when people thought that Ezekiel Elliott could be potentially washed or declining not gonna lie I was one of them are you subbing somebody I'm just I'm I was just, one of them oh I was one of them I thought he was getting washed oh he, I think he's subbing you <laughs> well Tony Pollard does average more yards per attempt than Zeke oh my god so is Zeke it, is at five Pollard's at 6.1 
Didn't you just tell me about the whole one thing? Uh, seven is not six. Well, for running, uh, this is <laughs> well, we're talking about assists versus yards per attempt. I mean, five is great. Six That's is different. great too. It's they're both great. Six is. Better no, six is, six is six is, is amazing. Six is but five is Crazy. great. Six no, is elite. Five, bro. No, five is great. Five, five or is six, great, you're bro. in an elite class. What Tony Pollard's doing is amazing. But I'm still not gonna let you shy away from saying that you thought Ezekiel was declining after a he game against declining. arguably the best rush <laughs> you've ever seen. Zeke is Zeke still the same running back he was his rookie season or his first two three seasons? Yes. He's not that no more. I mean, he looks like he's back. I mean, it's pretty hard. He's, to he's still a great that, running though. back, but he's not what he once was. He's not that. It looks like he's back to that. If I was so Dallas, far. if I was Dallas, they have a two-headed monster at running back right now. He's going to say amazing. trade yeah, because of the contract. No, I would not. You, you can't no. trade him because there's too much dead cap involved. It's done. They're stuck with that contract. If I was Dallas, though, knowing knowing that I have Tony Pollard, I would have been fine with letting Zeke walk and not paying him that money, not paying him so that let me ask you a question. Do you think Tony Pollard is performing like this because he also has Zeke, or do you think he can do this even without like him being the primary number Tony one Tony Pollard back? is a great back. Him individually, he can do it. He is okay. I'm just, he started on a lot of teams. Just, just one act. And even throughout these past couple of years, we've seen these flashes from Tony Pollard mm-hmm. time and time again. This is the first year where he's actually getting an a boosted workload, right. and they're actually playing Zeke and Tony Pollard together more, and they're both on the field at the same time. I think Tony Pollard could have been doing this for a while if if he was Dallas's number one running back for the past two seasons. He gets a thousand yards. There's no doubt in my mind he does that. So to the initial question. Are they contenders for the Super Bowl? Without a doubt. When you're number one in total yards, number two in rushing yards, I believe they're top five in passing yards, top three in turnovers, you essentially have it all. One thing that you probably could ask for a little bit from them is a little bit better coverage. But when you're causing the third most turnovers in football, you'll live with that, truthfully. Dak Prescott's playing some of the best football out right now. And we haven't spoken about him as much as we probably should have. Like we mentioned last week, his name's just going to continue to climb up that MVP leaderboard. And this past week, even though I do believe that the Patriots team is a whatever team, they fight each week that they're 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 playing against a team. They they give at least a, a tough competition. But I think they should have handled them a, a, a little bit more swimmingly than they did, regardless of the fact offense did what they do week in week out carry carry that team. But again, the defense is a concern for me, So, which is why I look at a Cardinals team right now, and I think as a whole, I think that the Cardinals are a little bit more better suited to win the, champ- the, the Super Bowl or go to the Super Bowl. I look at the Rams. They have a similar problem to what Dallas has right now. Their secondary, although they do have Jalen Ramsey, although, excuse me, although Dallas does have Trayvon Diggs, their opposite corners are liabilities. Their, their safeties over the top are liabilities to a degree. So I feel like, the cl- right now, my f- my favorite to go to the Super Bowl will probably be Arizona, but you, we can't deny what the Cowboys oh, so are doing. Your favorite is no longer the Rams. No, right. I'm saying my favorite still is the Rams. I'm saying in general, oh, okay. the consensus right now, people are probably going to look at the Cardinals and think they really didn't struggle with the Titans. They're the only team to hold Derrick Henry to under 60 rushing yards. We we handled them swimmingly. Bills just came out and struggled. Dallas obviously lost to the Buccaneers. I mean, I'm not I'm not thinking too much about that one, obviously, because they've been rolling five games in a row. I just look at Dallas as a whole, and I think they definitely are contenders for the Super Bowl. But I just think that people are going to look at the Cardinals and think they're more complete. I actually think the Cowboys are probably the most one of the most complete teams in the NFC right now. Um, I can only say really like the Rams are a bit more complete. 
I'm not all the way sold on Arizona. I'm not yet. They're six and zero, but I'm not all the way sold on them. Hey, is real. They're not <laughs> the best team in the NFC. It's still the Tampa Bay Bucks <laughs> when healthy. That's the team everybody has to beat. It's not Arizona. Arizona hasn't made the playoffs yet. Cliff Kingsbury hasn't been to the playoffs yet. In the playoffs, the game plan, the scheme is going to be different. How the game plan around what he does is going to be different. More film is going to be out. I look at the Cowboys' elite offensive line. They're back to that number one ranking once again. Yeah, elite receivers. Michael Gallup is out right now, and they, you know, they're still showing out. C.D. Lamb taking that next next step. They have the best backfield in the NFL with Zeke and Tony Pollard. It's not even close. There's no other backfield in the NFL that has two guys that are that good on the field. There's not. Hey, debatable. Chubb and, and Cream Hunt, obviously, they just got hurt, but they're yeah. hurt though. Mm-hmm. They're hurt. Yeah, you said that like too it was too too not, comfortable but, for me. No, like, that's the only those yeah, are the yeah, only yeah, ones, but that's, you're right. That's the yep. only one. And mm-hmm. Derek Henry alone. <laughs> like just him by himself. Fake. <laughs> Fake, bro. He's that crazy. But go ahead, bro. Dak Prescott is playing phenomenal. He's going to be comeback player of the year. If it's not him, it's Joe Burrow. It's going to be one of those two. And their defense, Trayvon Diggs is holding that secondary above water because he's creating so many turnovers. But their defensive line has been amazing. And this is is without Demarcus Lawrence. Randy Gregory leads them in sacks right now. He's going to get a a huge payday this offseason. And their rookie, Osa, defensive tackle, has been a run-stuffing machine. Like, the Cowboys right now are 23rd in passing yards allowed defensively, but they're the fifth-best rushing defense in football right now. So that tells me they could match up well against the Rams because they can stop their run. Of course, the passing game is there, but eh, we'll see how Stafford looks in the playoffs. I'm still out on that. Yeah. The Cardinals, I think... Their scheme is kind of up in the air to me. I think they throw too many short passes for me. I think you can scheme around that in the playoffs. And I trust Dallas' team as a whole more than I do Arizona personally. The Bucs, they could have easily beat them in the, whole, in, in, the, in the season opener. That was a really close game. They could, sure. they could easily be 6-0 and right now. Definitely. The Packers, they're, they have a boatload of injuries. Don't know when they're going to get healthy, but when healthy, I think when healthy – my NFC tier would go as number one Bucks, number two Green Bay. You finally put some respect That's on so Green bad. Bay's name. It's the reason why it's Green Bay is because with all these injuries, their defense is still looking really good. Like they have one of the best run defenses in football right now, and their secondary is playing decent but they're still winning with all these yep. injuries i'm talking about david bakhtiari elton jenkins um jairi oh, yeah. alexander yep. um they have so many injuries yet they still continue to win so i have them second i would have the cowboys third though i have them above the rams and i have them above the cardinals i need you to explain the rams one a little bit I'm not all the way sold on the Rams. I'm not all the way sold on their defense right so wait, now. Wait, wait, wait. But you just said, you just said Dallas could easily be 6-0. You felt like that Tampa game impressed you. So with the Rams beating Tampa Bay easily, why didn't that impress you? And then the but, Cards beat the Rams and also. And the Cards Smoke beat the Rams. Yeah. But with Dallas, them losing impressed you more than those two beating each other. Explain that a little bit. Yeah. It's not that one impressed me more than the other. I just trust Dallas more than the Rams. Mm. I do. 
I trust Dallas more than the Rams. Do you trust McCarthy more than you trust McVay? I trust Kellen more. <laughs> he skipped nah, all but, that. No, no, but that's a valid point because obviously Kellen Moore is calling And I trust Dan play. Quinn because he's really changed and around he has, defense. No, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I just think that the difference between Goff to now this Matthew is team Stafford. This just went that, to the second round. And you have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey holding that defense down. If you look at Dallas, Trayvon Diggs right now, Randy Gregory's doing his thing. Michael Parsons been pretty solid as well. Trayvon Diggs is holding that defense down right now. And if I'm looking at the Rams and I have Aaron Donald, obviously I'm putting my faith in Aaron Donald before I'm trusting anybody on Dallas. Jalen Ramsey. Versus Zach Martin, that's a tough matchup for him too. It goes both ways. I'm going to respect Zach Martin because he is amazing. That being said. Probably the best right guard in football right now. And Aaron Donald's arguably the best offensive player of all time. Damn. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but Zach Martin is not a slouch, and they faced off I agree. before. I agree. And the last time they faced off, Dallas beat them in the playoffs. Yep. They, 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 With no, Jared they, Goff. That's not, that's not true. They Rams lost. won. Rams, Rams won. won. Yep, got him. <laughs> that was Seattle that, that they yes. beat. Yeah. Okay. It was a close game. It was a, it was a <laughs> close game. <laughs> but that was the year but they I, went I to the Super Bowl. I just trust Dallas. I think the Rams, they're, they're a great team. I'm not taking anything away from them. I think they're in that same tier. But I, I just really, I'm in love with this Dallas team right now. Uh, sure. The reason Fair why I'm enough. not I'm not too in love with Arizona is because they have a bottom twenty rush defense. Arizona against the Rams, uh, in a different situation, different set of circumstances against the Cowboys that can run the ball, what it might look different? differently. It was in LA, in the playoff atmosphere. Oh, okay, that's yeah. what you're saying. Okay. Well, I mean, it's gonna be. It might be in Arizona, so they might have to come down. As, you know what I'm saying? Also, with Arizona, <laughs> I was watching the Browns game and yep. they wreck the game. By creating pressure off the edge. Mm. And if a team has really great tackles like Dallas does, you can neutralize that duo of Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt. I think neutralize is strong, but they can try as hard as they can I mean, to Tyron neutralize. Smith and Lyle Collins. Oh, no, without a doubt. They can hold their own against they that. They definitely can hold their own. I just think right now, the way that they have been playing, it's hard to say that they're going to neutralize them. At least right now, at this point in time, given the fact that Chandler and J.J. have looked dominant. It looked amazing, but against the Browns, Jedrick Wills was out and Jack Conklin was out. Mm-hmm. So they were facing backup tackles. But it's to be to give they're the, still great. I'm about to say but to against give the, Tyron Smith, who's to give a top the cards five left their credit, tackle. They've been smacking almost every single team that they've played outside of San Fran. Yeah, but the Rams aren't. They don't have the tackles Dallas has. I agree with that, but at the same time, it's like the Rams are still a top team in the NFC, and they cooked them. Rams are a top team. Excuse me. The Bucks are a top team in the, the NFC. The Rams violated them. So it's tough right now to... I just, I just feel like Dallas matches up well because Arizona doesn't have a great rush defense. Dallas has a great ru- running offense. Their pass defense, that's what scares me. The Bucks, Packers, and Cardinals, all of their secondaries are questionable. I know that Arizona's secondary hasn't been playing great. For sure. But in terms of just the names that they have... I think you trust CD in a But I think you can flip that though because Arizona's weapons would probably do more damage exactly. to I'm Dallas. Not, and, I'm, and I'm not secondary. sleeping because I don't know the names or they're not big time names. I look at the Rams secondary. Aside from Jalen, it's mediocre. I Darius look, Williams is good. He's at best. I look at <laughs> Dallas. He's a starting corner though. He's good. You could be a starting quarterback and still not be the best or still not be good. You know what I'm saying? All right, to continue. Dallas, Trayvon Diggs. The best only one's the best. You can all right. You can be a starting corner and be average, correct? So now you look at Dallas. Trayvon Diggs, obviously he's amazing. Other than that, 
I'm not trusting anyone in that Dallas secondary. Right now with the Buccaneers, I'm not trusting anyone in that secondary for obvious reasons, given the fact that they're all hurt. And until one of them comes back and shows that they could stay afloat against a solid team, other than the, you know, the mediocrity they've been playing these last couple weeks, right now the team to trust is Arizona. Okay. That the only team to trust. I'm saying right now at this point. You can trust Green Bay. We got to wait and see on, on Jair coming back. But they've been playing great without him. But they've been playing they against mediocre talent as well. I just can never not trust oh, Aaron Rodgers. I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Aaron Rodgers. I just don't trust the health of the 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 Green Bay Packers right now. So no last dance? Oh, listen, <laughs> it's still a possibility, obviously, but the health right now is a huge concern. Um, So hearing you guys ramble <laughs> off on this. Um, I agree that you can call the Cowboys contenders. I mean, as of today, I checked the ranks. They're number one ranked in offense. Um, they're elite at all levels of offense, the offensive line and the run in the past. They have elite receivers. Dak's playing like an elite quarterback. The running game is really good. So I'm all sold on them offensively. I don't think I don't think there's pretty much an answer for that type of potency on offense because they can fire from all cylinders. My only problem with the Cowboys is um we 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 uh we're saying that you know they lead the league in in turnovers uh because of Diggs or whatever, but they're ranked thirtieth in the past, and I agree with you that secondary outside of Diggs is not that good, and I don't think you can put all the weight on one player to consistently get you turnovers week in and week out. I still am not sold on the Cowboys defense. Um, as far as the run, I know they're ranked fifth, but I was checking the list of running backs that they did play. Drew, um, out of all the running backs that they played, which one can you say is elite? Eckler probably is okay. on the border of elite. Panthers didn't have CMC. Giants, Ooh, Giants didn't Saquon. have Barkley. Yep. Eagles? No. No. I'll just let... No. Buccaneers? No. no. For, and, and then they the shut, Cowboys... They shut, nah, Fournette it has been playing pretty but solid. He's not, but, but he's, he's not No, elite. you're right. They shut him down. Cow, I mean, the Patriots, I know somebody rushed for over Damian 100 yards. I was going to say Harris. Damian, he's not elite, though. But, no, it, but like, he's saying... He's trying to say, like... like I, I think that, that that stat's a little misleading. They played no one. I think... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they played anyone. Offensively, though, I'm completely sold on them. Dak's looking like an MVP. Zeke's looking good. Pollard, that's like I agree with Joel. That's the best one-two punch in the NFL, probably outside of Kareem and Nick Chubb. Receivers are playing well. They're going to get Michael Gallup back. That's only going to help them get stronger. Their offensive line in both the run and the pass is top ten. Great offensive team. I'm just not sold on them defensively. And I, think I think you can have an average defense. And I think Bowl. and I think teams like when it comes down to the playoffs, I think teams like the Rams and the Bucks. I mean, even the Bucks last year showed that they can get stops when they're healthy. I just don't think that the Cowboys secondary, I don't think you can rely on one man to consistently keep getting you picks. Outside of their one elite pass rusher, what's his name? I forgot his name. Randy, Gregory, right? Randy Gregory's playing very well. But I'm just not sold on the Cowboys defense right now. And I feel like that's been the problem for the past couple of years is their defense. Because we yeah. know they're, they have a high potency offense. I mean... They they put up twenty nine. I mean, they put up a lot of points, but I just I just don't see Diggs consistently doing this on the defensive side of the ball, forcing turnovers. I just don't see this happening. I mean, their oh, defense sorry, is sorry. average. They're gonna be a, they're gonna finish as a top eighteen defense in the NFL. That's not anything to you know throw a parade about. But you can win a Super Bowl being ranked that. I think you can in today's NFL with how especially with how great their offense is. They, they can score. I don't think in the playoffs when they face a team like the Rams or Cardinals, I don't think it's going to be a 20-17 to 17 game. I think it's going to be like what we saw, like 34-29 to 29 game. Outside of maybe the Chiefs, even though I do believe their defense was solid the year they won the it Super Bowl. It was solid Bowl. towards the end. I agree. Of recent winners, defenses have all been solid. 
almost every single one pretty of much, them. Pretty much. Tampa Bay, obviously. Yeah. You look 49ers, at 49ers. Even they, they didn't win. They, they were a top five defense in the league. Broncos, when we won, we were one of the best defenses. Legion of Boom. Patriots, obviously, both times that they won. I will say the one time that the defenses were shaky was that Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl. But even going in, exactly, yeah, our, our going defense. in, their defense was solid. Giants. Giants, another one, obviously. So that's, no, the Giants weren't elite. Wait, Gi- the which one? Super Bowl? Their runs were elite. They played elite their, in those runs. I'm going to have to disagree with that sentiment also because their defense was very, very, very good. Check the rankings those years. Look at bottom the ta- 20. Look at the talent they that they no, had. Yeah. And look at, they, I know. But, but they won in 07 and 2011, so you're saying they were both... I know the 07 one, their defense because, was 20, 22nd or 23rd. Because Randy, Mo- because Randy Moss and, and Tom Brady had a historic quarterback wide receiver. And they, and they, basically only, they nothing. only put up how much? Yeah. Super, like 15 to 18 and points. They, maybe they just showed up when they needed to. I mean, you showed up 18 games, the most important one. You don't? I mean, I don't know. No, it's about the Giants' defense. Yeah, I mean, 2011 Giants, they had the 25th ranked defense in the NFL. Well, those are Cinderella runs. Yeah, but in, in the, football, in the, in the playoffs, really what the team goes in, in 2007, they had the 17th ranked. So, yeah, those are, but those are rare. So, yeah, the talent is there, but with Dallas, with Lawrence Healthy, Randy Gregory, Lawrence Osa, Micah Parsons, Lander, Lawrence is Leighton Van Der Esch, I am not sure. But if he is, That'd be that's, that's, yep. that's more ammo duo. for their defense. And then I think it's too many they're, gun, they're gunslingers right now for me to trust it. I mean, with their Dallas, secondary is because of Trayvon Diggs, it's elevated them to a point where they're creating turnovers and havoc. But I think Dan Quinn just hasn't playing aggressive football to the point that they're creating turnovers. Think, Even though most of it has been Diggs, yeah, I'm about to say it's all Diggs. Their, their defense, <laughs> and, it's not all been Diggs, but, but their defensive front has been amazing. This past this past Sunday, obviously, that pick was borderline lucky. I would say it was lucky. Mm, why? It was a clear <laughs> drop by the receiver. I don't, I don't know if it, it was a drop. Runs. I felt like it was a bad throw. It was behind the receiver. Regardless, he dropped it. The ball was behind him, and it went right into Trayvon Diggs' hands. And I he mean, went right into the Do you remember zone. that play? I don't, I don't think the coverage on the slant was it that wasn't, bad. But it he wasn't. Was right no, there. he was not on his hip. He had space. It just went backwards. I think if he catches that, he makes a tackle right, right you, there. You can say that, and you have the right to say that. Yeah. But I can also say... We saw Jamal Adams on Sunday Night Football drop a pick in his face. Oh, but it bounced off his helmet. It's Jamal Adams. I get it, but <laughs> a lot, so we, we see we see corners all the time drop picks. But Diggs isn't a regular corner. Diggs got hands. Yeah, he like used to play receiver. Yeah, so he got hands like was a receiver. It, was it lucky? It was that a fortunate play for him. If Mac Jones underthrows that ball to Kendrick Bourne, even by a, even then by half a yard, Diggs picks that off. I think that so. big play. So think, was it lucky that Mac Jones made the I think shown the ability the that he, he's going to make that play nine times at a time. So I'm saying we can get into that lucky, not lucky thing. The point is he has seven interceptions on the no, season. he's been amazing. Now, he's all been of amazing. them haven't been that way. No, I agree with that. And he's by far the defense player of the year. I, I just think Dallas is playing with extreme confidence right yep. now. Their offense is so elite that I trust them against any team in football. And yeah. they have the medicine for every team. The same way they can't, they, yeah, you're right. They can't stop the Cardinals. They can't stop the Rams. Or the they Bucks. probably can't stop the Bucks or the Packers. Yep. But those teams can't stop them either. So all of these games are going to be shootouts for sure. I'm interested on the Packers one. Cards might be able to. Cardinals can stop. Them. They might. Do they, they face in the regular to. season? I yes, hope they, they do. do. They, I think they face the I second to last week of the season, January second. Uh, I hope they all play. I hope Check, they. I, think I hope I think they play because Cowboys. January second. Yeah, they yeah, do play. Week sixteen. Week seventeen. Cowboys are whooping them. They have All no right, medicine. They are home. This is actually. I'm glad you said that because they have no medicine for Kyler Murray. Like nothing. Well, they have no medicine for Dak no, Prescott. There's no one that has an answer for Kyler. Nothing. They have no answer. There's for Dak. Nobody has an answer for Nuke. They don't. 
No, nobody ever Luke. does. They don't Maybe have an answer to Tony cooked. Pollard either. Hmm? They don't have an answer to Tony Pollard. Or Zeke. That's a weird way to say Zeke. <laughs> nah, Tony Pollard, six yards per rush. Damn. That's going to be the week where Trayvon Diggs really get, gets yo? exposed huh? like for the man he is. Who? Uh, Pollard. I'm on the season? Yeah. I think he has over 300 yards. Diggs is not a bad cover guy. No, but I think Hopkins is going to really like... He's actually... Hopkins is gonna he's, Diggs is better in coverage than Marcus Peters. He is. Are you saying that off of stats or no, film? No, I'm just saying that because that's the comparison you like to make. No, I'm asking, are you saying that off stat or film? I'm saying it off of watching. No, I, I think Diggs has... I've heard of coverage. off coverage Diggs is, is better than, than uh, Marcus Probably Peters. Is. Not about much, dude. Marcus Peters is a top fifteen corner in the league. So at that time, I think he's top ten. Yeah, he was. He was definitely playing at that level. Top fifteen. He was playing at a top five level. He's probably top. Okay, so you're saying he was top five at that time? No, you can play at a top five level level and not be top. I think he was top ten certified. So he was top ten. So you're saying that Diggs is certified top ten right now? He's top. He's top top five. He's he's a top five corner. I never. I put him at four, right behind Lattimore. All right, so we we, we cool with that. I, I never said, but I th- I just think when you play a man like D Hop, it's like it's you can't gamble with him. You to th- to this point, <clears throat> I won't lie. D Hop's violating Diggs. Yeah, you can't gamble. Like he ain't play point, nobody like that yet. To this point, Diggs is not. He's not Revis. He's not Dion. He's not none of those guys. No, he's not. He's a great a, gambler, but he's also good in coverage. But you need a guy. You need at least a Ramsey to stop a D Hop. Like, and like I'm a, gonna I'm I'm gonna bank on Trayvon at least giving. Hopkins fits in that game too. He's not DJ Moore. He's not. Is he's he like not a, DJ Moore. He's yeah. not Chris Godwin. I like Trayvon Diggs. He's I not like Mike Evans. He's not these guys. Like he's of what, the Mike up, Evans. I'm talking about D Hop. He's of the upper is, echelon of I don't receivers. Wanna, he's a top three receiver. I don't want to talk down on Trayvon Diggs because I'm a down. huge no no no. But this whole that he could give DeAndre Hopkins fits. I'm sorry. So what he's what's what's Hopkins stat line for that game? Oh, he's getting 85. 85 yards? Yeah, easy. I mean, if you, no, if you, if you, no, if you hold, hold Hopkins to 85 yards, no, 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 that's a win, bro. So you're you're telling me get you have to boys, look at his team. You have to look at his team. Let's not get fooled. It's going to be week 17. Cardinals, prob- they're probably already locked for the playoffs. That's what I said. Well, we're not sure. We're not sure. Nook has had some injury issues already, so who knows the amount of time he's going to be playing Well, of course. I will say, if they meet in the playoffs, Nook is going for over 100. Easy. Easy. Yo, who's the next elite receiver uh, Diggs plays coming up on that schedule? Let's see. Do they play Green Bay? Because, oh, my God. They play the Vikings this Ooh, Sunday. That's so going to be very tough. Or Dillon, to cover. Broncos. Hopefully, Judy's back. No, that's next Sunday. They, uh, do they play Green Bay? Ridley, right? Vikings have a bye week. Um, that, that That's the 31st. Excuse me. Uh, they have a bye week this upcoming week as well. they play the Falcons. Um, they play the Chiefs, so he's going to play against Tyreek Hill. He's going to be playing against some great receivers. Yo, wait, wait. He's going to prove Falcons you guys have, wrong. Falcons have a good receiver too, right? Ridley? Calvin Ridley, Ridley yeah. is really good too. Yeah, facts. So he's going to have. He's going to. I mean, he's facing a lot of good receivers. He's going to get so tested. We'll so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, the way I talk about his coverage, it's like he can't guard. I'm not, I'm not Yo, saying is it, that. Yo, is it fact or fiction? Kadarius no. Tony put up See, this guy says that, but we're talking about DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, we're talking about the elite of the elite. You try to spin that narrative. No, no, I'm the one that asked that question. I want to see like the elite receivers coming up on the schedule. We're talking down on Trayvon Diggs' coverage. We're talking down his coverage when it comes to guarding DeAndre Hopkins. I Dallas plays Green Bay. I want to see him matched up against Tay. Tay? Yeah, that'd be nuts. He had 21 yards against the Jaguars. Hopkins did. Okay, I like I said, he's been dealing with injury, bro. Why are you looking at me? Okay, 
Are you going to talk down on DeAndre Hopkins? He's Hopkins bad? is a top three receiver in the league. Okay, so what? Right, but so I'm saying Trayvon, Trayvon Diggs and him is going to be a great matchup. That, it's not going to be one-sided like you guys right, think it's going to so be. I'll tell I, think you, it has, I'll tell I think it could potentially could be one-sided. I though. got you, King. Potentially, though. DeAndre Hopkins was a game-time decision going into that game. He was probably about the Browns decoy. versus 55 Same yards. thing, bro. He's been hurt all, basically all season. And so week 17, they're probably not going to need him. Come playoff time, Knuck will be ready. Wow, you're really trying to downplay. That's what D-hop he's trying right to do. Now, I'm not right trying now. to downplay no, D-hop, but doing. that that matchup is no, going to be very bringing great. up the 25 yards against Jacksonville is yeah, downplaying. That's downplaying, D-hop. yeah, yeah. And then you brought up Cleveland, Denzel so. Ward. Yeah, I think Trayvon's better than Denzel Ward. And man to man, it's not that far Denzel off. Denzel Ward lock up. Denzel Ward's better than him and man to man. It's not that far off. It's Trayvon Diggs' ball hawking ability that has him. Okay, is he elite right now? But his coverage, there's a few that are on his level. His coverage is good. It's not. It's not horrible by any. I means. I wouldn't say it was horrible. No way. Or it's not even average. It's it's good. I don't know. I just like we've seen D Hop in this league. We've only seen one guy uh, give a healthy D Hop fit. So that's Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey and Trayvon Diggs and man to man is nowhere near Jalen Ramsey's level. So I just, at all. Like, well, we'll no, see if they match up. And right right now in these next stretch of games versus the Vikings versus the Packers, we're going to oh, yeah. see Trayvon against some elite. Receivers. I hope he matches up. You, Ooh, said, you said the Browns, right? He had fifty five yards. They were what they win by like almost twenty. Ah, yeah, it was a block. And he had, okay, <laughs> and he had a touchdown still. Nah, he had two. Uh, Are you trying? <laughs> yeah. But Come one on. of them was on a screen. It wasn't on Denzel Ward. If you watched that game, it was. He, well, screen. there was one that he was wide open in the end zone just by himself because you can't guard him. Yeah, but one of them was a screen, which it I was mean, an amazing play by him. That, that whole receiving core is getting love, so D Hop's not going to see it a lot because the whole if core they is, need is him on fire. All right they now. need to do is close their eyes and throw him the ball. Ooh, you said that he plays Jetta the week after this week. Yeah, two weeks. Oh yeah, week eight and Thielen, both of them. Yeah, that's going to be for Jetta. No, I mean both of them is going to be tough. Thielen is still Thielen's, a great receiver. And Thielen's I just, been, I just Thielen's done nice. Thielen's done we'll, nice. We'll see how Trayvon Diggs holds up. I have the Vikings in that game though, but we'll see how Trayvon Diggs holds up. I like Trayvon Diggs. I like Trayvon Diggs. Good. Kyler Murray versus Lamar Jackson. This is our next topic. Quick question. Who's who's better? Because in the offseason, because of all the narratives surrounding Lamar, people said Kyler Murray's better. They they would rather take Kyler Murray. I'm not sure if it was you, Drew, but I think you said you would prefer Kyler over Lamar. I would. I said it too. Okay. So now the question is arising again because this year Lamar has taken another step in his <laughs> passing. His mechanics look much more sound. For sure. And just two years ago, I believe, when it was his second season, he said he wants to be as good of a passer as Drew Brees. And it looks like he's getting to that level right now because he's passing it at an extremely efficient clip. So right now, who are you taking? Who's the better player, Colin Murray or Lamar Jackson? Who are you taking who's better? Who's better? Who's a better player? <sighs> I mean, isn't it the same question? They're both nah, you th- could, around the same age. Who's better, but who are you taking? It's different. different schemes, all that good stuff. But Who's better? <laughs> You got to say Lamar right now. I mean, the way he just bugged out, like the, the way he just, and, and listen, it's nothing. I think they're still neck and neck because they're the, the same type of play style. I think both of them are as electric in the run game as they are in the passing. I think Kyler's probably, at, before the season, we all thought Kyler was a better passer at that point. But then Lamar coming in this year with all the injuries that his team has lost his running back, all his running backs still doesn't have that dominant elite number one. His number one Hollywood, he's good, but he's not great. He's not elite. You know, Mark Andrews is really good as a tight end, but losing one of his left tackle, not his, one of his offensive line for the year, Ronnie Stanley. Ronnie Stanley. That's the left tackle. Yeah, he's elite. Still being able to find ways to gut out wins in the fourth quarter, get his team back into it. I mean, aside from that Raiders game, which he messed up that one on him, 
he's really made not too many mistakes this year, and he's improved dramatically in the passing game. With Kyler Murray, though, he's just a dangerous guy. You know, he gets on the field, and it doesn't matter who's out there with him, who's his O-line. He just makes things work. He makes things happen. He's magic with his feet. His throwing arm is ridiculous. But right now, you know, I got to go with Lamar playing the way he is. He's the former MVP. You know, he's just accomplished so much, and he's been playing at a better level right now. Even though Kyler Murray's team is 6-0, they haven't been doing their thing. Lamar, with being that his team has seen more injuries, his team is not as talented as Arizona because of the injuries, and he's still gutting out fourth quarter wins and digging them back, beating the Chiefs, I have to give Lamar the edge right now. But it's a slight edge. It's nothing big. In terms of passing, Kyler Murray has more completions. His completion percentage is higher. It's 73.8 to Lamar's 67.5. He has more yards than him, passing yards. He has more yards per attempt. He has more touchdowns less interceptions, and he has more rushing touchdowns than Lamar Jackson. All this, obviously, he's 6-0. I'm still riding with Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray separates himself because of his arm. And as good as we've seen, as much as we've seen Lamar take strides this season with his passing, becoming more confident as a passer, Kyler Murray's had that since day one. And he's always been, and excuse me, not always, he's been able to, up until this point, continue progressing in that sense. And his arm, as good as it was rookie season, it's even better now. Yep. And now we're just seeing it translate to wins. So, of course, what Lamar Jackson's been doing this season has been spectacular. Because he, in terms of yards for, excuse me, Lamar Jackson rushing, he has over 200 yards more than Kyler Murray. So, obviously, Lamar Jackson, in terms of rushing the ball, is better. But what I, why I think Kyler separates himself outside of the arm is that Kyler Murray knows how to protect himself. So he's still efficient in his runs. He's just smarter in his approach. He knows that he's a little bit faster than some of these guys. He knows that he knows how to avoid getting hit by these bigger guys. Baseball plays a big sense into his game, too, also because he knows how to slide. Lamar Jackson is not a sliding quarterback. He's a, I'm going to try and get by you. I'm going to try and juke you. I'm going to get hit if I, if I need to get hit, but that's not Kyler's game. And that's why I think for longevity-wise, Kyler Murray's going to be here a little bit longer than Lamar Jackson's going to be. And I think that because Kyler Murray is already a better passer and more confident passer than Lamar, I think I got to stay with Kyler. The downfall of Cam Newton was that he couldn't protect himself. 100%. But also, it was that he wasn't an accurate passer throughout his career. He showed flashes, but he wasn't that. Lamar Jackson is an accurate passer. And this narrative that he just became good this season is wrong. For sure. In 2019, he was second. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, wait, I know. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait, wait. Before you, you go on your rant, you started that narrative. In 2018. What the? In 2018. <laughs> Yo. And I've admitted I was wrong Lamar. about Lamar. Yeah, <laughs> I was you. It. it was this past no. week that he realized, uh, what is it, Raven Flock, Ravens, yeah, whatever no for, it is. No, no arm Lamar. That was what I used to call Lamar Jackson. About. Yeah, there's no doubt I did. And if I was, if I was bigger then, then... It bigger then, then it probably the name would have no depth. It would have stuck. stuck with a lot of people, and I would have started that. I would have been happy with that nickname <laughs> too. But Lamar Jackson was second in QBR passing in the pocket last year, which means he was the second best quarterback in the pocket last year in 2019. The narrative that Lamar Jackson just became a great passer this season is not is not a is not a right one. Kyler Murray doesn't have a better arm than Lamar Jackson, and in terms of running, it's not close. Kyler Murray has to protect himself when he runs because if he doesn't, he's 5'9". He's going he's gonna to get rocked. Lamar Jackson <laughs> is physical enough to take those hits Damn. and actually survive <laughs> them. Though. Kyler Murray can't survive those hits. 
Lamar Jackson can. I find it ironic that when Lamar Jackson runs and is physical and is trying to gain extra yardage, we all say, come on, man, protect yourself. That's not the way to go about it. That's why he's going he's gonna to fuel out. We never say that with Josh Allen. I was just and, about to say, they and, and, Josh, and, and Josh Allen does crazier leaps than Lamar Jackson. He takes care of himself less than Lamar Jackson. But, but for some reason, we don't say, how long is Josh Allen going to last? We don't ever bring up that question. But with Lamar Jackson, we bring up that question. Lamar Jackson is too good of a passer right now because he's developed that. And this year, he took a step in his mechanics because his feet used to get, used to be closer together but now they're further apart so he doesn't he he's, he's got a more firm base i understand what you're saying he has a more firm mm-hmm. base but his when you move around a lot passes tend to come out awkwardly sometimes now they don't do that no more he's more sound in his mechanics imagine if lamar jackson had deandre hopkins that's what i've been saying all the time. Uh, imagine if he had that luxury that Kyler murray has yeah i mean even if he just had a christian kirk alongside marquise brown like uh-huh. Even if he just had Christian Kirk and Brown in Hollywood, just imagine what that can do. Lamar Jackson is already the best dual threat quarterback of all time. He's better than Michael Vick. It's not even a debate. Nobody should be debating that. I, that I, you got to stop. He's better than Michael Vick. Why, because of the numbers? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, big, I'm a, I'm a big Michael Vick fan. I, Bro, I think Lamar no, Jackson. Rushing, Lamar is better rushing, than Michael rushing Vick. Rushing the ball. It's passing? Ob- no, that's where that, no, that passing is egregious. Lamar. Have you egregious. seen Michael Vick's? Completion percentage? I knew he was going to go to the number. No, no I'm, time just, time I'm time just saying. Time I'm just asking. Yo, I'm just asking. It's close because in terms of running, Michael Vick was a dog too. Yeah, no, forget about that. Obviously, Michael Vick's arm Michael Vick had a was cannon, amazing. Bro. You saw him play. Well, Eagles. Michael Vick. Know, Michael Vick is I'm not. I'm about that one. Michael Vick. Michael Vick is not as accurate as a quarterback as Lamar Jackson. And this year, you look at the numbers. Kyler Murray's winning in most of the raw numbers against Lamar Jackson, but Lamar he shattered every single narrative there is to shatter. You can't come from behind. He has three game-winning drives and three fourth-quarter comebacks this season alone. Can't win in the playoffs. He won in the playoffs this past this past season. He's already won an MVP. Those are all things Kyler Murray hasn't done yet outside of come back in close games. He hasn't been to the playoffs. He hasn't won an MVP. He was in a race last year. He's then he, he, he was in a race last year. He fizzled out and got out of it. He hasn't done what Lamar Jackson has done. To put Kyle, the only reason why people started that conversation is because Kyler Murray has a better arm, quote unquote. But that's not even true now. Lamar Jackson is a better passer. He's the better quarterback. And that completion percentage number, I mean, goddamn, look at how the Ravens and the Cardinals play. They're two complete different offenses. They asked Lamar Jackson to do way more in the Ravens system than they asked Kyler to do in Arizona. Kyler's throwing RPO, short passes, screens. Lamar is throwing the ball Kyler down Murray a field more. The league he has more. Kyler Murray leads the league is, in yeah. twenty-yard touchdowns, and his yards per attempt's more than Lamar's. What are you talking about? His yards per attempt are more than Lamar's because Arizona has such a great and efficient offense in the way that they take these little chunks. They take these little, little chunks slowly and slowly. A screen, a, a screen to uh, Christian Kirk, a screen to DeAndre Hopkins. They get it going with the short passing, game, then they take a deep shot. With Lamar and the Ravens, they're they're throwing posts off rip. You know, that's not Arizona. Like, for example, versus, versus the Browns in that Browns game, they were at the 10-yard line, at the goal line in the red zone. Kyler Murray threw a screen to DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins had two defenders in front of him, made them both miss, and scored a touchdown 10 yards after the catch. On the stat sheet, it shows that's 10 yards for Kyler Murray. But who created those 10 yards? That was DeAndre Hopkins. There's also a play against the Rams where 
Kyler Murray threw a 40-yard TD to A.J. Green. What does and, that and show? And how many, and what, you, what lo- you, love, you love to stand by Hollywood Brown being this great. How <laughs> Hold many, on, no, I'd love to hear where he's going with this. How many touchdowns has he dropped this year? Mm. Are you talking, How many big plays has he dropped this year? He's only dropped three touchdowns. They were all in one game. Three tu- he's dropped three game. touchdowns. <laughs> he's dropped that's three that's touchdowns. That's a, that's a, no, that's a hat gassing, trick. He's gassing it off one game. That is a lot, though. Because right now, Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown, I'm taking that over just DeAndre Hopkins. And tell well, me, wait, I'm, tell me I'm wrong. But Kyler doesn't have just because DeAndre Hopkins. You want to know why that is? Because Kyler Murray is like that. He's made Christian Kirk. Wait, wait, wait. Because because wait, Kyler's wait, like that, Christian Kirk that. is good. You got to explain. He that. made Christian Kirk who, ha- if Christian Kirk really was like that, he would have taken off year one. Kyler Murray has made his him rookie to what he season. Is. Kyler Murray has made Christian Kirk what he is. AJ Green is having a renaissance because of Kyler Murray. You called him washed before the season. Is AJ Green having a renaissance because of Kyler Murray or because? He's playing he was, opposite of he DeAndre. Was, he was tired. Well, that has a lot to do I with get that. that yeah, that's yeah. the he only thing I would say. If we saw him last last year in Cincinnati, there was footage of AJ Green quitting on plays. He clearly didn't want to be there. I think now he's just in a place where he wants to play football. Wow. You literally said before the season started that he's Is AJ Green a top 10 receiver in the league? No. Okay. He's not what he used to be, but he's still a, he's still a serviceable receiver. I mean, is he? Is he not a bad number? Sam, two. Sammy Watkins or AJ Green? Who's better? That's a toss up. Yeah, it is. I kind of I mean, like AJ Green. That's a toss better. up. Then that only goes to because obviously the the D hop Christian and plus Christian Kirk up. was a top five receiver against man to man coverage this year early in the year. I mean, it's not like Kyler Kyle Murray. Kyler Murray's helping him run routes and getting separation one on one. Kyler Murray knows how to throw the football. Put it in spots where the defense can't. Who's guarding him though? He's probably getting the third or the fourth best cornerback. Yeah, I mean, if we're just gonna doubt, we're just he's gonna in the slot. So, oh, everything's just Kyler Murray. No, I don't, Kirk is a good player. I don't, I don't like the fact that you said this is one thing that did bother me. You said Lamar. He walked into the league. He made the playoffs. Then he got MVP. Then he won a, a playoff game. And Kyler didn't do that. When Lamar walked in, it was a completely different situation yeah, with his team. You. His team was already established. Mm. When Kyler walked in, Arizona was in a big rebuild yeah, mode. When Lamar walked in, Joe Flacco had a losing record. Well, they were one and four, right? No, they, they weren't were one and four. four. What was it? What was their record when 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 um when uh he stepped in for Joe Flacco? I don't remember, but they were a lot more established than Arizona. Arizona was in a complete rebuild. Ravens were not going to make. They were, the they were making, top but four they were, pick, but they weren't making the playoffs with Joe Flacco that year. But hey, Kyler Murray was honest, a top I, four I, pick, I bro. Positive that well, they well, might have lost. Like it was one the first game. pick in the draft. So that's like they were in complete rebuild. And Joe Flacco was playing mode. bad. That's why they obviously made the change, right? Because he was just playing horrible. No, he that got year. hurt. They were five and four. They were five and four. They were five okay, and four. Okay, 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 okay. Joe Flacco was not leading that team to the playoffs. The reason Lamar Jackson you can't got say that. the reason why Lamar Jackson got inserted in was because the offense needed a spark, and he created a spark. <clears throat> and that year he wasn't a, that amazing of a passer, but in the second year he took a gigantic leap, unanimous MVP, and his third year took another leap, but. Kyler Murray, yeah, the situation he got drafted Completely into, which was much worse. But Cliff Kingsbury deserves a lot of credit for turning that around as well. But that's, and, they, they and Kyler's been like and, that since Cliff, year one. And in Kyler Cliff's, did have a good rookie year. He did. I remember that. And in Cliff's first, in, I mean, Arizona's second year with Kyler, they did get him DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, no, of so course. So they, they made it a case immediately. Let's get this guy an elite receiver. They didn't do that. They still haven't done that with Lamar Jackson. In year one, he didn't have DeHop, and he still was... Uh, Rookie of the year, obviously, put up a great rookie season. That rookie, he he put he was good. Was he better than Baker his rookie year? He wasn't. Given rushing and taking rushing into account, I'm taking Kyler. 
Baker had the better rookie year. I mean, Baker won it over Saquon. Now, Saquon was ele- his electric his rookie season. You know, Kyler, who he's going up against in that rookie of the year race. I'm not trying to take it. Take, it wasn't no, just I apologize. No, it right. was Joe Burrow. You're right. I'm not trying to take anything away from Kyler Murray, but when your competition is Daniel Jones and Drew Locke, Facts. I mean, what do you mm-hmm. expect? You have no competition at the quarterback position. What was that to do with the numbers he still put up? Kyler Murray's numbers and the success were success that he had. Kyler's numbers were losing record. Seven and nine is not think, that bad. Though. I don't think that matters in the offense. Kyler, Kyler Murray's numbers were good. And nobody but they was playing in rookie the season two, seven and nine. That's bad. That's not. They bad. were good, but they weren't great. His numbers were. He good. was the they number great. one pick, which means they were the worst team in the league before that, and then they go up to seven and seven nine and with nine Kyler Murray. That's pretty good, bad. bro. That's a big jump. Rookie Just season, he threw for 37-22, 20 touchdowns, twelve interceptions. Let me see how many rushing yards and rushing touchdowns he had. If that's not pull up Baker's, did he have thirty seven hundred? Baker might have had a better rookie year. I mean, he broke the record yeah, for might. most touchdowns. There's as nothing a rookie. wrong with that though. Baker was tough his rookie. Yeah, year. Kyler's obviously better than Baker right now. Yeah. But we're just talking about the rookie season. He had four rushing touchdowns. Yeah, now Baker was five hundred forty four. For example, you mentioned that first overall pick thing. Okay, just because you were the first pick doesn't mean your team doesn't have talent. Baker was the first pick. He got drafted to Cleveland. They won seven games that first year too. That's good. I know. But I'm saying Arizona, it's not like they lack talent, but that second year they brought in DeAndre Hopkins for yeah, him, and, then, and they started to add more talent. Buda Baker started to show out even more. Oh, no, like, of course. So this is Kyler's third year. In Kyler's second year last year, did we not expect them to make the playoffs? I know I did. I picked them to make the they playoffs. They went 10-6, and six, right? 9-7. and seven. Or It was 8-8 eight eight or 9-7. I don't think one I expected it, but I expected them to be better than their rookie year. I don't think I, I don't remember if I Dude, expected it. Threw for 37-25. Kyler threw for 37-22. So he threw for three more yards. Baker broke the rookie touchdown record. And I'll tell you (laughs) that Kyler Murray did not have Jarvis Landry. Are you serious, bro? Jarvis Landry was well, like that that like, season. But I whoa, thought you, whoa, whoa, nah, I whoa, thought you were going to say somebody else, like like a Odell. Please or like a, don't talk. Evans. King, no, you said Jarvis King. Landry. Do me a solid. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, gonna just, I'm gonna just be honest. If you're gonna just use but players you're, you're, to discredit King, other people's accomplishments, that, I'm not bro, even gonna take What you just did was say that he's playing with DeAndre Hopkins. Lamar is playing with Hollywood and Mark Andrews. He's a top but three receiver. What, but you, you're you, just you, hold up. You said you'd rather have Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown than DeAndre Hopkins. That's what you r- said. Right now, yes, I would. So you'd rather have the duo of Mark Ooh. Andrews and Hollywood right Brown now, yeah. over having DeAndre Hopkins. Over. Why right, right now? Because he's hurt? Because no, no. Because right now, Hollywood and Mark Andrews are playing amazing right now. So you'd rather have them two than DeAndre Hopkins? As of right now, yes. So if you're starting a football team, you have your quarterback established. If you need a weapon, you're taking <laughs> Andrews and Hollywood over DeAndre Hopkins. I'm getting, if, am I getting that duo? I'm getting that duo or DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. You get Hopkins and you get a serviceable tight end. See, that's you, not the you get, that's not You the get question. Tyler Cross. Because so give, I, him that, no. give him Max Williams. Get, I'll give him Max Williams. Okay. Max Williams. Uh, he's okay. Yeah. I'll give you Dan Arnold. You're getting D-Hop, bro. Why would you take Hollywood and Andrews over D-Hop? I'm saying the combination right now of Andrews and Hollywood has obviously had the success this season. But that's... that. that yeah. why, why would I look at just DeAndre Hopkins? Obviously, he impacts the game the way he does. But I'm going to get two players now that can give me what I need to win a game. That's, I don't, know. I don't that's think that's a, a fair question. You're putting two against one. I think you have to look at their whole but the two, together, But the two though. is not... Even if you put them together, like they're not the yeah, and and the reason no, and Kyler Murray definitely has better weapons. Though. And the only reason you brought that up is because you you wanted to 
you wanted to shred my argument. Not of, really at of, all. Of, you're, but you're the one that said that. That's what I'm saying. That you're no, saying that you. No, he's no, playing with I Kyler. said that. I said because that's a fact. He's playing with an elite receiver, a number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Hollywood is Isn't a number one. He's a. He's good. He's an upper end wide receiver too. Low end number one. He's good. He's not a, an elite wide receiver right, number one. You're telling me right now he's not at a wide receiver one right now. A low end one. He's not a high end one. Is he a top fifteen receiver in the league Corey right Davis? now? Is he a top ten right receiver now? Yes. Riff, he's better top than Corey 10 Davis? receiver in the league. Ah, Joel, is tough. he better than Corey Davis? It's oh, a lot of hot takes. Bro, close your eyes and say yes. It's a lot of hot takes going on right now. <laughs> this is what I'm saying because you said when I said he has Hopkins and you said, oh, I'd rather have Hollywood and Andrews. Well, I'd rather have Hopkins. Kirk, Moore, Green, Max Williams. Oh, and why is that? And, and I'd rather have... And why is that? And I, Do you know the Cardinals have an elite offensive line? It's they, a stone wall. A Rodney solid, Hudson yep. has changed. It's a stone For wall. For sure. Ravens don't have that. They're dealing with the most injuries in football right now. They just... They, they just don't have it because of injuries, Literally though. just happened No, no, no. Not week. even that. Because Ro- Ronnie Stanley was there. He was healthy. Their offensive line is bad. So this year has just been bad. Their offensive line has just been bad. Okay. Villanueva hasn't been good. Ben Powers has been good. Bradley uh, Bozeman has been good. Okay. Because last year they had an elite offensive line. Their offensive line has been dropping down ever since Marshall Yonda has has retired. And Orlando Brown got traded to the Kansas City Chiefs. So when we look at Kyler Murray, an elite offensive line, way better than Lamar's, elite supporting cast, his supporting cast is better than Baltimore's. And you can't even use the running back debate because all of their running backs are injured. I'd rather take Chase Edmonds and James Conner over anybody Baltimore has. Yep. So Lamar is at a disadvantage and still has his team at five and one and has led three comebacks. This year, I, I don't in terms of sheer value and what you bring to your team, it's Lamar Jackson. There's no debate. And in terms of who's a better quarterback, it's Lamar Jackson. Can't agree there. You put Lamar, I guarantee you put Lamar Jackson on Arizona. We look at them much more dangerously as a team. You really think so? Yeah. How so? They're six and no. Because Lamar, how much more dangerous can you be at six and Come on. You can be that. That would garner you <laughs> the respect of everybody. With Lamar? Yes, I think. I respect him now, Kyler Murray. I respect. Of course, I do. But I just Doesn't think if you like if you put Lamar Jackson in Arizona and you swap Kyler, I think that's a better offense. And I love Kyler Murray, but I just uh, don't. Did think Kyler this, Murray have this O line last season? No, but he had. And he, what did he do last season? Last season he had he had a top five pass blocking offensive line. You didn't know that, right? Okay. So, Kyler so Murray. What, so then, what him doing the stuff that he does with his legs? What happens when that breaks down? Right, like when that O line breaks down and he has to go and scramble. Mm-hmm. We're not giving him the credit because he's able to move outside the pocket. When did I discredit I'm, him? You're saying he's got a top five pass blocking. He, yeah, he but did. That's is a fact. it not to his credit? Somewhat, but I, I don't know if those stats are measured that way. You know, I don't know if I don't know if those stats take into account Colin so running a around. Stat. It, I mean, it's the best that we have available. You know, do you have oh, a better stat? I'm start using that. Do you have a better stat that I can use that we can, you know, Kyler Murray's rushing yards, his passing yards. All Lamar Jackson has better than that, right? And, and what, this is the sense? debate. This year, no, no, it's not. And it's passing Kyler. is definitely Kyler. and Kyler. passing. Kyler. It's down the board. No, you said rushing though. You I said rushing. 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 I'm saying combined. I'm right. saying combined. No, rushing for their career has been close. This and Lamar, no, without a doubt, touchdowns. It's close. But you started this argument by saying we're not going to give Kyler the credit of running around. Lamar Jackson can do that for sure. So the things you're telling Kyler, you're telling me Kyler can do. Lamar but Jackson I'm saying can do it last better. season. I I don't know about that. Throwing on the run. It's don't do it. Don't do it. Don't throwing on the run. Throwing on the run. Kyler has that. Yeah, for sure. But With Lamar, ja- Mar- Lamar Jackson. Like- Lamar Jackson getting out the pocket. Yeah, he okay. could do that for sure. Like it's not no like doubt. it's not like no, Kyler can course. just do that. I'm just saying 
This year, he has an elite offensive line. Last year, he had an elite offensive line, pass blocking wise. He is a reason to that, though. Because obviously. When did I say he wasn't? But I'm just but, saying. But the stats are the stats. And you, you, your Kyler's argument Kyler. to everything I say can't just be, well, it's because that stat is, that's not the right stat. That's it's not what I'm Kyler, saying at all. It, I'm no, saying because I'm telling, I'm telling you their offensive elite. line was great at pass blocking last and year. And I'm saying and it's you're just saying to him. It's just Kyler, it's because Kyler Murray, though. Correct. So, this is the first time Kyler's had a great team around. Last year, he had a great team. That was a great team? I disagree. Yes. That defense I, I, was garbage. They started out what? 3-0? and They started out... I mean, 3-0 and don't really mean... Okay, for that, all right. No, stop it. On Their both defense was not, garbage? What'd you say? They were amazing? What'd you say? What was the word that you just said? defense was great. It was a great defense. They weren't a great team, though, as a stop collection, it. though, last year. Even when, even when Chandler Jones went down, Hassan Reddick stepped up. Their rush defense so was they're the same. So season. Do you think they were better than they were last year? This team? They're better this year so on this defense is an because of J.J. Watt. But their secondary, on paper at least, was better last year. And I think because of the additions of Zayvon Collins mm. and the guys they had, you know, you can, and Isaiah Simmons' development, you can make the case for this year, but their defense wasn't garbage last year. I wouldn't it say wasn't. Gar- it wasn't what I wouldn't say it was amazing. Wasn't great. Where do you think they ranked last year? If I had to really guess, I'll say nineteen. I was going to say eighteen. Uh, I was thinking. 18. Hey, there we go. They're in the twenties. Twelfth. So they were okay. So they weren't. That's they were garbage. Though. Okay. Shout out so to all right. So I'm just saying, if you're going to debate Collar Lamar, come prepared because Collar has not been whoa, playing whoa, with complete. I trash. said with some facts. What, I came prepared. What? The, what? I didn't hear a fact you said. What are you talking? About? All you I said, said <laughs> was Collar. All, all you <laughs> what, said what was the facts. I didn't say. All you said was that Collar moves. You didn't give me one stat. No, he did. He said, outside he said, of the passing. He has more rushing touchdowns than him this season, and obviously Lamar is the better rusher, but he has more rushing touchdowns than he does. Passing, it's down the board. Kyler Murray, his team is six and zero. He's played against your Super Bowl quarterback favorite. Quarterback is a wins oh. is a Ooh. wins is a quarterback stat. You think wins is a quarterback stat? It definitely helps the margin. I wouldn't say it's who a total... impacts the game the most, King. No, I'm just saying. I'm asking you, who impacts the game the most? What would you know the Brady game? Say? Given, given, I don't think wins is a quarterback stat though. I know quarterback is the most meaningful position, but it's not a quarterback stat. So what does it do? So then, all right, no, no fine. I'll just take every single passing category that he has over Lamar, which is every single one. Okay. I'll take and that. And then do that and compare that at, compare that to Lamar Jackson's unanimous MVP season. Do so that. I'll do that at the and end of this year close. when Kyler Murray potentially is unanimous <laughs> yes. MVP. If quarter if wins is a quarterback stat, you're telling me Jimmy Garoppolo's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. No, but he's solid. And they're not winning right now. But he's not even a certain. Some people would say he's not. He shouldn't even be starting. It should be trailing. But it, I think I think it holds some merit. I wouldn't say it's the end all be all. But if winning holds I just, some merit. I just think when you play, it's football is the ultimate team game. It that's what it's. But you always definitely been. get a little edge when you play with fifty percent offense, fifty percent defense, and let's just let's just do numbers, right? If half of the time the defense is on the field and half the time the offense is on the field, that means the quarterback affects fifty percent of the game. In, you know reasonably 50% of the game, right? Then I tell you, well, 40, 40% of the plays are running plays. That means the quarterback really only has about 30% of the control of the game. So, I mean, that's a pretty low percentage when we're talking about a team game. I'll give I, you, think, I, I, I think wins is, a, is not a quarterback. I'll give stat. you an even better one. If you take out Patrick Mahomes on their championship run and you put in a regular quarterback, what do they do? That's a different no, what do they conversation. Do? Well, what do they do? They might not make the playoffs. So then why doesn't winning Well, they made play, it with Alex Smith. So, But then why doesn't winning play a part if one Alex quarterback, a quarterback can impact though. winning like this that? This is the thing. Quarterbacks elevate a team. Which that goes is no into doubt. winning, though. There's no doubt about that. But <clears throat> wins in general is not a quarterback stat. That is wow. just not. There's too, there's too much variables in it's football. Tough. 
It's a team game. Because in, in the NBA, one guy, LeBron, can impact the entire game on both ends at all times. Football, I, you can't do that. I get it, but when you is is because then if you got a quarterback and you're not winning games, what's what's the then what, what am I looking at him? Why, why is he my quarterback? You know, so Matthew Stafford in Detroit. So it was his fault then. That's what you're telling me. Nah, I mean, it it's not his fault. But if Stafford, you're not winning eventually, I'm not down. Hold up. I said he was going to have a top ten quarterback season. I said he was going to have an MVP like season. I just said I don't trust him in the playoffs because he hasn't had big games like that. I know Matthew Stafford is a great and elite talent. There's no doubt about that. In Detroit, he lost games. Wasn't because of him, because of the team, because football. So is you just a, said it wasn't because of him, but you game. just said you don't trust him. But you in just the, said it wasn't because of him. I don't trust him in the playoffs. He, hasn't been, he hasn't been in a bunch of big games in his career, and that's a fair assessment. But in terms of Detroit, we know that he wasn't the problem at all in Detroit. So that's why I'm saying just because his win, like his win loss record against winning teams in Detroit was like five and eighty something. Right. I don't look at that and say, "Wow, Stafford is garbage." I wouldn't say. I don't say that. Garbage, I don't say he's bad. I say, "Damn, the Detroit Lions suck." Because I think wins is a is a team thing. It's you not can just say a the quarterback Detroit Lions suck, but at some point you gotta look at the quarterback at one point and be like, "Bro, it, it can't just be the team. Some some blame has to be to you." Like some blame has Wait, to be. You're saying Stafford deserves no, no, some I'm of that blame. In general, I'm saying in oh. general. I'm not even. Stafford no, is, a, is a rare situation. Quarterbacks definitely they elevate your team, but to just look at a win loss column and oh, say, yeah, okay, course, yeah. this is this is the end of the I don't think winning is a quarterback stat. It's a reflection okay. of your so team. So then let's look at every passing stat that Kyler Murray has over Lamar this season, and not last season or the year before. You can go last season. I'm sure passing right stats that Kyler has it over Lamar. I'm sure of it. I doubt it. Last season, he's talking about his MVP season. We'll go at the end of this year because we're gonna we're gonna Lamar's MVP season was Kyler's rookie year, correct? Correct. Yeah. Can't really compare it. That's not what I'm saying. I'm, he's trying to say last season, okay. last season to to last season. If you want to compare Lamar and Kyler's second years, be my guest. Do no, it. don't do that. That's not what I'm doing. I'm saying last season, which was Kyler's second season, to Lamar's third season. Kyler Murray put up better passing stats than Lamar. Why Jackson. not compare Kyler and Lamar's second season? It was both in the second season. Because one, obviously, Kyler Murray's a year behind Lamar Jackson, so why would I do that? And <laughs> what do you mean? If, why, why don't you compare both of their second seasons? One, I understand what you're trying to say, obviously, because Lamar Jackson's MVP season was his second season. No, I'm just saying because there are similar parts of their career. They're both in their second years. Okay. You can comp- I think it'd be more fair if you compare Lamar's second season to Kyler's second season and Kyler's third season now to Lamar's last season. So then... By that measure, to a degree, Lamar regressed last year. He, yeah, he did. To his MVP year, definitely he did. He didn't have the same numbers. So then Kyler Murray has only improved. continued to improve. Oh, sure. So did Lamar not get better this year? I mean, stats. Oh, were you not comparing this year? I mean, stat, I know, no, no. Stats-wise, absolutely. But this whole argument is Kyler versus Lamar. Correct. What their stats are going to look like. You didn't tell me. I know Lamar's stats don't look similar to his MVP stats in his third season. I want to know what they. I want to know what they look like compared to Kyler, not Lamar. I know Lamar's look different. And I told you already, if you compared last season, Kyler Murray versus Lamar, uh, Lamar Jackson, who has a year of experience on Kyler Murray in year two, Kyler Murray was better than Lamar. In year two, wait, what? Say that again. In in Lamar Jackson's last season, in his third year, in his third year, Kyler Murray in his year two was more impressive than Lamar Jackson last season. So you're just comparing the 2020 NFL That's, season. Then. And then now we're going this season oh, where Lamar so Jackson does so, not have a single passing wait, category hold up, hold up. on Kyler. Hold up. So you want to compare that season. Okay. Tell me one stat from that season then without looking it up on your computer. He had Let 10 me just, rushing touchdowns. 
Okay. That's you said you said passing head. wise though. Okay, that's what look, I'm interested in. Look up in the knowing. passing. Look it up. Why don't you have it? You're debating me about it, King, King. I know it. I don't need to look to know that he led him in every passing category. Why do you think people came into the season thinking Lamar Jackson can't throw a football? <laughs> so if we, well, people that came into the season thinking you. that. I didn't think that. I didn't think really? that. Really? I knew Lamar Jackson. <laughs> That's a cap. I didn't think that. Is there that. a cap button? We, we need a cap button. I didn't think that. I love it. Coming into this season, I think that. I'm You're just saying, if you, don't, if, you don't, if, you don't have, if you don't have Kyler Murray stats or Lamar Jackson stats to compare... Don't even debate me because so you you're not even coming prepared. Pull it up. Do you want me to pull it up, it's King? Too I don't long. want it. Exactly. We have, we have an entire <laughs> show to do. To do. <laughs> he doesn't want me to do it to do we, him. Do we because wanna... I pulled up this year, which is what we're talking about right now. And he beats him in every and he has him in, Look it up. It is funny. All green. Nothing. <laughs> do we want to take an hour doing this segment alone? <laughs> I mean, King, you keep coming back with me. I'm going to come back. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, do you want to do an hour doing this segment alone? Because we have a show to do. We could go on to the next topic, So I'm topic, saying, if you, if you came unprepared for the topic, that's on you. I'm just, you didn't come prepared for the Lamar debate. You just had this season's stats and thought it was fine. That's on you. And last we season, gotta, I just gave you facts, King. You just gave me rushing touchdowns. That's all you gave me. I, I told you, if we went and looked at the passing stats, Kyler would have it. But we don't have to do that. Let's no, go to the next if topic. if you want, look it up. As, all right, I'll look it up as we go to the next topic. Would that make you happy? Okay, Sweet. that would make me happy. Cool. <laughs> On to the next topic, the Kansas City Chiefs. Right now, they're currently 3-3. Three and three. They're off to a slow start. And Patrick Mahomes has eight interceptions so far. Everybody's thinking he's regressing. The Chiefs are regressing. So is everybody overreacting to the Chiefs right now, or do you think the overreaction is warranted? I think it's not warranted. I think everybody's overreacting, but there is a, a bit of a concern that should be in that locker room. You know, I think they've made a lot of mistakes. They've blew a couple games. You know, there definitely should be some some conversation in that locker room. Like, yo, what's going on with us? Guys, we got to figure it out. But the overreactions are definitely not warranted. I feel like this team is still one of the best teams in the league once they start getting clicking. This offense is still the best offense in the league once it starts getting clicking. You know, I trust Pat Mahomes. I trust that team. I trust their coach. Andy Reid, it's just really, they just got to figure it out, you know, and, and the, people were loving to jump on them. They they haven't played slouches, you know, their three losses have come from pretty good teams, you know, the Ravens, the Chargers, and I forgot the third one. But nonetheless, they've played really, really good teams. So to say, to, oh, the Bills, thank you, that's what it was. So to say, to, to overreact, no, I'm not going to overreact. The Bills, the Chargers, and the Ravens are possible AFC championship contenders this year, and they're all elite teams. They've shown that they're all elite teams, so... The Chiefs probably just came in and they're not prepared. They will be more prepared when it comes down the line because, I, like I said, I trust Mahomes, I trust Andy Reid, and I trust that offense to get it going. It's just that defense. Can that defense get it clicking? Can that secondary get more experience fast enough where that team can start making some plays? And can that defensive line get a little bit better? I think that people are slightly overreacting to Kansas City's start. I say slightly because the defense is definitely a concern. That defenses look shaky. And last week, I'm not saying that it looked good because it played against Washington. Washington has had a few good games, sure, but it's not a team that I look at and think, all right, this was a statement game by the Chiefs. I think that it's a slight overreaction because obviously we know what the offense can be when it's fully clicking. And it hasn't been fully clicking up until this point, truthfully. And I saw a tweet of yours that said, in a down year from Patrick Mahomes, he's still number two in QBR. Mm. I believe that's what you tweeted. We're looking at the Chiefs from a super, super high-tech microscope because of the standard that they've already set for themselves. They've shown that they could be whenever they want to be the best offense arguably ever because of Patrick Mahomes, because of Tyree Kill, because of Travis Kelsey. 
I know that I I look at their defense and I think, all right, this is the first time I'm thinking that this could be a problem for them. But I think it's a slight overreaction because end of the day, you have to trust that offense. You have to trust Patrick Mahomes. And regardless of that, he's going to be good enough to win you games. Travis Kelsey, as long as he's there, even though I'm not sure if there was a report about his wrist or, or anything about that, but I saw that he banged it up. He didn't. I don't know if he came back to the game or not. But I know Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes, as long as those three are on, three are on the field. And we even saw Daryl Williams get his fair share of love last week, uh, this past weekend, excuse me, when he had two rushing touchdowns. So again, slight overreaction because Patty Mahomes is Patty Mahomes, as much as it pains me to say. But the defense, it's something that you should look at and think, wow, this could be the downfall of the Chiefs this year. It's not an overreaction to the Chiefs, but it's an overreaction to Mahomes in his play. He's first in touchdowns. He's third in yards, I believe, and he's second in QBR. But he does have eight interceptions, and that's why everybody's going crazy. But the game versus Washington, the ball hits Tyreek Hill, bounced up, interception. I think half of Mahomes' interceptions have been receivers not making the catch or tip drills. And I believe that's not, to me, that doesn't count as an interception on the quarterback. The overreaction to Mahomes' play is not warranted because he's still an elite quarterback. Even in a down year, he's at worst the third-best quarterback in football right now. And I think having a bad offensive line last year kind of caused him to create bad habits in the sense of escaping the pocket early and making bad mistakes he has to get out of that, but he's still playing at an elite level. I mean, teams would dream their quarterback plays at this type of level. The Chiefs is concerning, though, because I think opposite of Tyreek Hill, there's not a second receiver, and they continue to run out in these three wide receiver sets. Defensively, they're horrible. There's no other way around it. And I don't think the mistakes on offense coupled in with the defense is going to make the Chiefs a viable team come playoff time because I see teams that are more balanced in the NFL that have elite offenses as well. I also don't think Mahomes is 100% healthy right now. I think he doesn't look the same to me just from an eye test standpoint. I don't think he's 100% healthy, but he's still an elite quarterback. The Chiefs, slow start is on them, but I think Mahomes is going to be fine. What, what was his um injury before this? I believe it's an ankle. I believe it's something to do with his ankle. And okay, yeah, that would that would that would make sense. I mean, the defense, uh, like, are we? Is it safe to say that this defense is probably going to be like this all year? Yeah, you know, unless they're second, they're trying to sign Whitney Merciless right now from Houston, who I think would be a good addition as an edge rusher. But their secondary is too young right now. Yeah. Their linebackers are not good, so they have to hope that they grow. But I think their defense is probably going to be a bottom 20 defense all season long. No, the defense is definitely going to be lacking all season long. There's not going to be anyone available to make a personnel change to to change the, the aura around the defense right now. It's going to be based on whether Patrick Mahomes can be good enough to outplay the other team's defense. Mm-hmm. And we saw in the Super Bowl that if the defense isn't there, Patrick Mahomes can't do it by himself. You know what I'm trying to say? And the offensive line has looked has looked relatively solid compared to what we saw, obviously, in the Super Bowl. Obviously, they they have their left tackle. They have their right tackle that's healthy. They missed their, those two guys in the Super Bowl. But I think when it comes down to the end of the day, I just don't know if I can trust that defense come playoff time. Because obviously, I do believe the offense is going to be good enough, but the defense really isn't that great. 
So what do you think about the Chiefs? I mean, I'm with I'm with more towards you. Um, I think the overreaction to Patrick Mahomes' bad play is kind of a little bit unwarranted. This kind of gives me uh, there was this one season where the Patriots one year started off like three and three, and Tom Brady wasn't playing so well in the media, and everybody was calling out the Patriots saying if Tom Brady was done, next game he lights them up and they go on to the to win their next Super Bowl. So. Uh, but Brady also didn't have to deal with a defense that was this bad. So um, I think the overreaction in terms of the Chiefs offense, I think is it is an overreaction. You still have what the top three quarterback in today's game. You still got elite weapons across the board. I do agree with you in the sense that uh, we saw in the Super Bowl when he was paired up with a good defense, how if his offense, how if the Chiefs offense isn't clicking, it can get really really ugly real sure. quick. And I'm with you guys. I don't see any signs of this defense improving at all in terms like they're one of the worst secondaries. They don't get pressure on the quarterback. So I don't I don't really see this this defense getting much better. But I do think it the the Patrick Mahomes, I guess slander's kinda unwarranted because I mean this is an MVP. This is a Super Bowl champion. This is a guy in the past three years has gone to the AFC championship. Super Bowl, Super Bowl. So um I think the overreaction towards Patrick Mahomes kind of unwarranted. Um, I still think he's like you guys said, top three quarterback, and I think the Chiefs are going to figure it out. I still think the Chiefs are a threat no matter what to make it to the Super Bowl just because of how potent their offense is. But uh, as far as the defense, though, I think that that aspect of the team being in question is correct. Yeah, I agree. And uh, just to let you know, Lamar Jackson had a better oh, yards per attempt, less interceptions, better QBR, and quarterback rating. So it, it wasn't it across the board. Is it true? He had well, over 1,000 more passing yards. Okay. He had, four, he had four more rushing touchdowns. Who? Uh, Kyler Murray. Who had more so rushing had, yards, though? Ky- Lamar did have okay. more, more rushing yards. But if you combine both their rushing and passing, it's outstanding Lamar uh, that Kyler has it. Mm. Is that true? Wait, so he rushed. Wait, Kyler had so 10 rushing Ky- touchdowns? I don't Ky- know how many Kyler touchdowns. Kyler had thrown. 11, excuse me. 11? Kyler had oh, wow. 11 rushing touchdowns. He, he had, had 26 he passing he had, touchdowns. And he had 800, over 800 rushing yards last season. Okay, and he had 26 touchdowns had thrown. 20, and he had 3,700 passing yards. Kyler Murray had 37 touchdowns to Lamar Jackson, 34, the entire year. And the passing but yards, your like original, I said, your, 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 you're, you're 100 your original right. argument was, he had you look at all the passing stuff off down the board. They're all better. And that's not the case. Come on. Quarterback rating, QBR, which is the best stat to measure how a quarterback performs, Lamar is better in, in that than Kyler Murray. He finished mm-hmm. second in QBR mm-hmm. in the pocket. So, yeah, you didn't have the stats. You said something misinformed. That's okay. We can move mm-hmm. on. That's all right. We'll look to now, this season that he has every single category. Now now that now the <laughs> debate is done. I hope so. Kyler Murray, you know, hopefully gets that MVP. That's something that Lamar already has. Something that unanimous. Kyler yeah. doesn't have. Yeah, unanimous. And a playoff He win. deserved it. And a playoff win. Right. Yeah, he has won If Kyler Murray gets win. MVP, it's not going to be unanimous, though. There's no. too many great quarterbacks. For sure. Like, I know. There's a lot, a lot of good QB players. There's no question uh, when Lamar Jackson was MVP. I was bet y'all Kyler get a, a playoff win this year. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. And Murray. a first-round bye. Mm. It uh, depends. Lamar Teams never only had won. that. First-round bye? Yeah, he did. He did yeah, have he that. Did. But he lost that first. Derrick Henry. Was he 0-2 the first two years in the playoffs? No. Yes. He lost to the Chargers and he lost to Tennessee. The Chargers won. uh, He was a rookie. uh, And he looked looked terrible. Second half, second half, he He came came, out strong, though. he did his thing. Against the Titans, he was throwing the ball at the floor. So, Rip, you think think Arizona's going to get their uh, playoff win this year? For sure. I've been telling these clowns Arizona nice all year, man. I like Arizona. I I mean, teams are only one game back. Tampa Bay, Dallas, they're all just one game back. I believe Green Bay, too. They don't have nothing to do with 6-0. No, I'm saying they're just one game back. I'm just letting you know they don't have nothing. You know, the only team to get a bye is the best team in the NFC. 
Not the if, best team, just with the best record. Well, that's what that Tampa means. Tampa didn't have a bye. I know, sure. but they won. Yeah. They were the best yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And I picked them to win, yeah. yeah well. So Arizona, <laughs> we'll see if they finish with the best record in the NFC. That's still if, a toss-up. If, if they see probably Dallas or the Rams in the second round, they could win. They see Tampa, it's probably over, though. Green Bay? Green Bay is probably over. Are we talking Tampa's team right now? No, they'll probably get healthy by the end of the year. Hopefully. If it's like injuries, Wait, what was the two teams you said they could I beat? I said Tampa and the Green Bay, they probably can't beat in the second round. But oh. I, Dallas, I'm going to take Arizona. The Rams, I'm going to take Arizona. But Green Bay, the Rams, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers, it's the court. Aaron Rodgers is going to be amazing. Know, I think, I think all tough. those teams you named me can beat Arizona. I didn't say I, they couldn't. I just I would take. Oh, okay. I said I would take. Like, I'm gambling. I think I all take. those teams could beat Arizona. The same way how you're saying that, Arizona can beat all the teams too. I trust Rodgers more, man. I, that's why I said Aaron and Tom Brady. I'm not picking Kyler, but the so other two Dak over the Rams. The Rams, I think, is a toss up. I think me. the Cowboys one's kind of safer, but the Rams is kind of that's a, a rivalry game. I take Arizona. I could take Arizona. I'm yeah. taking Dallas over Arizona. I'm taking Dak. <laughs> oh, I can't. Oh, Trayvon Diggs, right? Yeah, I can't. It's wait gonna be their gets. first year in the playoffs, though, so you don't really know how he's gonna play. Well. Yeah, Dak only has one win. He only been there twice. He's been great every single time. Lamar playoffs, Jackson so. didn't win. Didn't win uh, his first uh, his second playoff game as unanimous his, MVP his year ever. Right? He won his third. He won his third playoff game last year versus the Titans. The Titans yeah. Yeah. He's played the same he team. The Titans, the Titans and, the, and then he's played the Chargers. Yeah, the Titans win. upset them that one year though. And then against no Buffalo, pain. he looked like garbage. I mean, he looked. Mm. I mean, the Titans were just great that year though. They were a solid team. They were great. They were. I told you about the Cinderella one. They were nine and seven. They were a good team. Really they were good, a good team. team, they weren't. You know, no, how many people I, yo, put well, it on the we, Ravens. Well, let's we be have real. to give them credit a, though. They had a double, uh, excuse me, double digit lead against yo, KC. Bro, bro, the, we had to give Joel credit uh, that year. Though, I did we could I not because we was making fun of Ryan Tannehill that year. In the well, second, we came in. Look at him the other day. He's he's, he's not whack who, though. Tannehill the other day. What do you nah, mean? Tannehill bro has been doing his thing. He didn't play that good last game. He was on and off. It's the Bills. They have the best defense in the NFL. The same team that let the Titans have thirty points. Yeah, Derrick Henry. Henry. Derrick Henry. Derrick, I yeah. mean, the same Derrick Henry that Arizona, you know. Held, yeah, exactly. Week one. I mean, it Don't weren't. Don't do that. Don't I mean, do that. Week one, the Steelers da- beat the Bills. But you just said Dallas played great against Tampa. That's that was a week fact, one. Though. Week one, they did. The Steelers that was did week one, though. You didn't say that? They, I didn't say it because it didn't fit my narrative. But oh, week so you're one, that guy. Got <laughs> up. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I definitely am yeah, that guy. Okay. But week one, we know that week one is super unexpected. Everything that happens I mean, is a toss Derrick Henry, 60 yards is still the I mean, Texans the Ravens, the Ravens in uh, 2019 <laughs> blew out the Dolphins, I think. I was 2018 or 2019. They blew out the Dolphins by like 50 points. And that was the year the Dolphins finished with a good yeah, enough five record. 11, five yeah, and yeah they were respectful. But the Dolphins started off horrible. Wait, so what I'm are you just saying, saying to me about this? Stuff? I'm just saying week oh. one doesn't mean That's much. when their players were crying, quitting on the That's team, right? Minka, Minka Fitzpatrick requested a trade. Well, I mean, from week one to week <laughs> six, seven, they've only gotten better. You could say it doesn't matter, but they've only gotten better. Since. I can't yeah, and wait they also for the have playoffs. film out. I mean, in week one, oh. every t- that's that's his <laughs> <true. laughs> <Just in respect, laughs> like, No, I'm just saying from week week oh, yeah. one. I think if You're Arizona face faces Tennessee again, <laughs> it's not a blowout like that. No, that's fair. But do they remember, need to play them? Remember again? the Saints blew out the Bucks. Everybody was overreacting. They beat the them Bucks twice. I mean, you were overreacting to week worse. one. That's even worse. That was week one when the Saints beat the Bucks. That's even worse. I, no, but then they beat him again, and I, I was standing on what I said week one. Yeah, but so then, don't do that. What, I, happened the same the, thing what happened. happened in the playoffs? Oh, yeah, they lost. Right. But Arizona, like, they're not going to play Tennessee. There's more film, though, because when you go into week one, the no, playbook is sure. open. There's been more Teams film week one. There's do. been more film week two. There's been more film week three. Then it's been more film week four. This is the then it's been week five. Lost then it's been week six. Also. Without Julio and A.J. Brown, either receiver. We still pick them to win, though. 
I don't think they did. I thought they were. No, I think the Jets actually. What I know you did. I'm saying that's that's by side. You thought the time. Oh, that wasn't by. It's just they have both their receivers out. Oh, I thought Derek was going to carry them to the win. He almost did. He almost did. Almost is nothing to me. He almost did though. And Tannehill played a great game without. He definitely did. He definitely did. I don't want to hear no Tannehill snub. Word. I don't want to hear it either. Tannehill just played like dude. Yo, in the fourth though, Derek Henry was turning up. That's that's his game. Literally always. Always. It's crazy how you get better in the fourth. <laughs> the Cincinnati Bengals have been on a hot streak recently. Right now, they are 4-2, and two, and they recently beat the Lions. They blew them out. Do you believe in this Bengals team to make the playoffs, or are you still holding out some caution? I'm like 60-40 right now. You know, I want them to make the playoffs. I think they can make the playoffs. It's, it's you know, the AFC is tough. You know, you got the Raiders. The Broncos kind of fell off. But then you got the Chargers. You got the Chiefs. Then you got the Ravens. You got the Bills. Then you got Buffalo. It's it's a lot of teams, you know. And I think the Bengals, being that they're in a division where two other teams that are in that division are really good teams. Well, really good can be really good teams on any given night in the Browns and the Ravens. And the Steelers are still hanging around, winning games here and there. It's going to be tough. But I think Cincinnati with that high-powered offense – and the fact that Jamar Chase is blossoming into that number one. You still got Tyler Boyd. You still got T. Higgins. That underrated defense. You know, the defense is playing at a really high level. And then Joe Burrow being one of those guys that can win possibly comeback of the year, comeback player of the year. I think it's definitely in the realm. I wouldn't even be mad if they didn't make the playoffs because it just bulks up the team. They have cap space and it gets them ready for next year, even bigger year. This is still a really young team. But I think they definitely have a chance to make the playoffs. But that division is so tough with Pittsburgh Baltimore and Cleveland, those they that's going to be Some games dogs. that they have to win. Yeah, especially against Cleveland, the Ravens, they didn't even play them yet. So those are going to be tough games, but I think they can make the playoffs. I think they will make the playoffs. I think that obviously I'm taking the Ravens over them, but I look at the Steelers and I look at the Browns right now. Bengals are a little bit more put together than the rest of those two teams. Obviously, we've seen the Browns be, to a degree, decimated by injuries. And Steelers, it was a matter of if Big Ben was going to be solid enough to keep them afloat they're three and three sure but I'm not fully confident in them obviously I'm not a huge fan of their secondary as I've stated before their pass rush is still solid obviously TJ Watts like that but you look at the point differential in the AFC conference right now they rank third right now I want to say they're plus 37 next closest is plus 16 this defense has been playing surprisingly well I say surprisingly because going into the season I didn't think too too highly of their defense shame on me their defense has been pretty solid I, I expect this offense to be this solid, of course. You have Jamar. T. Higgins has been in and out of the lineup. Tyler Boyd has been solid. Obviously, Joe Mixon, when Joe, they're obviously giving him the touches that are deserved and earned. He knows what to do with the, with the football. This offense has been high-powered, and the question was their offensive line, and Joe Burrow, to a degree, has been able to, to stay composed, stay solid in that pocket, make solid throws. The O-line's holding up relative to, to what we had expected coming into this season. I think they're a real – I wouldn't say a threat, obviously, in the AFC, but I think that they are stamped to, to go to the playoffs. You look at the teams right now that are in the, the wild card. You have the Raiders. I'm not a believer in the Raiders, even though they did just handle my, my – my Broncos. Teams have been handling your Broncos. For a That's minute. a fact. We're <laughs> on a three-game skid, and it hurts. But I'm not a huge believer in the Raiders, truthfully. But who knows how things could switch, given that this whole John Gruden information, that maybe that could spark the team. I'm out on them, personally. I don't think the Steelers are, are real, too. I don't, I don't think that they'll make the wild card. I think that if any team's going to sneak in in that division, I think the Browns will get there eventually. I just think they have more talent on their side. 
And then I look at the Kansas City Chiefs, and obviously I think that they're going to continue to climb. I think that the Chiefs are probably going to make the wild card, given the fact that I do think the Chargers will win the division. But you never know with the Char- with the Chiefs. The Chiefs could just go and win out. That's how good, obviously, they've shown to be in previous years. So I'm obviously not down on them. But that leaves two spots. And I think that Bengals are going to be more than more than qualified to seal a spot. It's too early to to try to make a prediction on this because there's too many good teams in the AFC. That's a fact. Right now, division winners as of today, Ravens, Bills, Titans, and Chargers. One wild card spot automatically is going to Kansas City. I, we, they're going to make the playoffs. There's no doubt about that. They're still making the playoffs. Now that leaves about five teams, and I'd even mention the Steelers, and I'm not going to mention these Steelers at all in, in these in these teams. The Raiders, who I think with Derek Carr playing at the level he's playing at, he's playing great. I think he's second in the league second, in passing yeah. yards right now. I love Derek Carr. Now that the defense is manageable, like Max Crosby's having a breakout season. No he's doubt. an elite edge rusher right now. I'm with you. And Yannick Ngakwe, they've been amazing. That duo has been amazing. I'm not counting out the Raiders. The Broncos, I'm out on you guys. I understand. I'm, 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 I'm I understand. I don't think the Broncos are going to do it's anything. It's all right. Like they, they haven't beat a team that has over one win this year. He doesn't year. have to drag it. He doesn't have to drag it. We know. <laughs> he needs to. Yeah, I get it. The other team is the Browns. I think the Browns right now are dealing with some injuries. Baker's hurt too. Who knows if Case Keenum's going to play, but they have announced that Baker's going to start or at least try to start on Sunday Real. or this Thursday, Thursday actually. Yeah. Against us. Yeah. Well, that you can L. win that game with those uh, injuries on the team. Vaughn Miller, three sacks. L. So I think okay. the Browns are there too. The Colts, I won't sleep on them either because I think the Colts are a very good That's team as fact. well. The Colts are two and four, I believe, yep. now that they just beat the um Dolphins and they just beat the Dolphins I, oh, and uh, this past game they beat Damn. Was it the Texans? The it was the Texans, it was Texans yeah. yeah. It was some no name team. But yeah, <laughs> this they could easily be three and three right now if they beat Baltimore, don't blow that lead. So there are so many good teams, and on top of that, Carson Wentz is playing at he's playing great right he now. He has. He has. I trust the Bengals over the Browns, though, for the simple fact that I think Joe Burrow is a better quarterback, even if they're both healthy. Uh, I like their weapons more. I don't have to worry about an, a connection, you know, like with Odell and Baker and what's happening there. And the Browns' defense is embarrassingly bad. And they made a boatload of signings this offseason. John Johnson, Troy Hill even drafted Greg Newsome. Their secondary is awful. Like their their safeties give up big plays. They don't tackle well. I saw two Browns players try to tackle DeAndre Hopkins. Both like side to side. Pick your direction. There's a guy in front of you. DeAndre Hopkins made them both miss and then scored. Their defense is just embarrassingly bad right now. Miles Garrett and Jeremiah Wusu Karamo have been the only bright spots in my opinion on that team and Denzel Ward, but not much after that. I actually trust the Bengals' defense more than their offense. They have a good defense. Yeah, they do. Their defense right now, they're 13th against the path, pass, 8th in rushing. DJ Reader, BJ Hill, that defensive tackle duo, they're Stonewall. Sam Hubbard, who's a speed rusher from Ohio State, and Trey Hendrickson, who had a breakout season last year. I think the Bengals didn't know this, but I guess it just was lucky of them that they paid Hendrickson and they didn't pay Lawson, even though I think Lawson's a better player, but Lawson got hurt this year. He's out for the Jets. He hasn't played a snap, and Hendrickson is making plays for the Bengals. 
and the, this guy doesn't get talked about enough. Chidobe Awuzie, former Dallas Cowboys cornerback. Yep. He is the best corner on the Bengals right now. He is playing lights out. He's going to be a household name at corner at the end of the season. And man, if Dallas had him with <laughs> Trayvon Diggs and both of those guys, they would be a, a damn good secondary. Would be. Their defense is awesome, but I just can't buy into the offense because too many times it stagnates. There are multiple drives and multiple possessions each game where the Bengals don't score. They go three and out. There's bad play calling. There's miscommunication. They're not a they're not a potent and fluent offense. They're young. I think Jamar Chase has helped a lot in that aspect because whenever things are not going right, whenever things are looking slow, a a big play happens for the Bengals. It's usually because of a Joe Burrow pass to Jamar Chase, and it sparks up the offense. But versus the Lions, they scored 10 points in the first half, I believe. If it wasn't 10, it was 7. And the offense dragged the entire half. The second half, they got going. But against better teams, I don't think that can happen. I don't think they can drag that much. And Joe Burrow... He's been very good this season. Has he been amazing? I'm not going to say amazing. I think he gives them a chance to win each week because he makes the right decisions and the right plays. But right now, the problem that I see with him, he's very inaccurate on high throws. I mean, he's very inaccurate, and they're usually high. He's high on throws a lot, and one of his interceptions was because he was high on a throw. He should have had a second interception, and it was because he was high on a throw again. So... I think that's the problem with the Bengals and the good things about the Bengals right now. I can't say they'll make the playoffs just yet, but if I was a Bengals fan, I'd be feeling really good about this season. So do you think they can, like, out of the top teams in the AFC, do you think they can beat any one of those top teams? No. No. Like, none of them? I don't know. I'm not ready to count that out Tennessee? They could beat Tennessee. The run defense is good enough, but I would I would trust Tennessee in that matchup. Saying they can beat Tennessee. But it depends because I think Tennessee's their vulnerabilities match what the Bengals are good at. And that's secondary versus receivers. You know, Titans don't have a, a great secondary. They have a bottom secondary. And they just lost Caleb but, Farley, Torn ACL. Yeah, bro. That's and crazy. Christian Fulton is on IR. So they're they match up very well against them, but I would just take the Titans for the experience. But I I, I don't see them beating the Ravens. I get yep. we'll see that this Sunday, what happens. The Bills, the Chargers, the Chiefs. There's a lot of good teams, but the Bengals are in that in that bubble right now. That they're about to they're about to take that leap. But I don't know if it's going to yeah. be this season. But they're about to take that. I think leap. Uh, Ravens twice this year. So Chargers defense these last couple of weeks. Yikes! Yeah, they yikes. stopped the run. Um, I'm out on the Bengals making the playoffs. I don't think they're going to make it. <laughs> I was checking their schedule. They had the fifth toughest remaining schedule remaining in the NFL. Okay. Um. I just I, I think that this team's a year away from making the playoffs. Um, their total offensive rank, I know they're twenty first in offense, and then defensively they're elite. But I just I just look at the schedule remaining, and you know if they're gonna make the playoffs, they're gonna have to beat a lot of good teams to get there. This is one of the hardest schedule remaining from this point on. Mm-hmm. So I think that's gonna really test them, see what type of team this is, what type of like if this team is really ready. I personally don't think they'll be ready, but. Um, I was looking at their schedule and I kind of found something really interesting. You guys were talking about the Browns and the Bengals. I think that that last week, they're going to play it last week. I think that last week matchup will be for the last. Playoff decider? Yes, will be for the last spot. And if all the chips are on the line, I'm going to go with the Browns. I I, I think if the Browns get healthy, I think they're the better football team offensively too. If Baker Mayfield come back healthy, they get Odell, but everybody comes back healthy. I still think the Browns are better. 
Chubb and Kareem Hunter out too. I just think if everybody's healthy that last week, I think that last I like playoff the Browns. spot. I think yeah, me too. I I've, I've always liked the Browns, but I think that last game of the season is going to be the deciding factor who gets in the last spot of the wild card between the Browns and the Bengals, and I'm going to choose the Browns. The Bengals play the Browns and Ravens two times. Tough. They also face the Raiders. They face the Steelers, the Chargers, the Niners, the Broncos, and the Chiefs. It's a so tough schedule. All of the teams that they play are the teams that are going to be going up. They're going to be competing against for four sure. those wild card spots. That's a lot of teams, bro. Like a lot of good teams. No, I know that's what I'm saying. That's the fifth hardest remaining. That that that's crazy to me. That that's the fifth hardest remaining schedule. That one that to me I would will, be number one. Number against two. their their real test in the Packers, their kicker was somewhat good. They win that game, but it also, oh also God, can be said the Packers kicker was good. Obviously, Mason Cross had been solid, but he just had a hiccup that day. But they could have beat the Packers. They had a strong chance to beat the Packers, so, so it's if, not impossible to say that they could they could t- the still compete very well with them. If the Colts kicker makes that kick, we look at Lamar Jackson completely different. That's, tr- that's true. That. That's pretty true. I'm also with you. I think the Colts are, you know, their record doesn't suggest it right now. They're, they're going to be in the mix. They've they played a good tough teams. Team, yeah. Played the Ravens, played the Rams, played the Seattle when Russ was uh, there, for sure. Yeah, they're a good team, so I mean... I don't know. I'm 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 just not sold on the Bengals yet. I I'll, think they're a year away. And last thing, we can move on. You said you'd take the Browns right now. If Chubb, no, no, and, and, no, and, and that week, week. that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, if they're yeah, all okay. healthy, right? I'm saying right now you mm-hmm. would, you would take them. Uh-huh. If Chubb and Hunt are there healthy together, yeah, it's a hell of a game. Yeah, it's it is be a hell, hell of, of a game. Yeah, but let's say the Bengals aren't slouches on defense. It's the eighth ranked defense. In let's the say they have to rely on Baker to win them the game. I'm going Bengals. Tough. I can't trust Baker. I like the Browns, man. I really do like and the Browns. And Burrow just has something about him, the way he carries himself. I trust Joe. I trust Baker. You trust Baker? I can't. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know if you could go in and let me say you trust Baker, bro. I trust Baker, bro. I like Baker, bro. Bro, Bake. think about the one time that he'd been called on this season against the Chiefs. What did he do? He bro, rolled over. Bro, don't do that to him. Bro, I'm sorry. I have to. All right. They're going to get in. Cleveland's going to get in the playoffs. They, I think they will I get in. I think that, the I think time that, that final in. game is going to be the deciding factor who gets in. Cleveland's going to be good. Because I think Baltimore, again. to me, Baltimore is winning the division. That's a lot. I mean, you're you're still sold on their defense. The defense is up and down. Their who? defense is ass. Who's? I mean, I mean their defense, their defense, their defense is ass. But, but they got some good cornerstones, though. But your favorite, you know, your favorite team you love the goal about, the Vikings, couldn't do a damn thing against that That's defense. That's a fact. Couldn't do a damn thing. Couldn't what does do that anything. have to do with the Browns' defense, though? Because their defense is spotty. They have games where they show you that that's I feel like they're that's elite. Baker, I feel like that's Baker Mayfield, too. He's yeah, they spotty. have games where they well, show no, the you that's elite. The Vikings Baker Mayfield the only... shows up in that last week with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. I think the and, Browns and, are going to win. The Browns the, are going to win. The first half, the Browns' was, defense was playing amazing against the Chiefs. The Vikings, that was the only game the uh, the Browns actually, the defense showed up. I out. hope it comes down to that, though. Nah, I mean, first half of the Chiefs. I hope it comes down to that, though. As a football fan, I hope it comes down to that. Because right now, the Vikings... They started off 0-3. I said they was going to come back. They're 3-3 and right now. You said they was going to the division, though. It's, we'll see. <laughs> he said, we'll see. It's looked shaky. It's looked shaky. No, no, we'll honestly. They're two we play the Cowboys next week. It's going to be a good game. The week against the Lions was shaky. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. past should, week against like, Carolina should, was shaky. Yo, yeah, they, I don't know. I mean, I love wrong. the Vikings, but my mis, my misvaluation on the Vikings was that they have the youngest coaching staff in the NFL. And I think that means that something. Matters. Inexperience. Yeah. I think that inexperience means something. I still think they'll get into the playoffs, though. But we'll see. Well, I think it's going. not. I think it's possible. You they can't, can make yeah, the you playoffs. can't run off that one. You got to stand on that. Where's that? I'm never gonna hurt? say the Vikings He's are not back. gonna make it. I but think the Vikings are gonna. Didn't you pick them to win the division? You definitely did pick them to win the division. You got to stand on that. They could. 
They could have. He said no, it last week. They could have. He said it last week that he thought that they were going to come win the division. Oh, you still think they're going to run it? I still have faith. Okay. Actually, no. Nah, I, I love it. I love it. They faced <laughs> the Packers twice. Yeah, you got to. I love it. That's the thing. He also said that the Packers were. One of his favorites right now to contend for. He's Super setting Bowl. himself I know. up. For I mean, I think, the, I, think the Vi- I, I think the Vikings, the talent is there for them to be a top team in the NFC. I know, but I'm saying if you have the Packers that high, the then you should years. have Minnesota that high. I don't know. No. At best, they'll split. No, I shouldn't. <laughs> but you have the Packers winning the. Um, excuse me, Minnesota winning the division. I mean, I still have faith that Minnesota can do it, but it's not like you know the Packers are playing better football. With the Vikings, are just an inconsistent team. Their defense has showed up. Their rushing defense sometimes doesn't show up. Facts. Patrick Peterson is injured until their matchup against Green Bay. Dalvin Thompson, I believe, has been out. Uh, Dalvin Cook has been out. out. He played last game, he but he's he's been in and out. Madison has been the starting running back for them. He's played so well, they, though. They've dealt with a, Christian Derisaw, their the rookie left tackle, just played in his first game and was damn good. He was. So there's been a lot of stuff with Minnesota. With you. So I Definitely. just can't, you know, I think they're talent, talent-wise, if – it yeah, all really clicks. They're healthy. Yeah, so they, they can, remind they you can of definitely Dallas? be. You know what they remind me of? They remind me of the Tennessee Titans in twenty nineteen. That's who they remind me of. No, I mean like way? I mean Dallas in terms of like a team that's always one of the most talented in the league, but just can't put it together at the right time. I mean, I guess you can make that comparison. That makes a lot more you sense. Like Kirk Cousins. I love Kirk Cousins. I think he's one of the more underrated quarterbacks he in the is. NFL. He, oh, is. he loves. He's, he loves. Nah, he is 20, the most in twenty nineteen. In twenty nineteen, I said the Titans would win the division. They didn't win it. The Colts won it. Yep. But then in that first playoff game, I said they're going to beat New England. Then versus the Ravens, I said they're going to beat the Ravens. They beat both of them. The, the Titans, nobody thought the Titans would make the playoffs, especially when Ryan Tannehill got inserted in. That's like your, I was, that's like your favorite thing to break up. Because that's but you forget something, you also picked the Raiders to make the playoffs that year. They were 6-4. You picked the Jets. Then, yeah, you picked the Jets. Too. Like, you be forgetting your other takes. Like, you just bring that one up. <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah, I mean, I get no, it. No, but the Raiders, take, the Raiders 6-4, and four, They though. made it. And, you know, I like Derek Carr. I'm going to always roll with Derek Carr. So that's my guy. I'm going to always roll with Derek Carr. That's your guy. And with the Jets, I mean, what we did, getting Le'Veon, getting Robbie, getting CJ Mosley. You thought. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Donald. No, realistically speaking, Sam Donald had mono, though, that year. But do you think he was really going to win How those many games? games? I'll, give him, I'll give him the credit. Jets, when Sam Donald came back, were nice. They played the Bengals. They didn't have a win. That no, whole listen, listen, Rip. Listen, Rip. Listen, Rip. Listen, Rip. He's about to talk knowledge. We went 7-9. and nine, Yes. And we let... The winless Dolphins and Bengals at the time, which beat goes us. back to my point. We do. We also lost to the Jaguars that year too. That's disgusting. If if Sam, we lose Sam to the Browns was, too, Sam was out the nah, entire first run. That was a rookie year. I was about to say. He the first. But month I'm of saying football, games we should have won: Dolphins, Bengals, and did Sam play all three of those games? Nah, he did. No, but that's why Sam was an inconsistent quarterback, bro. Yeah, so you can't tell me they could have if they lost to the worst team. No, but CJ Mosley was out the entire year. Nah, that's a, okay, they then you seven. can say that. They did go 7-9 and nine and with we, Darnold we that game against the, the Bills. Half. In the he, fourth, we he, that game he did up Bills. down the stretch. Bro, the we season. went seven and nine, and we lost to three teams we shouldn't have lost. Bro, we with, with the QB. We should have won saying, week one. That's not like a horrible take. It's not like the Jets won like 0-16. It's not a horrible take, but it's just weird because he comes back. You lose to those scrub teams, but you got hot late. Oh, yeah. Nick Claxton starts tonight. I don't know. That's tough. I'm hyped. He's guarding Giannis. Now I'm saying, but I think the Vikings, they're my they're my Titans this year. Every year I pick a sleeper team. 20, 2018. Who's your sleeper team this year? The ti- the Vikings. The Vikings, the Vikings to make the playoffs. Nah, it was the Lions. Wasn't it the Lions the last Bucks. year? The Bucks. It can't be a No, sleeper. it was the Lions. It wasn't it the Lions last year? Oh, yeah, it was the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's, I remember that. He had, me the so, Lions, the Lions, he had me so sold like, on that take, too, bro. Like the, right? Yo, the Lions lost Yo, so many so close games last year. It was crazy. 
What are you gonna do, man? Bro, the Lions lost so many close I'm games. I'm glad Stafford's out of there, bro. Bro, they they were you lead, put they, up with that for too they long. led in like three fourths of every single game and just blew it, bro. Yo, just can, blew can it. you believe him and Sanchez were drafted in the same draft and he's having to deal with that since 09 up until recently? That no, is, but no, no, that's crazy. terrible. My real take last year was the Bucks, though. Because I was saying, really nah, it does. Because everybody knew was, the Bucks was going to be nice, though. But I was telling y'all, I was telling y'all before Brady got there that they was going to be nice. No, you told us you, they were going to win. Because at first, I thought that they were going to get. I didn't think they were going to get Brady. I thought they were going to get Philip Rivers. Right. That's why I thought they were going to get. <laughs> okay. So with Philip, but I said even with Jameis, they're going to make the playoffs because this team is talented as hell. And then when Brady goes there, he wins. The narrative on Brady is all, oh, but that team was Yo. fucking elite. You know. Yo, off topic. How's Jameis? But Winston none of y'all knew that beforehand. He's doing yeah, bad. I know that. That's true. That's James Winston's doing bad right now. No, he's not. He's mid. playing okay. He's playing mid, solid. mid is a good he's term. Mid. Okay. He's playing solid. He's I mean, mid. he doesn't have a weapons. That's Michael fair. Thomas? He didn't play yet. No, no, I know what I'm saying. When's he, he come back? I have he actually no is idea. cleared to come back this week. Okay, that's well, good. good. But let's yeah, see, James has no weapons. He's like 21 seconds. Because when he had weapons, he was 30 for 30. Thing is, he has Alvin. He really And also a Pro Bowl quarterback. He made a Pro Bowl. You don't mention that. All right. Because he's 30 for 30. I don't care. You threw 30 touchdowns and threw 30 interceptions. That's OD. Well, mention that, though. Respect Jameis, bro. He's just a hater. You love Jameis. Has he made the playoffs yet? Nah, he in his career? It. He's still young. He's probably going to make it this year, though. Imagine didn't What's make the record? playoffs. Tom Brady comes they, in. They have a winning record. Did like, <laughs> they have a bye week this week? Trash. Um, yeah, they did. They had okay. a bye week this past okay. week, yeah. But they have a winning record. They do. Well, they're 500, they're right? Four and two? They're probably, yeah, that. Something around there. What's their record? Three and three or four Three and two, and two I, I thought it was three and three. I could, Something like they're that. They're three and two, or they're three and two, I believe. So on to the next topic, the Tennessee Titans. They just had a big win against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and yeah. a lot of people were out on the Titans because week one, they got blown out by Arizona 38 to 13, but then on Monday night football, they beat the Buffalo Bills, which you can argue is the best team in the AFC right now, 34 to 31. Derrick Henry, 20 carries, 143 yards rushing, three touchdowns. He had a hat trick. I mean, what do you crazy. think about the Titans? Are are they the most slept on team in the football right now, or at least in the AFC? I think I don't think so. Players. I just like because they still the defense. Do you trust it? I don't personally with all the injuries. I trust their offense. I trust their offense, but uh, you know that game when you watching that game, it was a really great game. Let's let's start there. You know, Derrick Henry, he did his thing. Ryan Tannehill Monster. didn't look too good. Julio, you know, his first game back from injury, same with A.J. Brown. So it's it's hard to assess those two guys because it's their first game back. But Derrick Henry, different beast. They're going to have to trust on Derrick Henry. They're going to have to trust on Dan Henry. And in a playoff game, you know, against a team like the Bills or a team like the Chiefs or a team like the Ravens, you know, I feel like your defense has to get stops. I feel like your defense at some point has to make key stops within the game to give your offense chances. And I don't think this Titans defense can do that. Are they slept on? Not really because they have Derrick Henry. So when you have Derrick Henry – you're always going to be in it. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I feel like the Titans, they're still a really good team, and I, I would have them win a division, in my opinion. Also, I, I didn't mention this before, but Derek Carr just had his fourth 300-yard passing game. In a row? Of 2021. Oh, Yeah, yeah. That's good. He's been great. So you're saying they're not being slept on? I don't think so, because they have Derrick Henry. So there's none to sleep on when you have Derrick Henry? I feel like their offense is being advertised. People are going to talk about that, but it's just been their defense. You know why I say they're being slept on? Because we haven't heard Derrick Henry's name being mentioned with the MVPs. When you're putting up games where you're single-handedly carrying your team to a W, 
when you're playing the Jets, and sure, Tanhill did have a spectacular game. Say that what team one more time? Of course, no, I'm with you. Oh, okay, without AJ Brown or Julio Jones, but you're playing though. the. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. Without AJ Brown, Julio Jones, Derrick Henry, the game plan should have been for the Jets. The ball is going to go into Derrick Henry's hands at minimum thirty times. From what Joel told me, though, he was at the game. Derrick Henry was for the most part contained. He just had a few he big had, no, plays I'm, that no, no, I wasn't that's not watched. If you watched the game, they were really good in the first half against them. But okay. it's, nah, he was the, he was held. It's the, as much as going to correct, but it's inevitable <laughs> it's crazy, because bro. he's Derrick Henry. Come fourth quarter, excuse me, as this mic's about to fall. Come fourth quarter. Derrick Henry suddenly turns it up. It's crazy. Now, exactly. when you have over, I believe he has just under 800. I think he has like 780 rushing yards. Over 550 of that is after contact. That's a grown man. They're four, excuse me, they're four and two right now, I believe. Something like that. They just beat the supposed best team in Bills. the AFC. The best, number one ranked defense, rushing, passing, regardless, they've been spectacular defensively. He by himself beat that team. I just think that we, once we start to hear him in mainstream media, we'll become mainstream media one day, boys, for sure. But once we start seeing first take, Sports Center talking about Derrick Henry being an MVP candidate, excuse me, then you think I, he should be an MVP th- candidate, of course. Why not? Where though? You think he has? A I'm not taste trying to that? disregard your take. But I don't watch first take or nothing like that. But do you don't think that they talk about Derrick Henry? And they actually haven't. I have them on when I'm on YouTube. I've seen them. They actually don't talk about him much. Has anybody talked about him? They talk about LeBron, Kyrie, and Ben Simmons. Bro, 10 touchdowns. 10 touchdowns. Oh, and the Chiefs. He's averaging 130 yards rushing a game. So you think he should be in it? Of course. 100%. I look at this Titans team, and I don't genuinely believe it's good. I don't believe it's good. Wow, that's good. It's crazy. I don't think it's, it's all like. I don't think that it's four and two good. That defense is not the best at all. They lost to the Jets then and there. Of course, they didn't have AJ and Julio, but regardless, the Jets are not a, a team they that suck. you look you at and just... think that they should. Exactly. I'm trying to be no, nice. I, I, want, I want to push back on his narrative. But hold on, let, me finish, let me finish, though. Obviously, going into the season, Tennessee was had some high expectations. But given what's been going on, the O-line issues, we just saw Taylor Lewan go out last game, too. The O-line really is not that great. Derrick Henry's being asked to do something we haven't seen a running back do since Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson carried them to the playoffs. Now we're watching it again with Derrick Henry. 10 touchdowns in seven games, 130 yards a game. Mm. He needs to be in the MVP conversation. Once I hear that, then they're not slept on. Man. But you said all that to say, are they contenders or not? Because if they're slept on, that means you're sneaky As long as Derrick Henry's on this team, they got to be sneaky. They are sneaky. There is not a run game as dominant outside of the Ravens that I that I look at that are, are stronger than the Titans right now because so if, of Derrick so, Henry. So hypothetically, playoff time, if the Bills and the Titans run it back, you think the Titans can win that game? It's not impossible. Wow. Okay. First of all, oh god, when the Panthers were three and zero, what were your thoughts on the Panthers? They were they were definitely. Higher than they were now, for sure. I mean, what were your thoughts? Are they good? But they were a solid team. Yeah. Okay. The Jets almost beat them too. We almost came back against them. Week one. It's not like the Jets. The Jets. It's not like they're complete trash. That's what I. They're they're a bad team. They're trash. But them beating the Titans, I think, was more of a testament of Zach Wilson (laughs) having a breakout game. Zach Wilson. Zach. I mean, Zach Wilson made throws that no 
there's only a few a quarterbacks fact. that are making it. He's right. Oh, I thought you were gonna say no QB can do. I know, I know. I was about to because the, the way he did it though, I would say you know, yeah, nah, no way it can alive, look like bro. that. But he just looked. He made that. Mahomes is alive, bro. So was Aaron Rodgers. Josh the Titans are a good team, and I, I don't want. I, Derrick Henry has been phenomenal. We know that every single year he's upped his rushing yards by five hundred. Ridiculous. In, in twenty eighteen, a thousand. Twenty nineteen, one thousand five hundred. Then twenty twenty, two thousand. This guy's insane. He's going to go down as a top ten running back of all time, and probably the best of this decade. There's no doubt about that. X. But what, we have to get one thing straight: the Titans are not a bad team, and they're four and two because they're not a bad team, but also because they haven't. Played good teams. That's true. You know, the, the teams that they've beaten, the Colts, when Carson Wentz wasn't on any of his good ankles, mm-hmm. he had no good ankles. I believe they beat the Jaguars as well. The Seahawks blew that game more the than The Seahawks beat blew the game, but, you know, I'm going to give credit to the Titans. <laughs> but the Titans and the Bills, so I would say, actually, no. Seahawks, Bills, both very good games. The Titans right now, people look at fate, at their defense face value and say, that's a bad defense. Their passing defense, absolutely. You know, they don't have anybody in that secondary. I mean, the guys they did had, Christian Fulton was on the verge of a breakout season. Then he got hurt. Then Caleb Farley, who was a highly coveted rookie, I thought highly of him. He just tore his ACL. He's out for the season. I feel extremely bad for him. But the Titans right now, they rank ninth against the run, 24th against the pass. Who have they played? I don't want to hear that from you right now. No, for real. Why? Because I just don't. The Buffalo Bills, the Seahawks, who run a lot too. But you just said that they haven't played good talent, but then you said it <laughs> and you're like, ah, maybe they have. No, I said, yeah, they have played good talent when I thought about it back. They have played good talent. But right now the Titans are the ninth-ranked rush defense, and the reason the reason why I don't want to get into that debate of, oh, who have they played is oh, because— that's not a debate. It's right there. Because I don't need to get into I don't I don't need to get into that conversation because if you watch the Titans play and you watch who they have on that defensive front, I you know they're you're good. right. You're right. Jeffrey Simmons is a top five defensive tackle. No doubt. I don't have to look at who the, the Titans have played I agree. to understand Jeffrey Simmons is a top five defensive tackle. I don't have to look at who they played to understand Harold Landry is a game wrecker and makes a lot of big plays. I don't have to look at who they played to understand Bud Dupree yep, yep. is a good edge rusher and Nico Autry is a very good run stuffer. Big facts. Their defensive line is very good. The problem with their defense is that their linebackers are shaky. Losing Jayon Brown was huge, but their safeties are good. I think Amani Hooker, Kevin Byard, Definitely. they're both very good safeties. It's just their secondary the and their linebacking core. That's what's been their Achilles heel. In terms of their offense, their offensive line has been shaky. No doubt. And something that's been super weird about the Titans these past couple of years since Tannehill's got there is that they, their offensive line run blocking is amazing. You know, one of the top upper echelon of the league. Pass blocking, they're not good. And Tannehill gets under, he gets pressured a lot versus the Jets. He, I don't think he had a clean pocket exactly. in that yeah, game. Six times. They were getting, I, I they don't think he had them. a clean pocket in that game, and he, and he still took care of the ball. Yep. The reason I don't agree with you in saying that the Titans are not a good team is because I think I think they are a good team. I think okay. Tannehill right now is 12th in QBR. AJ, Julio, they're there. Julio hasn't made an impact because of injury. Yeah. He's just been out of the lineup. AJ Brown had a big time game against the Bills. The the talent is there for the Titans. It's just they have major holes in certain areas that stop them from being an upper echelon team. I, I do think they're one of the more slept on teams in the league because People thought they were going to fall off, and I was one of them. Until they got Julio, I said, 
this is a team that's going to be like eight and nine. But Julio hasn't even made an impact. So I, I thought they were going to fall off because of Arthur Smith leaving, AJ really John O. Smith leaving, Corey Davis leaving. Sucks. But Todd Downing has done an okay job at at least making it stay afloat. And in 2019, the Titans started off two and four. They finished nine and seven, went to the AFC Championship. 2020, they were 11 and five. Since 2016, the Titans have finished nine, nine and seven or better. I believe in Mike Vrabel. I believe in that sure. coaching staff. I think the personnel is there. They're just one big time move away from putting themselves in a category where, okay, you take them a bit more seriously. But right now, they're just too, there's just too many holes on this roster for me to say they're a legit team. They I can, agree. They, I know they beat the Bills, but the the I believe last year the Titans also blew out the Bills as well, right? So. Last year the Titans blew they out did, the Bills in did, regular they season. Did, they did. I remember and the that Bills game. went to the AFC Championship, and the Titans lost against the Ravens. So regular season for me, it tells me something. But I think in the playoffs. Once you've already seen a team, you can scheme for them differently. Sure. Once you've seen the regular season film, you know what you can do. The Titans just have too many holes. That's why I'm not all the way in, but I love what they're doing right now. Um, in terms of slept on, do you mean slept on as in making the playoffs or slept on as in being a contender to win it all? I mean, they're winning the division. I, I feel like the respect that they've been getting, that's what that's that's more I mean, so what com, I feel. Coming like the into the is. season, I thought the addition of Julio Jones along with uh, A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry – and just that offense in general, I expected them to be much better. Honestly, yeah. I was I, honestly they were one of my top three picks to be the be in the Super Bowl or be Super Bowl favorites. I mean, it hasn't turned out to be that way, but slept on yes because you still have the best running back in the league, and it's only a matter of time before Julio Jones and AJ Brown start clicking. You still have Ryan Tannehill who's a good quarterback. I I I think that the team's being slept on in terms of. I guess being a contender just because they have so much star power. They have the offensive uh, star power from the receivers, from the running back, and they have a good quarterback. Um, as far as their defense goes, I'm not really sold on their defense. Um, I know they got a big win against the Bills, but like like I said, I don't really put too much stock into the regular season because anything could happen come postseason time. So um, I do think this team is being a little slept on because uh, – I, I know they lost to the Jets or whatever, but they didn't have their two receivers. So I don't really think that you could really count that as a full blown loss. And the it. Jets defense got slept on. We're the, one your of the pass rush ones. is really good. Yeah, secondary has been playing good too. Yeah. And like it took a, a miraculous second half effort from Zach Wilson to get the job done in overtime. So the only two losses yeah on the cards, right? Yeah. The cards smacked them. But I mean, look, I think I think the Titans are good. I, I think uh, for me to really take them more serious or have them as to what I had them in the regular season, I need to see more contribution from Julio Jones because that was their marquee free he agent be signing. On the field, bro. He's on you my know? fantasy, bro. So if Julio Jones, A.J. Brown, they're clicking on all cylinders in the passing game and the running game, I think, that, mean, I think that you can't sleep on this team. And we already know what Derrick Henry does in the postseason. It was a postseason where Derrick Henry literally... Was yeah, like 150 every game. 150 every except, game carry. Except the AFC Championship. Now you, now you pair him with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown, who you know who haven't really taken off. But once they do start taking off, I think this team's completely dangerous. So, real yes, quick I question, think though. People are bro, I don't even him. think that he's going to be on the field enough gonna for say, to take off. Real quick he's question. on my fence. He doesn't is, play, bro. Is, is Julio, he what's, always hurt. what's Julio's ceiling this year? What do you mean? Like stats? Like, what do you think? What are you he's expecting been, I don't Julio? know. Do we think that this hamstring is going to carry on this entire season? I feel like it's even a tricky when he plays, injury. you don't even put up nothing. Just because you look at I, I just CMC, don't think he, I don't think he's fully healthy right now. You look you at CMC, I mean? who just had a hamstring injury. Right, he was supposed to come back, didn't put him on the IR. Then suddenly, on the IR, now missing an additional three games on top of the two he's already missed. That's the reason the Panthers are losing. 
low key. No, no, not it's not low key. Those, those key. injuries linger on. That's, but that's, I'm, I'm not sure when Julio's yeah, going to come back. Hopefully, he does soon. But who do you think is better, Derrick Henry or Adrian Peterson? I don't like this question. I do. It's a football. It's a football question. I don't like it. I like AP. You like Adrian Peterson? The thing is, I'm, I'm taking. Wait, who, who, wait. Who do you think is better, and who do you like more? That's a different said, question. Yeah, who's I better? Who's better? I think they're the same type of running back. I disagree. But I think AP carries better than Derrick Henry. Oof. I disagree. <sighs> he I think the I better. He didn't have a Ryan Tannehill. He didn't have receivers like AJ Brown. Yeah, but you saw what yeah, Derrick, you saw what you saw what Derrick Henry did in uh, the postseason. But I saw a AP years ago. come back from an ACL injury and win the MVP. Like win the MVP. Yeah, I don't. Two thousand yards, just what Derrick Henry did last I, year. I don't like the question because one. I think in a few years, when Derek's all said and done, I think Derek will be the better running back. But I think in terms of everything I want in a running back, I just think of Adrian Peterson. He could run through a guy. He could juke you out your boots. He had weights. He's so elusive. He had the bro. big. He, nice. he probably has the biggest bag of running backs ever had, in my opinion. Over Barry Sanders. In my just because he could run through someone. Barry Sanders is the most elusive, like elusive back ever true but the fact that adrian peterson had barry sanders t- uh barry sanders-esque moments and jim brown moments yeah. that's what makes ap special to me i just look at derrick henry and the pure rushing ability i just see jim brown in derrick henry do you i see more bo jackson when i see derrick henry i mean either way you can't shake it wrong i mean fastest the, guy one of the fastest guys in the field was, can run you over that's literally that, bo was, jackson. that was jim I guess brown you could say derrick's more dominant I don't even know if he's more dominant because Adrian Peterson has what, like uh, an 1,800 yard season, a 2,000 rushing yard season? I don't know about that. The only reason I'll say he's a little bit more dominant is because he's getting over 350 carries clean a season. The curse of 400 touches in a season is real, and he has basically put that to bed. Yeah. He's been spectacular. I think when it's all said and done, we're going to be talking about Derrick Henry, like you already said, is an all time great. Longevity wise, resume wise, I think Adrian, Adrian Peterson yep. probably has the edge no over right him. now. Yeah, but if we're talking about three year peaks, just this three, the three year peak of Derrick Henry from twenty nineteen to now twenty twenty one, it's Derrick Henry. Not only has he, not only has he shown that he can rush for two thousand yards sure. like Adrian Peterson, he has done it three times already. He's rushed for over a thousand yards three times already, and Derrick Henry dominates in the regular season. He dominates in the playoffs. AP can't say the same. Adrian Peterson's best playoff run, he had 185 rushing yards. Derrick Henry had 195 in one game. He's insane. There's no question. When it comes to playoff performance, Derrick Henry's better. Regular season, it's pretty even in my opinion. But I I think I'm going to give the edge to Derrick Henry just because. I think I would rather have Derrick Henry... In my opinion, only reason I say I don't like the questions because I love both of them so much. His I also peak think is hard because it's like I AP's also three think year peak was OD too though. Nah, I, I don't I, think it was. I nah, it seventeen thousand seven hundred sixty yards, ten touchdowns. The next year, almost fourteen hundred yards, eighteen touchdowns. The next year, thirteen hundred yards, fifteen touchdowns. Two K yards. Nah, that's what I'm saying. This was his peak because that's all. That's all around the same. The season he tore his ACL, he only had two hundred eight touches, nine hundred seventy yards, twelve touchdowns. Didn't finish the season. Year after comes back, almost three, breaks four, Eric Dickerson's Three forty-eight is nine <laughs> yards shy of the all-time. Well, that's record. why I said I think his three-year, like when you talk about three-year pick, I think those are your best threes. I think his is misleading because his is so up and down. His the, best I, year I, right now. Three years, wait, 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 what, what was tough what was Derrick Henry's first two seasons? Well, three-year peak is just the best three seasons of your career. So I could just pick Let's, any three. 
See, that's why the I say three, it's tough three because Derrick Henry has been Derrick Henry just these the past three, three seasons. The three I would pick out, the three I think you can use, it has to include the 2K two, two season. Include 2012, season. 20, but I would say the year he got injured, remove that season and just use the previous two seasons. Well, he has because Derrick has a 2K year. AP has a 2K year. And then Derrick has the 1500, but AP has a 1700 year. With that's 10 touchdowns. Who gets in I the think Derrick Henry's getting 2K this well, year. Yeah, that's a, that's yeah, what's going to take Derrick over more, the top. He has who gets in the two. end zone more? AP or, or, or Derrick Henry? I'm going Derrick. I mean, Derrick has 10 already, and we're six games in. I think you look at Derrick Henry and Adrian Peterson. He dominates the regular season. AP did as well. But Henry dominates in the playoffs. AP didn't dominate in the playoffs. It's just unfortunate. His best playoff. Yeah, you're I don't right. Think he's had teams. You're like, right. Like you're right. Derrick but his best playoff run, 185 yards. Derrick Henry had 195 in one game, and that was against a defense in Baltimore that yeah. was looked Solid. at as a top defense. Henry also protects the ball better. Yeah, that's why when AJ you're saying Peters. he's a better carrier, I disagree. I think no. What I meant by carry. I meant by like carry a team, bro. I didn't. I didn't. Not yet. That's what I meant. He backpacked them that MVP season, and I agree. I agree with that. I mean by like carry the ball. This is Derrick Henry's AP backpack season. Is it really though? Because he has until this point. He has other All Pro players on his team. I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's. Adrian Peterson no, to a but team. Consider, but he has it's people that he can rely on. Like, he had, like, Ryan Tanner was alive. Like, Julio's alive. Who was the quarterback for the Vikings? I think it was Christian Ponder, I think. I really don't know. Christian Ponder? No, no, who was their wideout? I think it was Travars Jackson. Sidney Rice was okay, but, like, that's nothing. But that's nothing. That's what I'm saying. It was Travars Jackson. The quarterback? Nah, it was definitely Christian Ponder. That's terrible. Nah, let's be honest, though. Was it Christian Ponder? So, AP's... So, these are the receivers on AP's team. Percy Harvin... Kyle, Kyle Rudolph, who's a Pro Bowl tight end. He's good. Um, Jarius Wright, Jerome Simpson. So, yeah, not a good list. Not of even good enough all. to be AJ. Nobody. And, yeah, yeah, Christian Ponder was their quarterback. He threw right, 18 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. I, I was but right. their defense <laughs> was the 14th best defense in the league. 14? So, it was, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't a, was a slouch. He carried them. What was I mean, offense? Um, the offense? I just named you the offense. No, no like, like the, the, the ranking. ranking. 14th as what, well. Were they number one in rushing that year? Yeah, yeah, probably would. Oh my God. He but their defense, them. look at their defense, though. Chad Greenway, Harrison Smith, Harrison Antoine Winfield, Aaron Henderson, Jared Allen. Jared Allen was there. No, they yeah. had a good defense. Everson Griffin. Everson Griffin. Yo, Jared Allen's a beast. But that's yo. what he I'm slept saying. on. You look at Tennessee's defense right now. It's not that. It's nice in the run, from what, they, what you told me. Say that one It's nice in the, the run. run. No, definitely have a good rush defense, for sure. But in a pass first league as of right now, Excuse me, I keep having to feel like I have this bubble in my chest. But in a pass-heavy league, I should say, where the best QBs obviously are the ones right now winning games, I feel like the secondary is what you need to be locked up. I think not is, many he didn't, AP right didn't have nothing to rely you, you know on. How how much you know how much? It was, oh, no. it was oh, listen, nothing. I think that of from carrying sense, obviously AP carried the offense. It was him or nothing. But well, you I'm say saying, the same thing about Derrick Henry in the playoffs. I did. did I he, he backpacked them. In a, well, remember when in Ryan play, Tannehill was... In the playoffs when Tannehill won, you said he... She, it was, well, it was all I thought we were talking about the regular season at the moment. I thought you guys were talking about the playoffs. No, we were talking about the regular season. Well, no, we're, but... I'm, we're kind of talking about like a whole... Right, but I'm saying this season, this is my my equivalent of what AP did with Derrick Henry. Yeah, I was just talking about the But now he's he talking about... He for sure carried he definitely in the playoffs. AP but, never did that in the playoffs. Never really could. Never had the opportunity to. Well, you, you didn't expect Henry to do what he did, though. And I, I will say, Adrian Peterson... Didn't he fumble against the Saints in regulation? He did. He had fumble. he had a big fumble again. Yeah, in a big yeah, no, game. He uh, my boy, he, he didn't play. He didn't play bad. He just ain't. So wait, so 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 Derrick Henry's had what like, a nice three year run. 
Yeah, and I think I think I think the first six years of, of Adrian Peterson sure. is ridiculous. For I think sure. I think I gotta see it more from I gotta see more from Derrick Henry to put him. I think if Derrick Henry that. has two K this year, the argument is over. I'm I don't honest. know about being over. I mean, I'm talking about just their peaks. Yeah, it's oh, over. Peaks, peak yeah. AP. I don't know. Peak bro, AP was like the Derek, best rushing the last, season ever, bro. The last he Derrick Henry just had it last year, bro. I know, but he almost had the best rushing season ever. Derrick Henry was in charge though. What was Derrick Henry? Twenty twenty seven. Derrick Henry's had people to line. Bro, he literally, we literally just read his MVP. offense, bro. He carried that. No, but I didn't name it their offensive ACL line. Tear. Their offensive line was good. Off an ACL tear. Hear me out. Three forty eight. Adrian Peterson. Three seventy eight. Twenty twenty seven. Derrick Henry had. Twenty ninety seven. Adrian Peterson had. So he had more. He had fifty more touches than. Excuse me. About. Am I bugging? Thirty more touches. Excuse me. Than Adrian Peterson and had less yards. All right. So against the Saints, that but, game, AP had 122 yards and he three ate. TDs. How many fumbles? He had what? Make sure I'm not wrong. 122 yards and three he TDs. He bugged. In Jesus. The, in the playoffs? Against the Saints, yeah. Wow. Jesus. Two. That's it right there. That was always his Achilles heel. You're right. He Early damn in near school. carried them. Uh, 122. It was 28 to 31. Yeah, 122. Wait, what game was wait, Saints? Ca- NFC carried. Championship. Right, Brett Favre was there. Don't no, say that. no. He's saying in the game. Okay. Saying in the game, bro. They bro. had 28. He I'm had saying. three TDs, bro. Because they wasn't getting there without Brett Favre. Right. Brett Favre was different. Than I'm just saying that day. AP, you know? I don't know. AP's gotten to the end of double digit touchdowns eight seasons as well. I know Derek. No, listen. That's why I said at the beginning. I hate this question because Adrian Peterson is that dude. But it's early, early on right now. Derrick Henry is showing he is making I don't know. a way I, By the end of this class. season, though, Derrick Henry dead ass might have a top five rushing only, season ever. Bro. Who's the only running back ever to rush for two K back to back? Nobody is it OJ. I don't think anybody's done it. I don't know if anybody's done it. Anybody's done it. I I that's an incredible feat. But he can ridiculous. do it because I think a seventeen game season is gonna help him for sure. Oh, that's another thing you have, to, already, you have yeah, to take what, into like account. Damn near. Nah, he's got seven hundred eighty. Yeah, about eight hundred. We're not already got halfway. He's already got double digit touchdowns. If he get to fifteen hundred by week ten, it's over. He's going to break it, bro. He's this season's gonna go down as one of the best rushing seasons ever, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. It's crazy. We're gonna and move on to the next topic, and this is NBA awards predictions. It's not gonna be too long. Just give your predictions, yeah, your reason why. Where's Karis LeVert? <laughs> he should be where? In the sixth man of the year? Is he going to start? Where's he going to be? Rose going to be on nah, IR. Karis is going to start. <laughs> oh, he's nah. only going to miss the first week. Not only that now you don't get the joke. It's like, uh, yeah, it's yeah. my bad. Karis joke. Yeah. Oh, NBA Awards predictions. <laughs> MVP, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year, Most Improved Player, Coach of the Year. So we're going MVP the first, year. then we're going to go... Like, we're going to go MVP, Rookie first, of the okay. Year, DPOY, Sixth Man Just of the Year, MIP, and Coach of the Year. Cool. So, MVP. Started off young. I started off... Giannis Antetokounmpo. I think Giannis is one of the MVP this season. He averaged 28 and 11 last year, which was similar to his 2019 MVP campaign. I think the voter fatigue is right out with Giannis. They're going to vote for him now. I think they have an incredible regular season. His stats are going to be amazing. He's going to have his third. I need MVP. you to give one more. I need you to give a second. One is too. It's too light. Your backup. If you're Your backup, for, I need a backup. James Harden. Not bad. I, you know what? I kind of knew that was going to be your backup. So, Steph. Yeah, yeah, my number one is Steph. Tyler Hero. You know, no. <laughs> my number one is Steph. Improved spacing, better teammates, more wins, which is going to equal him getting more points in the MVP. He was already top three last year, and his team didn't even make the playoffs. With more wins this year and more spacing, I feel like he's going to be able to unload this year, especially with the amount of space he has this year. And my backup is Paul George. You know, with the upgraded load on his team, he's going to have to carry this year. I feel like he's going to have the numbers. It's just if he's able to get those wins to back up the numbers. But those are my two, Steph and then Paul George. 
Homer. So when we first did this topic a few weeks ago, maybe even months ago, I had Giannis as my guy too. I'm with you, Joel. I think that voter fatigue is going to end this season with Giannis, given the fact that he proved that he can do it come playoff time. And that's why he got scrutinized last year and didn't win the MVP last year, even though he had basically the exact same numbers that he did when he won MVP back-to-back. My backup, Anthony Davis. And I know it's kind of weird that you said Harden, that's your guy. You said Steph and Paul George, that's your guy. But I genuinely do believe Anthony Davis is going to be coming in with a mission this season. You just Anthony Davis just saw Giannis Antetokounmpo win a championship. He's people better. believe that he is better, right? He's, he's no, better. he is better. That's you, a fact. Pe- people believe that Giannis Antetokounmpo is better than Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis is going to be on a mission this season, and he's my, one of my MVP favorites for sure. Uh, for me, my Homer. my front runner for MVP is Kevin Durant. I think Kyrie being out for however long he's going to be out, it's going to lead to more touches for Kevin Durant. You have to share the ball with the third option. Uh, I think. I just think Kevin Durant's out to prove something this year. I think that if he stays healthy, he can genuinely end up leading the NBA in scoring as well. I think I just think that just without the addition of somebody who scores 27 points per game and takes about 21 shots a game, that leaves more shots for Kevin Durant, for James Harden, the two headliners of the Brooklyn Nets. So Kevin Durant, if healthy, is my front runner for MVP. My secondary pick, I'm going to go with Giannis Antetokounmpo just because of the fact that he's dominant. They're coming off a championship. They're a regular season team on both sides of the ball. He's dominant defensively, offensively, nobody could stop him. He's going to put up his ridiculous stats, his 30 points, his 12 rebounds, probably six assists a game. Dominate the, Just dominate both sides of the ball. So, I mean, yeah, my secondary is Giannis just because his team's track record the past three years has always been great in the regular season, and he has the stats for it. So Kevin Durant is my number one. Giannis is my number two. Rookie of the year. I'm going with Cade Cunningham. Facts. It's across Dark the board. Horse. Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy, yeah. Yeah, Josh, come on, bro. Be serious, bro. Josh no, that is nice, bro. Come on, bro. He dropped the no, whole dead bro, bro, over Jalen Green. Bro, he dropped the whole YouTube video. Oh, Jalen Green is not a dark over four thousand oh, no, views. Oh, no, he no, means it. He said Kate first and Jalen. Uh, but we're Josh doing Green. our one and two. So yeah, you really think? He, nah, nah. Jalen nah, Green nah, won't cool be a dark horse. I'm cool with it. We're not talking cool about dark horse. We're talking. Nah, about it's all right. I think Jalen Green is going to score a lot. I think Giddy has the potential to score, but also do everything else, and that could load this guy, bro. I'm cool with that. Just look at him. Yeah, nah. Look at who's Luca in the middle. What's rookie up? of the year. Do you you guys kind of look alike. We don't. Yo, that's your twin? He's, nah. he's younger than me. He's cuter than you. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, cute. Yeah. He's, he's cuter than you. <laughs> no, nah, Riff didn't say anything. He's like, oh, that's the time you're on? <laughs> nah, like, yo, he's like, that's your twin. He's, yeah. he's younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> he's stupid. Um, Cade, rookie of the year. I don't got to say yeah, too nah. much about that. My second guy, though, I'd probably go Suggs. Yeah, I think I'd go Suggs. Jalen Suggs? Sean Holland? Who? Sean Holland? Bones Highland is nice, <laughs> but not to win though. Now, your Suggs, I, I think, I'm going to go with though. Suggs. I feel like he's going to get equal amount of Franz opportunity. Franz Wagner? What do you think oh, my about? God, no. Hell no. <laughs> All right, Cam so Thomas? Obvi- <laughs> obviously, my rookie of the year is going to be Cade. I don't want to go into depth into it because it's obvious he can do everything, score, facilitate. He's going to be amazing this year. He's going to have the opportunity for he's it. He's the real Ben Simmons. He he is he is the real Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons except his been. defense isn't. Wait, Scotty Barnes? He's not going to be in the running. That's guy doesn't give me a chance, dude. I'm sorry. Slam the hell out of <laughs> I, I definitely did. Scotty is my dark horse. I feel like when no, Pascal no, no, comes no. back, Scotty won't be in the starting lineup. I no disagree. More. Well, maybe, but I do think that he's going to have more of uh, excuse me more of an opportunity to facilitate the offense, given the fact they don't have a real point guard. Goran is going to be there though. Goran and Dragic. For sure, but I feel like they, their vision for him long term is to be that Draymond. I think, Green I think it won't type happen. Scotty Barnes, year. but why not? I mean, what 
what do are they really playing for a spot? They're good for the chip. This they're good season. enough to be a play for the playoffs. Yeah, I think they, they're good. good enough to be they're a play for that every year. Uh, I agree with that. I I agree with that for sure. But you just spent the fourth round pick, uh, fourth overall pick on Scotty. I feel like, excuse me, a third overall pick on Scotty. He wasn't third. Oh, uh, Evan Mobley. So I'm right. He was fourth. Excuse yeah. me. I think actually Evan Mobley's following my dark horse. That's what I was gonna say, uh, man. But he don't. Oh my god. <laughs> I get so upset. Us, bro. Because he just said, no, no. He just said three different rookies. So now, if he does win, they're going to be like, you're going to think you did it, but in reality, it was him. We'll both take credit for it. What about Kai Jones? (laughs) Nah, James. James Well, Duarte. That's that's the real. Six men don't don't win rookie Well, Duarte? Karis? See, but I was really thinking. Yo, yo, hold up, hold up. Nah, in all seriousness. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Because Davion's going to lock up. He's going to come out the bench. In all seriousness. He's going to be the points. In all seriousness. TJ Warren, there's no timetable on his return. Karis Levert is going to be hard to start off the season. Duarte? Duarte could put up some numbers on Chris Indiana, Duarte. bro. Now, Levert? I heard Levert's going to be fine. And he's 20. Levert's going to be fine by the first or second oh, okay. week of the season. Okay. He'll be yeah, fine. I know. I know. Bro, I'm, I'm just saying, Duarte could average like 15. I didn't he say can't. anything. Why, why can't are you he saying, average? Are you, saying, are you taking Duarte over McKnight? Nah, nah, I'm not saying I'm not over Booknight, yeah. What? Yes. Booknight's a bucket. Are you crazy? Duarte's going to have a better rookie season than Booknight. What about Davion? Yeah, Duarte's going to have a start. Better. He doesn't start, right? Look, I understand, Duarte's but neither gonna, he locks neither, up, though. Exactly. Duarte's going to have a better season than Buck Knight and Davion Mitchell. Rookie seasons, yeah. Long term, I'm taking I'll be Buck honest, yeah, it's okay, not okay. too far fetched to say that. I thought he said he was taking him long term. I think the pace no, is going to be 24. Why did I say that? You just, We're just talking about rookie of the year. Yeah, right? Bro, he's 24. Yeah, he's 24. He's developed. He's NBA ready right now, so I understand. That's a terrible age to come into the league. Hey, Jason was that last year, right? Who? Jason Tate. Jason 23. No, he was, that was Kendrick Nunn. Uh, bro, that was just Kendrick Nunn. No, he came in at 23, about? though. That was two years ago. Who am I talking about? Davion. He's 23. No, no. Uh, Davion Mitchell? On the Heat. Um, excuse me, on Houston. That's that's Jay Shante, but he was 26. Uh, yeah, he's he so been he, here. He just didn't get picked up. Nah, bro. Kendrick Nunn, though. He literally was a 24-year-old rookie. Yeah, that's Nunn. Jason Shante graduated. He's been here mm-hmm. like a minute so ago. So who's your rookie of the year? Uh, Cade Cunningham is my rookie of the year. I think he's going to okay. fill up the stat sheet. I think he's going to have... Yeah, he's gonna have a lot of opportunity with the Pistons. He's gonna, you know, he's gonna he's gonna have a high usage rate. He's gonna dominate the ball. He can play make. He can score really well. You know, he's gonna put up some rebounding stats. So, I think he's gonna be my obviously my pick. But my sleeper pick was kind of spoiled by you. But I was gonna say <laughs> Evan Mobley just because I yeah. think that he's gonna come out. He's gonna have a really good season. Um, so yeah, he's he he's gonna be my dark horse. Is it's gonna be Evan Mobley, but I don't really know if it's much of a dark horse because he's the third pick and people around this table really know how people good haven't he talked is. about him much. I don't he's know very why. Good, I don't know why people think he's gonna take time to develop. He's I don't. Not. I don't. I don't think that at all. I mean, I don't. I, think I don't mean bigs. to get. You, I don't mean to get you upset, but like I've seen some of the preseason games and he's been wilding. He's been why playing really well because you don't take much stock into it. You get mad when people no, use that. No, I get mad at him. You oh, do your thing, right, though. Yeah. Evan Mobley, he's been he's nice, bro. So I just double standard for me and because he doesn't like you. Rev, you think Mobley gonna be nice though? Yeah, I like Mobley. And, and Rev flips his narrative <laughs> depending on who's playing. Oh, like, he doesn't like your opinion. If, it, if it's Lonzo Ball playing, oh look at Lonzo. He's I didn't say anything about no, Lonzo. You, you literally texted me the other night saying, "Yo, the Bulls look good." I said, "Bro, it's preseason." I don't even text you like that. You're such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> now, question: Am I speaking for the table when I say we have Cade over Jalen because he's going to have the ball in his hands more? Jalen's going to no, have, have the ball in his have hands have too. Cade, I have Cade over Jalen because Jalen's not going to do much of anything but score. That's I, why I agree. He's a high yeah, volume yeah, scorer. But she's let's say he's going to be low. Hypothetically nice, speaking, hypothetically right. speaking, he averages twenty-two rookie season. Right, he could still Jaylen not Green. win it. 
Okay. If K puts up like 18, 8, and 9, and they're, they're competitive. He's not going to do that, though. No, I'm no, saying no, hypothetically. No, if Jay was putting up 22, Cade can put up about 18. So let's I, think I, think Kade's gonna, up, I think Kade's putting up 19 points, probably six assists, five rebounds a game. I think I think, think Jalen Green's going to have 19, 2, and 2. Ew. I had to guess. That's disgusting. But we know what we're getting from him. He's 6'4". He's 6'6". Six, 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 six. He could get. Uh, he's super athletic too. Two two rebounds would be maybe sorry four rebounds. I'll say yeah, four rebounds. Okay. Those sounds like Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, you don't need that. No, but I if think he can, I think if he has a bag though. A then. rookie Andrew no, that Wiggins. Rookie, no, I'm saying that rookie that that stat line you just named me sounds like Jordan Clarkson. No, it doesn't, bro. Stop playing. Yeah, don't say that disrespectfully. No, it's not wrong with Jordan uh, Clarkson. Not bad. There is. No, there Jordan is. Clarkson, good player. Okay. Defensive player of the year. This is gets interesting. And this you're gonna like me for this take. Maybe we're gonna agree. Go, Anthony Davis. Lock it in, okay. baby, Anthony Davis. It's Anthony Davis because I think the players, on a mission. the players on the Lakers are so goddamn old that the fact that the Lakers are going to be good on defense is going to be a surprise to everybody, and everybody's going to look at Anthony Davis as being the culprit for being that great defensively. Because of that, I think this is the year he finally wins that award. Yes, sir. He needs to win something. He needs to win that award because it's about damn he's time. Akeem Olajuwon this season. So I think he's going to win Defensive Player of the Year this year. Bro would never be as good as Akeem Olajuwon. Um, I got three guys. Okay, wow. whoa, whoa, whoa. It's Can one they, here. You could just name one, bro. Just yeah. name two. Come just name on, two. Bro. Just name two. You're not going to tell me what to do. You're not oh going to tell me what to do. You're not going to tell me what to do. I told you name two. I'm going to name three. I got three. Bro, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's <laughs> the right, cricket emoji, I'll name two. two. I'll name two. I'll name Thank two. Thank you. Fine. Same Anthony one. Davis and Bam Adebayo. <sighs> Those, those are my two guys. Andy Davis, for most of the reasons, he said he's going to have to carry that old, nasty, garbage roster that they have. And, and who was I, your third? It was going to be Draymond. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that was dirty. Be that was dirty. You got jokes. Okay, I got trick for you. But yeah, I think uh, Bam. Bam is going to have to have that type of year. So defensively, I feel like he last year he felt like he definitely got snubbed, uh-huh. at least being in the conversation for us. So I feel like this year he's going to come with a vengeance with Kyle Lowry being there. He's going to be able to really hone in on defense and not have to worry too much about offensive, uh, offensively carrying the load. I, I have a quick question. Did Dwight Howard win Defensive Player of the Year three years in a row? Yes. Yeah, he did. Rudy Gobert then has to be a favorite to win it once again. I mean, the voter j- fatigue. He already won three years. Is it is is no, it three Ben years? is the only guy that won four in a row. I ben think? Wallace, right? Yeah, Ben, yeah, won ben Wallace four in a row. So this last season was third in a row. That's OD. Are you sure? No, no. Giannis won in between. That's a fact. That's he a fact. Three. No, he Gobert has three. has three, though. Yeah, he has three. Yeah. It's not out of the realm of possibility Gobert wins again, especially the Jazz are Giannis. probably going to be top two, top LeBron. three in the West. <laughs> Gobert has been that dude defensively right in the now, regular he, season. Right. But my, obviously, you guys said it already, Anthony Davis. Again, I'm not trying to continue to reiterate myself. He's going to be a man on a mission this we season. We get it, bro. He's a man on a mission. He's going to tweet. <laughs> saying you that? keep saying that. I'm sorry. It's just <laughs> every award, man on a mission. We got it. Yeah, but it's really that No, nah, I get it. 18 push-ups. Got it. 17. Okay, wait tonight. When we embarrass y'all by 20. Draymond's hmm. guarding him. He never, And ever, when AD still, when AD clean has over 25, you're going to be sick. It'll be the hardest 25 of his life. Go ahead, JC. Okay, so my... My front runner for the awards is going to be Bam Adebayo. I think this year he's going to get it. I think he's been there so much. I think he's going to get it. But my second one is going to surprise you guys. Ben Simmons? Gonna, no, it's going to surprise you guys a lot. And he probably I won't get it. I was going to say Now, he probably won't get it. But I feel like I would love if Drew Holiday won Defensive Player of the Year. Interesting. I would love if he did it. Okay. But hey, Giannis is on his team. Giannis puts up the better defensive stats. But if you're a real basketball DPOI fan. DPOI favors big men. I know, I know. But, I mean, heavily. My, my, it is. So, that's why my number one is probably Bam. 
My number two, he probably won't get it. But who I would love to see get it is probably Drew Holiday, just because he's been. I respect honestly, that. So you uh, named three people. No, you no, named two. You named two. I, I named Yo, get off his body. No, I wanted to make sure because you was worried. You was you was bothering me because I was going to name three people, and I thought he named three people. You just sat worry there about yourself. No, you thought, so, but it didn't happen. So exactly. You're wrong. Okay, just just so can I name you another? Never one? even said no, what you no. said. Oh, I was about to say. So no, can I? Name I think you can. Personally, I would like Carmelo Anthony. It's a bonus. Now we start. Probably my third one. It's going to be just. It's probably going to be Miles Turner. Giannis. Miles Turner is a good pick, but no. He fouls too much, but he's Miles never Turner's really that fouled. healthy to contend Actually, for that Actually, my, my dark horse for DPOY is Mitchell Robinson. Oh, that's not a dark not horse. A that's one. a bias. Uh, no, that's not a bad no, one. That's though. a dark horse pick. He's second in PER in his draft class. Respect that, man. Who number pick played was enough to give that? Crap. What number pick was Mitchell? He was in the second round. Wow. Bro, he ain't even playing enough He yet. skipped college, right? Yeah, he did. That's so the James So, six men of the year, I have Tyler Hero. He's, he's ready. To, wack, he's ready to prove people kind of wrong. This we season. all have the same a lot. I have Jordan Clarkson. I like Dark that. Horse Again? Kobe White. Again, okay, I like that as well. Dark Horse is Kobe White. Yeah, I have Hero and Derrick Rose. Mother of oh. God! All right, Joel, we're, we're our third eye. We're open pretty similarly. You have Rose? Der- no, I have Tyler Hero as my guy, but Derrick Rose is my number two as well. Jordan Clarkson uh-huh. and Kobe White. I feel like the bench is coming score, baby. Come score. Smart. T- Tyler Hero makes sense just because I feel like Miami's gonna need scoring, and Tyler Hero is gonna be that scoring option off the bench for them. And he averaged what fifteen last season, something like that. For him to win Sixth Man of the Year, he'd probably be upwards of eighteen, nineteen. It's possible more than I could see it. Uh, I'm not gonna name two like you guys, but. My front runner for is Derrick Rose. That's a firm pick. That's a Derrick great Rose. pick. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. great. That's awesome. David averaging anywhere from 18, 19. I feel like if you would have played bench. last year fully with the Knicks, he could have definitely won it. Yeah. You know, he had an opportunity. I think we can, I don't know. the Knicks can have Mitchell Robinson and D. Rose win two awards. <laughs> I don't think he would have beat Jordan Clarkson last season. I feel like Jordan Clarkson did his thing, his, and they were the ones. He rose numbers up that's once a fact. he got to New York. That's and the Knicks won 24 and 11 with Derrick Rose. Anybody think Patty Mills can win? Yes. Actually, that was another one of mine that I was thinking about. You don't think Patty Mills can win? Blake I Griffin. do think so. Yo, next if topic. Kyrie doesn't play. Blake Griffin's starting. Yo, oh, Paul if, if Kyrie legitimately doesn't play, I think it's possible. I was talking about Patty Mills. You said Kobe White, though. Oh, as a six man, he's going to be the six man. Patty Mills. Patty Mills is not going to win that. He's not built like that to win and things Kobe like that. Is? Kobe's twenty one. You are the guy, first bro. person to say yo, that he, Kobe he, he is man, not he like that. Bad bias. Exactly. Go ahead, go ahead. Bro has it's said team. Team. It's my team. So why you be biased when I say my team? You be like, oh, you, bro, bro, you all the Patty time, Patty Mills, bro. though, bro. Stop. Stop. I say he's going to win, Stop. though. But you saw a dark horse. I say he's the worst dark horse ever. All you need to say is how many times this man has trashed Kobe White. How's that the worst dark horse ever, though? Bro, Patty Mills is like a plus fifty thousand. And what are you saying? You don't think Kobe <laughs> White? How many times have <laughs> yo, you yo, this trash? Yo, how many times? Yo, you don't think Patty Mills to score 11, 12 off the bench? That's not I six, I just think man. there's so many better No, I'm not picking him the window. He wasn't my pick. It was Derrick Rose, bro. You said Dark Horse. I, I didn't say Dark Horse. I just I, I said think, I would like it. I'll be honest. I asked you if Patty he, Mills he could did ask. So, yeah, bro, yeah, I'll, I'll be honest. I think, I think Anthony Simons is better six man of the year pick than Patty Mills. Okay. No, seriously. All right. Seriously. Okay. Am I wrong? I don't know. Wait, wait. Was that supposed to like get me tight? I don't know. All right. No, I'm just saying because Anthony Simons is sore. I feel like you could just go a lot. I'll be honest. You could go a different guy. No, no, But who are you saying to me? How many times have you said that Kobe White is not like that? As a starting point guard. No, you said that he's not like that as a ball player. As a starting point guard. Can Lori Markkinen win? Yes. That's a better option. Then the Fernie guy and Patty <laughs> Tambor. Fernie guy. <laughs> like, come yeah, on. You don't even know about Anthony Simons, bro. He went to IMG. I know. Plays for I the know Blazers, right? Yeah, he That's came why. out of uh, high school. He's not a bad player, bro. He's not, but come on. It's, it's he's raw. He's still raw. I don't know how somebody, like, he, he's still, it's, like, he's, only he's like not 21. fully developed. He's mad young. Most improved player. 
Jordan Poole for me. That's going to win it. Terrence Mann. Terrence Mann? I actually have Michael Porter. If Junior? Houston, yes, if Houston overachieves, Kevin Porter Jr. Oh, my fault. <laughs> if he comes back fully healthy, I know he hasn't gotten the war, but I'm going to say Karis LeVert. Oh, my. That's a great I'm pick. Say Karis not, I, hate, I hate that he doesn't play enough. I know, because I think he could win. Like what about, do you guys like Darius Garland? Hell yeah. MIP? He's nice. He could, he could be in He's it. Nice. If this I like isn't the year, OG then and Anobi better, though. OG's a good one, too. It's a sleeper how many, how many points did he drop last season? 19? Who? Garland? OG. OG. OG? No. Hell no. I'm asking. 16. 16? 16? That yeah. sounds right. That sounds right. My boy Vert can't put 20. So Michael, I'm, I'm surprised you, you guys Jordan don't have Michael Porter, Porter on there. Considering the fact that Clay comes, because Clay comes back and starts, I think the Who's award. going to average 18 this year? But you think him getting off the bench? I mean, gonna... Clay, when he comes back, which is Christmas time, the first two months, he's going to be on a minutes restriction. Of course. He's coming like, off no the kills in ACL. I'm yeah. surprised you guys don't have Michael Porter. I'm surprised you guys don't have, um, who I was going to mention? I forgot. So it can't be that RJ Barrett? I'm surprised you didn't mention Can we that. say Dinwiddie? Oh, that's that's a Can we say Dinwiddie? What about Killian Hayes? No. Hell no. No. Dinwiddie? <laughs> Now nah, Killian Hayes it's possible. Could do it, could win. If there was a comeback player of the year, I bet. If, Killian, would Hayes, if Killian Hayes is nice like that, he could do it. Bro, do you know how that must? He's not going to estimate to win. <laughs> he's not gonna, he just he averaged average like six. Year? He just averaged six points. If he averages fourteen this year, he's which, not going to play, bro. I don't think <laughs> over who. Wait, what? what he's going to play, bro. How's he not going to play? They're going to play. They're going to play. He's so whack, bro. He's not playing. I don't like him. I don't like him. Don't ask me nothing about Killian Hayes. I think no, he's a whack. No, that's play. why I'm laughing. I think, I think he's dumb whack. Of his <laughs> he's just I don't even want to talk like, about him. Like, that just blew my He brought him up. Like, yeah, he's, I don't like yeah, him. Yeah, he's not like what that. What about Saban Lee? <laughs> he's just Saban a bulldog. Like. <laughs> I'll be playing with him on 2K because I play with him. So, okay, final award. Coach of the year. Who wins? I'm going with Steve Billy Nash. Donovan. Let me stop now. That's a good one. I know it is because it's my pick. It's my team. Who cares about your team? I'm going to go with Tyron Lue. Okay. I'm going Rick Carlisle. Mm. I think they win a bunch more games than they did last season. <laughs> Yo, why are you? I don't know. I just started laughing. It's all right. Smartness makes him laugh. Wait, Indiana? Yeah. <laughs> so you think they're going to win like 50 games? I mean, I think they'll be better than they were last season for sure. Now, for him to win coach of the year, he has to, he has to win he like 40. Like he's 40 legit crying, though. He has to be a top six seed. Because <laughs> that pick was that's a no. That's a dark horse. I'm, bro, <laughs> that's a dark horse an- right there. Another, I think Rick Carlisle can definitely do it. Like, if it. you put that in, <laughs> if you go to FanDuel and you put $100 in that, you make like 10000 like I might 15, do it. 000. I might do no, it. No, for real, for real. I'm dead. I'm dead you, serious. Yeah, so you're dead spot on I, that. I do think that he could Yo, definitely do it. Shout out to you it. if that really Thanks, comes bro. true. That'd be insane, bro. Bro, I do. Like, they got that starting five. If Levert can come back healthy. It's a lot of ifs in that starting five. <laughs> if Levert healthy, if TJ's healthy, it's a lot nah, of ifs. Forget, I don't care about TJ. All I really what? care about. That's a part of the success. I, bubble of TJ? For, for sure. We're not in the bubble, though. Joe. Yeah, Brogdon, Levert, Sabonis, Turner is a And Duarte. And Justin Holiday. And TJ McConnell. And the, yeah. TJ McConnell was him. solid last yeah. season, though. That's tough. Dark Bro, I think Rick Carlisle. given the f- Rick Carlisle left for coach of the year. Yeah. Honestly, if everything aligns, I think Eric Spoelstra could win it this year. That's I like tough. that. That's I like great, that. That's a great pick, and that's a great. Pick. Actually, my my dark horse though is Chris Finch. Chris Finch. Minnesota. Oh, because you're because you're silly. Uh, fifth seed take. Minnesota. Okay. I mean, if they, if they do, yeah, Chris Finch should no doubt. No, about they get if they get fifth seed, and if they get fifth seed, you two should no doubt go to FanDuel and they should hire you guys. Honest to God, I'm I'm surprised. Why are you so low in Indiana? They have to win 50 games to win that award. I don't believe they'll win 50 games, bro. Maybe wait, like, no, wait. Why? Indiana? Indiana. Oh, Pacers. No, they're not winning 50 games. <laughs> Shit, bro. Like, uh. 
Nah, nah. <laughs> like, but nah, but he's a good coach. Though. No, he's a, he's a no, coach, he's a so champion. He's a good coach. But saying. that team to win fifty games in the usually East right when now, you, usually bro, when you're coach of the year, you, you got to be like, like they top got four, talent. Top but that East, the East right now, it's crazy. I agree. Can Monty Williams win this year? He can. Because last year he kind of yeah, he didn't win last year. He didn't win last year, but I feel like he kind of deserved it. Thompson deserved it. Can Nate McMillan win? Yeah, as my sleeper, he would have to win. A lot of games. So those are our NBA awards predictions. Hope you guys had a good laugh. Drop yours in the comment section down below. Now on to the basketball portion of the podcast. These are three topics, and then we're going to finish with NFL pick them. So first one, the Suns did not extend DeAndre A into his max rookie extension, five years, $172 million. And on the same day, they extended Mikel Bridges and Landry Shamit to four-year deals. I think Landry Shamit was the actual shocker of those two deals. What do you think? What did, what does this tell you about Phoenix? Did they make a mistake by not extending DeAndre Ayan? Is he worth that extension, $34 million a year? What do you believe? I'll start with you, Ruth. Well, I mean, like, I feel like the Shaman one was kind of a punch in the face. You know, I, I literally asked. Shaman got paid before. <laughs> I literally asked on t- Twitter and nobody can answer me. Like, what did they pay Shaman to do? Like, spot up shoot he, inconsistently. Yeah, like I was confused. He's a very poor defender. He really can't handle the ball well. He's not a good playmaker. He hits shots in sh- moments and streaks, but he's really like a very horrible defender. So it's hard to keep him out there for more than three minutes because <coughs> he gets picked on. <coughs> With the Bridges, I feel like Aiden's been asking for that money, right? And then you, based off this playoff run, you just had Aiden went up against the best of the best. You know, yeah. he went up against the Jokic. Yep. He went up against AD, and he held his own defensively. He didn't lock them down, but defensively, he wasn't a slouch. He wasn't a cone. He held his own. He was a great screener. He was great in the pick and roll. He even developed a mid-range pop-up jump shot. In the playoffs, developing that in the playoffs is insane. He got killed, though. But he... He never got killed. Giannis By Giannis killed, killed him. Oh, oh, I'm not even yeah, talking yeah, about that. That's a different mean. I know what you're saying. But um, he developed a midi in the playoffs. That's ridiculous. But Facts. the fact that they didn't pay him, and it's weird because we talked about this with the Rudy Gobert situation. Yeah, he may not deserve that money, but in a situation like that, you have market. to pay him. Yeah. Small market. Yeah. You're not going to get anybody else. And with Phoenix, you just went to the finals. Keep this core together. Bridges, Aiden, Booker. Keep them together. You know, you pay Aiden because he's one of those bigs where he's still relatively young. He has a lot of potential. And you've just seen him go up against AD, the Joker, and Giannis. Now, the Giannis matchup, uh, life. <laughs> yeah. But AD and Jokers, he held his own pretty like he, he not on pretty well. He did all right. You know, he wasn't no pushover. Right. He made everything tough on them. So I feel like this was kind of like the Landry Shaman is ridiculous. I would ask for a trade after the next day, but that's just me personally. <laughs> but I feel like Aiden should definitely feel the type of way that this organization doesn't respect him. I get that they probably look at him and like, he's not Trey Young. He's not Luca. But though, bro, you just went to the finals with him as a starting center. Like, he was a main contributor. So, you know, like I said, Shaman is ridiculous, but Bridges, understandable. So I understand him being upset, but I also understand the Suns. It was one season of him really showing, okay, this is why we took him number one. I'm not ready on one season to give him a max. If he does the exact same thing this season, obviously we're looking for him to improve. I think that they will give him even more money than what he was initially asking for. It will suck. I mean, it will suck, but at the the same time, he would have really earned it. Two seasons, I'm, I'm more than firm with giving you the bag. If you're the Suns, you didn't win the championship, right? CP3 really came in and was the reason why he had this this improvement the next season. I believe this is his, what, that was his third year last year? He had a better statistical year in his second season with Rubio. 
So he had he was worse last year than uh, the year before. Statistically, yeah, yeah. statistically, yeah. Nah, he wasn't worse though. Interesting, interesting. That changed your take, didn't it? No, but no. It's just it definitely something to take in because then why are we really here criticizing him for not getting or the Suns not giving him his bread if statistically he got worse? Even though obviously as a team they got better. Wait the one more season, like I initially said. See if we see another improvement from him. Or an improvement at all. I think we saw the improvement come playoff time. I think that's where we really saw DeAndre Ayton, uh, Ayton blossom. Excuse me. But I think if we see him in this regular season, and he actually averages <clears throat> upwards of twenty points, twelve rebounds, twenty one points, thirteen rebounds. So if twenty points is the standard. Why did Bridges get paid? Because his he's a like he's borderline ten out of ten at what he does, and that's defense. Ayton's not borderline. Is he 10, 10, out 10 out of ten on at, anything? Uh, d- on defense? Rebounding, he is. Defenses, I don't know. No, rebounding, I, for sure. For sure. I think his offensive game still needs to be refined, but I think Bridges got paid because, one, he wasn't getting the money that Aiden's going to be getting, and, two, I think that they look at uh, at Bridges' defense and think, okay, we need we this guy's essential for for shooting. what we want well, to do. Well, Mikel is getting half of what Aiden is going to get. That's like we're talking about 170, 180 million. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't just close your eyes and say you had a great postseason, here's the money. Well, you're Phoenix. But you're right. If I saw Shamit got my bread before me, I'd be fuming. Oh, well, DeAndre in his rookie season, he averaged 16 and 10, second year 18 and 12, then this past season 14 and 10. But the reason why DeAndre Ayton deserves a contract, in my opinion, is because he averaged 16 and 12 in the playoffs and shot above 65%, which was historic for him. And that's the, yeah, no, it was historic period. for him, and that's the first time he was in the playoffs. The, you have to realize what the Suns are as a team. They're a perimeter-centric team, mm-hmm. which means that there are not many opportunities for DeAndre Ayton. Let's say DeAndre Ayton goes to the Hornets, who they desperately, desperately. are they're dying for a center. LaMelo Ball and Ayton? Ian is averaging twenty a game. There's no you. doubt about that in my opinion. You. I think he's a great rim runner. He 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 has to refine his post game. He has a good mid range shot, and even in the preseason, he's been shooting some three point shots as well. I know you don't take much stock <laughs> into that, but he's been shooting. He's been shooting from out there. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with DeAndre. Ian. I cut you off when you said the preseason. I stopped listening. But this is the Suns. Robert Sarver is known for being cheap. He's the owner of the Suns. He is so cheap that they sold the G League team. Um, they are notoriously known for selling draft picks and they only roster one two way player a season because they don't want to spend on more. So that that's Robert Sarver and a, and a similar situation happened with Joe Johnson in the two thousands when he was on the Phoenix Suns yep. with Steve Nash. They didn't pay him. He went to Atlanta and was a multiple time all star and had put put a put a resume at least to be a Hall of Fame player. Not first ballot, but maybe Definitely eventually. Not he'll first get ballot. It. Joe Johnson had a heck of a career, though. Yeah, he did. Joe was tough. <coughs> he was 25 points cool. per game one year. Um, you done, Joe? Yeah. Oh, my fault. <laughs> I didn't want to cut you off. My fault. But um, I agree with you guys. I think DeAndre Ian definitely deserved to get his money solely based on the fact that he performed in the playoffs. Average 16 and 12 was a key part to them getting all the way to the finals. Um, I don't put too much stock into his regular season stats going down just because you add Chris Paul, you add Devin Booker, and like Joel says, they're perimeter, they're perimeter centric. They're you know that's their type of offense that they run. They don't really cater towards their big men, so I don't really put too much stock in that. But just the fact that he averaged sixteen and twelve in the playoffs, shot sixty five percent from the field, and for the most part in the West held his own against some of the best bigs in the league, I think that was enough to warrant him getting his money. 
But I kind of do get where you're coming from because his statistics kind of did go down a little bit. But I don't think it was more so because of his play. I think it was more so because Chris Paul's coming in. He's got to sure. get his points. Yep. Then you got Devin Booker. He's got to get his points. And you got, you know, you got your uh, Bacal Bridges, your Jay Crowder's getting there like 9 to 13 points a game. So just being on a team, like everybody knows when you're on a team, somebody's stats are going to go down if you're on a on a team I'm with multiple team. Good, so, yep. yeah it happens so i don't put too much stock into that i would be upset that shaman got paid before him because he actually ended up just getting traded there this year so the fact that they were able to you know work a deal work out a deal before you drafting your number one overall pick is kind of <laughs> funny to me and just off the fact that the phoenix suns are like you know they're not like a high-end organization not a top destination so you have to do whatever you can to keep these players so just be just off his playoff run and how you know how well he played, I think I think it warrants him getting some money. DeAndre Ayton joins Anthony Bennett as the only first overall picks not to get extended past their rookie contract since two thousand eight. Oh. Greg Oden got him. Oh, there it was. Okay. Now, question: He'd be a, he'd be a restricted free agent next season. This he's, is how it, no, he's this, is, this is how it works. Uh, if he signs his qualifying offer, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent after next season. But he will be a restricted free agent if he doesn't sign his qualifying offer. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. He is a game winner in the Western Conference Finals. For sure. That game right there could have... That, that but I, I think... Clippers I think, win that game, they that win play, the series. Yeah, that was all I him. think you mentioned something good, though, is like, what's the alternative? What's the alternative for Phoenix if, if they don't pay Aiden and let him walk or trade him? If you trade him, you get maybe late... First round picks. I don't think anybody's trading. You don't get top equal value for him. You don't get equal no, value. The Suns get worse if they don't extend yep. Aiden. And it's thirty four. Is if is thirty four million in overpay? Yeah, because for example, where do you rank Aiden amongst the top centers? I don't. I don't think he's not top five. For I me. was going to say he's top ten, like top seven, top eight. He's not thirty four mil. It, hold on, no. top ten. Is he better than Clint Capella? They're around the same level. Clint Capella, Clint Capella might be a little better, but they're in the same level. Clint Capella's yeah. getting paid eighteen million million a year. Aiden's younger. I'm taking Aiden. No, nah, Clint Capella's not old, though. Clint Capella's no, like 25, no. 26. Clint's a solid player. But, but Clint, we bad. know what Clint, Clint's like. He's at Clint's his peak. Clint's going to give you a double-double double no great rim protection. Shot. Clint's at his peak. I'm going to take Aiden because of the ceiling. Go ahead. But for example, like let's talk about the centers. <clears throat> Jokic, Embiid, Cat, Bam, Rudy's better. I would say Vucevic is better than him. I'm trying to think of somebody else. I don't know if that's it. I think Clint and him are in the same class. Yeah, I did say Cat. That's pretty much it. Valanciunas? I think Aiden is better. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think Aiden is better. So, yeah, he's a top 10 center in the NBA. Probably He's in, like, the seventh Seven, range. Eight. He's around what Clint Capella is, and Clint Capella is getting paid 18 mil, and they'd be paying 34 mil. Yeah. I think his offensive game is better than Clint Capella's. Obviously, I think Capella's defense is better than Aiden's, but I, I'll I don't take, think so. You don't I think? I think Clint's just a better rim protector. But there's no, there's no doubt. That I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I understand. Aiden hasn't lived up to the the first overall no. pick. Wait, are we putting Bam at a bias a center or a PF center? Center. So yeah. then that's another one. You said uh, no. He said him. He said him in the top five. Okay, cool, cool. He hasn't lived up to his first overall pick, especially since he got drafted over Luca and Trey. Ridiculous. Like, I feel like the situation hasn't warranted to give him even the Jaron Jackson Jr. I think has more high end potential than Aiden because of the way the NBA, the two way, yeah, the, the two way ability. Like yeah. if the Suns had a. a Five like Jaron, like if he played the five with Phoenix, that'd be dangerous. But I think the team Aiden has been put on kind of didn't need him to be. Yeah, it the doesn't cater one to his right game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And didn't need him to be. He got Chris Paul. 
Then Devin Booker was, I was there. I say, Devin then Bridges, automatically you know, he one. improved. Then he Jay Crowder comes, Cameron Johnson's there. Cameron Payne, he has a little resurgence. So it's like he didn't need to be the number one pick anymore, you yeah. know? So it was like... Who, you go, who, you, who would you take going forward? DeAndre Ian or Michael Porter Jr.? Michael Porter Jr. I will take the wing. Easily? Nine times out of ten, yeah. You go MPJ too? Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, that was, wow. that was relatively easy. So in Aiden that is draft... Dumb, nice, though. So in that draft... Luca, Trey, MPJ, Jaron, potential players who could have worked better Jaren than him. So if you could yeah. redraft MPJ. Jaren, I mean, MPJ in hindsight, obviously, like, well, I knew I, I, I didn't care about the back injury. I would have took MPJ with him going fifteen or fourteen. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. I thought he was going to go top ten regardless of that injury. I mean, if we redraft, if if we're doing a twenty eighteen redraft, Luca's one, Trey is two, third. MPJ. It's hard for me. I'm going to go with Jaron Jackson, though. No, no, no. I'm going with Jaron Jackson. Where the third pick? Where the third pick? Marvin the Bagley. No, Marvin Sacramento? Bagley. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. no. Marvin the, was The two. third pick was Luka. Yeah. Or yes. Trey, one of so those. So what, who, what team had the third pick? The Mavs. Luka was the third pick, right? No. The Hawks had the, Hawks. the third pick. No, they traded. They traded. They traded. Yes. I think they go what pick was Bagley? Bagley was two. Well, I'm just saying, if I'm just going one through five. So Collins is already there. I think they go MPJ at three. Well, I'm I'm not talking about what those teams. <coughs> oh. are. I'm talking about what I would do. Oh, okay, okay. My redraft. So if I'm doing a 2018 redraft, I'm drafting Luca, Trey, Jaron, MPJ at four, and then DeAndre Ayton at five. I feel like fair, we missing fair. anybody. SGA. I don't know, man. Jaren. Wow. Yeah, that's tough. I'm Yo, taking I'm, no, SGA. I'm taking over SGA. I'm taking SGA over and question, too. You're taking Jaron even with the injuries and everything. Yes, high end potential is there. Yes. Yes. I'm already whack anyways. Yeah. Jaren Jackson could shoot the three too. So DeAndre Ayton, DeAndre Ayton is, isn't a I feel top like we're five still pick. Missing people, but SGA on the, off the top of my head, I remember he's going tough. You're taking SGA over MPJ. Yes. Okay, I'm biased. I'm, I'm taking not, SGA fine. over a lot. Okay, of let's look at the 2018 NBA draft. So, Colin Sexton, no. Miles Bridges over him. Yeah, I'm taking Ayton over both oh. of them. Kevin Herter, Ayton. <laughs> you had to answer that. Yeah, Red Robin. Herder for six man is interesting too. Now we're not missing anybody, bro. Yeah, we're not. Yo, we're just, not. We're not missing anybody. Not missing anybody. All right. Yeah, it's just Luca, Jaron, Trey. That class is young. Shay, Chill, we're missing somebody. Divincenzo, <laughs> <laughs> Wendell Carter. Oh my god, Mo Bamba. <sighs> Wendell Carter. I hate him so much. So yeah, I think we can all agree that they should have probably paid him if they didn't. They're gonna wait to see what he does this season to, to but pay do, him. Do we expect him to really make an improvement in numbers, like a big improvement? Look, I uh, think if he averages eighteen, that they're good with that. I will, I will, I want him to average eighteen. But does he need to? Is what I'm asking. I think he should. How about eighteen and eleven? That's not bad, right? Like he's a, he's no, gonna get sixteen, at, twelve in his sleep. At, yeah, the, that's what I'm at saying. this point, he's the first overall pick, bro. Like, come on, you got to give me more. Who? Yeah, no, I mean, but playing with Devin Booker and Chris Paul, it's not. I, I don't, I'm not even talking. I mean, even if those numbers are like, even wait. if it's 16 and 12, I want to. I want you to give me two blocks, bro. Well, oh, wait, okay. wait, like, wait. Give me something. What was his best season? His rookie year. His second year, actually. And what 18 and 12, right? It was 18 and 12, 1.5 blocks, and he can do that again. He had he averaged two assists this past year. Career lows in assists. Um, second in rebounds. Career low in points. Career high in field goal percentage, though, but career um, second career low in, in blocks and career I, low in steals. I will so. say it is probably in due to Chris Paul coming to the team. That's why his points went down. Yeah, I want to see it in the playoffs. He ups his game even more than you pay him. I agree. So next topic, Doc Rivers kicked Ben Simmons out of practice. <laughs> sure guy. And then in the presser, Joel Embiid, and I quote, said, 
at this point, I don't really care about that guy. That's funny, man. <laughs> he said he's going to do what he wants to do. Then Embiid later on said, our job is not to babysit anybody. Yo, Giannis is killing y'all. I know. He's got like 15 and 8 right now, right? Get out of here. Fantasy, let's go. He's so dumb nice, yeah. though. I don't know why it comes to Joel Embiid has called out Ben Simmons already, and The Athletic just posted a tweet from Ben Simmons, well, about Ben Simmons, that he is not mentally ready to go back to the 76ers right now. So what are your thoughts on this scenario? Trade him. This is becoming too much. Trade him. But what's his value, man? Just trade him. But what's his value? What what do they mean by he's not mentally ready to come back to practice? He's probably not taking the drills. Did you hear what happened, He's probably arguing with teammates. He had his phone in his pocket. No, not just that. So... Doc asked him to do a defensive drill. Yeah. Yeah, you saw, I'm sure you yeah, saw that. Yeah, he asked that. him to do a defensive drill. Ben said ben no. Ben on his bitch shit said no. And then Doc said, all right, then why don't you just get out of here? Because you're not helping us. So then what? Ben dropped the ball and walked out of practice. So then it goes back to my point. Mentally, what do you, what do you, what do you mean by that? Like you, I'm you, with you're you. not mentally ready to come back to work? I don't like know. Like you don't want to work anymore? Like what's... He's being a little kid. Like what's going... Are he you, doesn't want to play for them, bro. But it's like, you've caused... Your value to drop. You. This is you. You've done everything. You've made it a point to not be communi- to not communicate with your team. You've not played well in the playoffs. You decide to come back because you realize this isn't working. Rich Paul has put you in a bad situation, and you decided to listen to him. Okay, that's your manager. He's Whatever agent, cool. You listen to him. Now you look stupid. Fine, you come back. Now you come back. You're not integrating with your teammates. The goal is still the same. Yeah. The goal is the same. That's Win a, a championship. Fact. That's the goal in Philly. Win a championship. Yep. You have Embiid. You have Tobias Harris. You have Ben. You have Seth Curry. You have Doc Rivers. The goal is to win a championship. You come back. You haven't sh- you've shown no lack of communicating with your teammates. No lack of even wanting to play. Now you're giving Doc Rivers attitude because he asked you to do a defensive drill. Something you need some work on because you was looking real shaky. Oh my you need God. to get in there and do some drills. There's one thing and now you don't to. want to do the drills for what? Because you don't want to listen to a guy that's still your coach. He's still your boss at the end of the He's day. He's trying to force his way out, bro. Force your way out the right way. Go play hard or go at least just play. We weren't play. saying that to Harden. Harden at least played. Yeah, he played, but he wasn't but like, he, played. he came out of shape and he wasn't really. But he played. And he cost and we, him a game in the fourth too. With, and we know Rocky. Harden. We know Harden's energy right now. We know who Harden is as a player. <clears throat> So to even and Harden, first of all, you can't even count the situation because Harden gave his life and his soul for that city, and he brought them to multiple. Yeah, but, WCFs. That, that's a, but that's the thing: Philly doesn't want Ben Simmons back. Neither do the fans, and he doesn't yeah. want to be there either. Yeah, but you have, you have you to trade him at that point. But you can't, the problem is you can't trade somebody you can't get nothing back for. But what do you mean we can't get anything? You can't. Back? There is nothing. Not nobody. So nobody, wants, so nobody. All thirty NBA teams are not willing to take. a I chance I mean, you on guys are offering Simmons. Kyrie, but here's the problem: Kyrie is not playing. No, we're not. Forget Kyrie. It's, it's like and the, the offers year. aren't good enough. You have to still. You're you're a GM when you're trading. Somebody, you have so to you get thought so, back. so so realistically, you thought the Levert and Malcolm Brogdon deal for for Ben Simmons was a bad one. First of all, your list, that deal wasn't even fully on the table. No, but I'm saying th- th- there was talks about In that deal. I would have done that. I would have done that. There's still you can still get value from. I don't think you can do that. The deal was Brogdon and two first. Would you have done that? No, I'm, I'm not, not doing that. I heard Levert just recently being brought up in the trade topics. It's been it's been talks, but there is no concrete trades. So it's like. You still want to win a championship. You want to get something back that warrants an equal value to where you can still win a championship. But that's where he kind of has them. Like I, I know what you're saying. By that mercy. But I think the Sixers have failed in this situation as oh, well. Oh, no. Early because on, for, though. Well, for one, I think they're still failing in this situation because, for one, Doc Rivers 
Joel Embiid came out and threw Simmons under the bus after Game Seven. Oh yeah, no, that, that's what I said early on. Yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, that was dumb. Yo, but you know when when Doc Rivers said he doesn't know if he can be a championship point guard, I heard that that tape was kind of taken out of uh, it was it was kind of misconstrued. I heard the real one and he did not no, say anything about that. He just said I don't know. That. He said I don't know. Yeah, yet. but no, but that 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 you have to. Well, I'll send you it later. That they completely misconstrued what he was saying. That's what the media does, though. He okay. did not just flat out say but that, though. What I'm saying is that Philly Daryl Morey. Bro, his value is shot down already. Like they're still trying to get so much. They're trying to get the same value that you would get for a superstar. Yep. He's not and, a and superstar, that, and that's Philly's problem. That's Daryl Morey's problem right now. Oh yeah, 100%. is that you got to just get what you can get now because Ben doesn't want to play, and you're making his situation worse by dragging it on. But I will say this: they are in complete control of this situation. Because Ben Simmons signed a contract, he's under contract for three more years, and Philly can just tell Ben Simmons, look, you have two options. You either sit out and we find the shit out of you until you're broke, or two, you play hard until you play till your trade value is good enough to we, until we could trade you for something that we feel comfortable getting you back for. Those are the two options. And Philly, they can do that to him and... If Simmons Morris just can't be stingy with the options he's and getting. if Simmons but that's what he's been. Yep. And if Simmons doesn't comply, okay. You wanna just not show up and not play hard? Fine. Okay. Now we're just gonna find you and suspend you and just ruin your reputation. Ben Simmons right now is making a grave mistake because he has to just thug through it. Like he has to just thug it out. It's it is Young what thug, it is. Bro. You know, every everywhere right now across the country there are people that are working jobs that they hate with co-workers that they don't like with bosses that they don't like and well thank you for you know he's being honest he's being honest his his boss is gonna look at that they know i hate that job i walk in every day and i say i hate this place (laughs) so people work in jobs like that every day and now ben simmons is getting a taste of what it feels like to be a regular person because his entire life he's been a pampered basketball star so now he's getting the chance to know what it feels like to be a regular person and he's quitting he's saying no i'm too good for this but he noticed in hindsight he's not because he's gonna get fined and he can't afford to lose that money so he should just suck it up and play and play your best and play until your trade value is good enough because right now he's ruining his pockets He's messing up his pockets. Messing he's his messing up his too. reputation. And on top of that, he's messing up the league. Because when the next CBA agreement is talked upon and there's negotiations, the owners are going to use the situation to gain more control over players. And players have worked so hard to make this a players, players league, league uh. to have player empowerment. And Ben Simmons with this situation can tear a lot of that work down. So he's not looking out for himself. He's not looking out for people around him. He's not looking around for the Sixers. And that's why I feel okay with Embiid saying, I don't care about that Me guy too. because you know, how are you going to just come here and act like so nonchalant? Like, let's be adults. Let's be adults about this. Still got a job so to do Ben it. Simmons, it, it, it's his job in, he has to just have a change of perspective. You are somebody that plays in the NBA that's making over $20 million a year playing basketball, a game for a living. Who cares about the fans? Who cares about your teammates? Just go out and play basketball, bro. It's not that big of a deal. It's his job. I'm all for mental health. And if he's going through something that's drastic, that I feel like is serious, then I give him the benefit of the doubt. But this all feels like it's coming just because he wants to get one up on Philly and he wants to 
basically force his way out without taking any accountability for what he's done. All anybody wants to do is see Ben Simmons play basketball. Because all we initially, all we really care about is seeing him improve on the court. Which is fair. I mean, you don't have to like him or anything. It's what... His game is Now he's good for the league, well, though. What the, exactly. Is, is, what, the re, what the regular NBA fan wants to see is whether or not Ben Simmons is going to rewrite what he did in the playoffs. That's all he should be focusing on, truthfully, is whether or not he's going to improve from last season to this season. And we're not talking about his skills at all. We're talking about his off-the-court antics right now. That's the issue. Come on, bro. You got to speak with your hands. You got to be emphatic. No, shaking Was one. I? Yeah. Maybe I got something wrong with me. Uh, but you look at what Ben Simmons has been doing recently. It's not something that any any team should really support. When Kyrie, Kyrie's sitting out right now, everyone's giving him hell. Of course they're going to continue to keep that same energy towards Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is is being a, a child as opposed to Kyrie not taking the vaccine, where one can be handled more easily with Ben just going to practice because work. exactly going to work. both both of them to a degree, but obviously Kyrie's situation is way more different than Ben's is where Ben solely isn't reporting to the team because he doesn't want to because he feels like the the Sixers have wronged him even though they've already committed to him long term and given him this unbelievable amount of money. So the disconnect with me and Simmons right now is he's not caring so much about his game as much as he's caring about himself. And that's that's my problem right now. Yeah. What do you think, JC? Uh, with the Ben Simmons? Yeah. Um, what was the question? I got my fault. <clears throat> what do you just think about the situation? Um, I mean, obviously, the situation, it, it looks bad on Ben Simmons' part. I mean, I agree with you guys. You have a contract to abide by. They gave you your money. They gave you your money when the biggest question of your game was develop to develop a jump shot, and they still gave you your money even when that was when that requirement wasn't even met. So um, I think it, I think I think it, it does look bad on Ben Simmons just because of the fact that you're you're the one who stunk up the bed in the playoffs last year against Atlanta. You're the one who turned down the layup. You're the one who still comes in with no jumper. You're the one who's regressed statistically since your rookie, your second year. You're the one who's regressed st- statistically. So I mean. It doesn't. It doesn't look good on his part. I mean, when you have a head coach who's a championship head coach, I mean, we may agree that he's a little overrated in terms of like his success, but he is a championship head coach. He has coached championship teams. When you have a head coach telling you what to do, and you're not doing it, it just, it just sets a bad precedent. Like, it it just it just sets a bad example for the team in the locker room and everything. So, I mean, I'm I'm fine with Joel Embiid coming out and blasting him because you know it, it, I feel like it had to be done. I mean. You think about it. You're Joel Embiid. You want to win a ring. You want to win a chip. You want somebody that's going to be all in. Ben Simmons right now is not all in. Whether it's all his fault may not be the case, but he definitely has some fault to it. So I don't really blame Ben. Uh, I don't really blame Joel Embiid for going all out. You know, telling it how it is or whatever. But then again, Ben Simmons, it's like it's like you're contradicting yourself. You don't want to be there. You you say like he's really said behind the scenes he wants to do everything in his power to get out of there. But then you're not suiting up and 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 raising your trade value to have your request met. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you still have to play. I mean, the, the 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 last memory from you is turning on that layup. The last memory from you is having a bad series against Atlanta, in which you were a team that was supposed to win that series. Philly was the number one seed in the East. They were supposed to win that series. It was it was supposed to be them in the ECF, but mm-hmm. because Ben Simmons laid an egg, didn't play well. The, the that that just it didn't transpire. So. This whole situation, it looked bad. It looks bad on Ben Simmons. I understand he wants to get out of there. 
I understand that, you know, he feels like he no longer can play in front of those fans, and I feel like the fans don't want him back. So I feel like Ben Simmons, like, if I was, like, I mean, obviously I'm not him, but if I was in your situation, man, you got to play, you got to up your trade value because in reality, you're the one who hindered your trade uh, trade value with your performances in the playoffs. Not just this year. Look in, look in the past and the other playoff series that he's played. He has not really played well in the playoffs at all. So, I mean, other than that, I mean, he's got to be a man. He's got to play. Play until play play until the trade deadline, and you know play as hard as you can up your trade value. And I'm pretty sure your requirement to get traded will be met if you're playing well. I mean, at this point, the best they can get from him is Malik Beasley. I'll take not it. Too shy, no, he's not. <laughs> that's not bad. Though. No, he's not. That's he's not, not bad. That's terrible. What if he goes back to jail, you got to stop. Bro, he's that's, not that's always the big question. He's that's, not going to jail. Bro. Don't he, say he's not yeah, going exactly. again. That's what exactly. Exactly. He's, he's not, not going, going again. Looks bad though. Malik Beasley already said I'm a free man. Yeah, I, I learned from my mistakes. Sure, you did. He I did. think he did. KCP was playing with an angle on. Remember that? <laughs> legend. <laughs> Yo, he's a legend for that. Because this show ran a little bit longer than we expected, we're going to cut the Atlanta Hawks topic because I don't think anybody at the table really wants to talk about them. I not, don't. Not an interesting cool team. Nah, I mean, they're yeah, first. Me. I'm always you know, cool you don't want to talk because you're a Knicks fan. They're a first round exit. Who cares? Oh my team. god! So uh, we're going to go on to NFL pick on the last topic in this show. NFL pick on week seven or week seven predictions. Now, first game Thursday night football: Broncos versus Browns. Who do you have? I'm going to go first. I have the Broncos in this game because of all the injuries to the Browns right now. I have them winning. Yeah. What do you think, Riff? Uh, if Baker's playing, you know, I'm a, I'm a rob with Cleveland. I got Cleveland this one. Denver is on a three-game losing streak. They haven't looked good. Teddy hasn't looked right. So I'm going to go with uh, Cleveland. This is so terribly hard for me personally. Bro, it's stay hard. a homer. Yeah? Stay a homer. Ride? Ride. Pulse. Broncos it is, baby. Vaughn Miller's going to impose his will. You said I, three sacks. I think he definitely could. I mean, rega- he doesn't know who's starting that left or right tackle. <laughs> I don't know who's starting that left or right tackle. Either way, he's going to kill. His words, not mine. I do believe it, though. Uh, I'm taking Broncos, yeah. Uh, I got the Broncos just because I don't know if Baker Mayfield's going to come back healthy. So I have the Broncos. Who's home? Bron- Browns. Browns. Has Vaughn Miller still been playing at an elite, elite level? Yes. Not elite, yes. but he's, yeah, he he's still really, that really guy. He's, still really he's been good. that guy. I'm hearing, I'm going to go listen to you. What the? You're Even biased. though it's my team? Yeah, you're biased. Even though it's I can my tell team. you about your team, bro. Come on, I can tell you about my team. It's not hard for you. To, I can tell you about my team. We suck. Not horrible, though. All right, so you're saying he's still elite, elite? Yes. Well, just said he's all right. I didn't say he's all right. I said he's good. Oh, I'm sorry. He's got good. the Broncos, though. Next game, Chiefs versus Titans. I have the Chiefs in this one. I think the Chiefs definitely bounce back. I got the Chiefs. I think Derek continues his hot run, but I do I don't think that it'll be enough to beat the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs win. I got the Titans. Oh, that was oh, firm. That was firm the way you said that. Titans. Remember this deja vu. Not twenty nineteen. I said the Titans were gonna beat the Chiefs and Ryan The Tino. most vulnerable yeah. the Chiefs and are I is said, right now. I said the I said Tannehill is going to lead a comeback, yeah. and literally what happened? He led a fourth quarter comeback. No, he didn't. How many? Yeah, he did. I know. Do you guys? Do you guys know how many yards AJ Brown had last, had last night? Was it ninety? Maybe he might have. Next game, Washington versus Packers. I got the Packers in this one. I'm, I'm going to take Green Bay. I'm going to ride with Green yeah, Bay, Packers. even though they hurt Aaron Rodgers. He's on a roll. He owns everybody at this point. So I'm going to go with Green Bay. No, he doesn't. This is going to be an easy W. Packers got this. Packers, not the Jets. Nobody wants to own you guys. Packers. Bengals versus Ravens. I got the Ravens. Speak. Got the Ravens. Oh. 
Ravens. Lamar, yeah, I'm gonna go Ravens. Hey, Baltimore is in Baltimore. I'm gonna go. I'm yeah. gonna go Bengals. I think that the Ravens are a little too banged up. It's a division matchup. I'm you taking the Bengals. Be, you want to be that guy today? I could have. I could have with the Titans if I wanted to, but I didn't. Ravens. You picked the Titans to win. No, I didn't. I picked the Chiefs. So you went on that whole rant. I said. You said it's not going to be enough. About, I said it's stupid. Clown. Panthers versus Giants. I got the Panthers. Panthers. <laughs> yeah, the Panthers are going to bounce back. I got the Panthers. I, actually, actually, I'll change it. I'm going with the Giants. Don't stand on what you say. I don't know if Saquon's going to play yet. I feel like that would be more of a factor in my decision. That's why I don't like doing these pickums on Tuesday. <laughs> with that being said, I am going to go Panthers, even though they have looked shady in, these, in their last couple games. Blew it to Minnesota. Blew it to, uh, Dallas. to Dallas. Excuse me. Panthers Not even. There was a team before that too. I just remember those. No, two all good. All good. Panthers, Giants. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Panthers. Uh, Sam Darnold only beats bad teams, so I'm gonna go Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not it's like you read a script though. though. Like, though I think Joe Brady's overrated. That's a play caller. Yo, you were just yo, you was just raving about him like last guy, year, the bro. year before, and this season. Oh my crazy. god, last I hate was, this guy. Last year wasn't bad, but I mean, he. Oh, oh my god, that's because I watch every game. Are you blaming Sam Darnold? You blaming Robbie Anderson? No, well, between the two, uh, yeah, Sam that's a different question. Are you blaming which for one? their connection? I'll also. be honest, Robbie has looked ass. It's kind of even. I mean, Robbie drops a lot of passes, but Sam also overthrows, underthrows. I, I mean, he I loves think, DJ. I think yeah, they have DJ Moore is better than Robbie. What I don't like about Sam Darnold the most is that he runs his receivers into hits, or he throws. His I know what you're saying. Hits. That's a but fact. I do think that's the that's the design of the offense. That's yeah. bro, that's Joe Brady designing. Okay, this did he not do guy, that in New York though? Yeah, he did do it in New York. So you think but it's design, or it's I just... think Joe Brady is getting figured out right now. Joe Brady's a good OC, though. You told me. Yeah, he was at LSU <laughs> last oh year. Gosh. He was pretty good. Right, what's the next one? Well, because guys get figured out. I think Joe Brady's getting figured out right now. It Falcons happens. versus Dolphins. Oh my! Wait, damn. Dolphins. I got, this is easy. Yeah, I got it's the not Dolphins. Easy. No, it's easy. I'm taking the Falcons. Yeah, I got the Dolphins too. Attack of a law. Oh, two is back. Yeah, I'm taking eight Dolphins. last week too. I'm Did taking. They win. Unfortunately, not that defense well, I'm is doubling butt. down. Dolphins, Tua. So wait, you're doubling down. I have picked Falcons first. That's why I'm wondering. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going Dolphins as well. I'm going Falcons. Doubling down means that's exactly yeah. This guy doesn't doesn't mean flipping back. No, doubling down means enforcing what you just said. Yeah. Yeah, I got Falcons. Tough. I didn't mean to call you out on that. So like, you're good. We're doing a bet, and it's like, okay, let's put two dollars on it. Okay, I win, double or nothing. That's kind of what it means. You sure? Yeah. I'm doubling down. I could have sworn I heard somebody so, say, so say here, it technically. Now I'm so doubling here, down on that. And here's take, Blackjack, take right? You have two cards, right? You could say, all right, I'm going to double down no, and know, take this oh, next okay, card. Okay, got it, got it, got it. You, you double your bet. Copy. I know what double or nothing Yeah, I know what you're saying. That's why I had to fix it. Jets Copy. versus Patriots. 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 What about you, buddy? Patriots. <laughs> but it's going to be a close game. Zach, Zach, Patriots. Zach, so, don't be surprised if they the win. the Jets so bad just now. now I don't blame him because I was contemplating the Jets as well. But Max, last performance against the Cowboys. I think he he shows out against the, the Jets. Jets. Were actually it was a close game versus the Pats. And if Zach Wilson doesn't throw four picks, we could win that game. If no, like I mean, I'm talking about, like we can, like we could win that number. Game. I know four no, is a four lot. Is the score was twenty five to six. Yeah, but even on his like, <laughs> oh. I know, but you know the game was close. No, but Joel, four interceptions is crazy. That's od. Yeah, like it's. I know it's at I that know point. You, I know you the lose the turnover. Like, you yeah, lose the like, turnover like, battle. You're not. You do four of them. You can't take all four. You do four of them things. Two of them was on receivers. So you could take two back. No, he's still do four. <laughs> still four turnovers. Eagles versus the Raiders. I got the Eagles in this game. Hey, I'm taking my boys. I'm being a homer this week. Taking the Eagles. I'm going Raiders, actually. 
I'm going Raiders. Uh, you get mad at Joel, but so you we, do the same thing. We split here? No, I feel like I can get us this win this week. Yeah, we split here. So I'm wondering, why do you have the Eagles over the Raiders right now? Because I don't think the Eagles are a bad team. I think the Eagles are a competitive team every single week. Um, their offense, they can move <laughs> the ball. Did you not see Dallas do what they did to us? <laughs> no, mostly every week. They're oh, yeah, so yeah. Dallas. Dallas is just I a significantly better team than but that's When Sirianni crazy. calls a game within... Jalen Hurts' boundaries and doesn't ask him to do too much, they can compete. Is it in the realm? Is it in the realm to say Nick Sariani and Jalen Hurts only do good against bad defenses? I mean, probably. The thing is that their their defense itself is not good, so they're really they really can't incorporate the what run. Do you mean? I don't think the Eagles defense is bad. The defense is better. I feel than like you guys been going down in every single game and your offense isn't been Our defense has been on the back. field so much. They get tired. Like you know, I feel like Jalen Hurts is only manageable in the fourth quarter because his teams are getting, you know, they they're at such a deficit that they just play from behind and somehow he has some. What's our record? Two and four. Jalen has had great performances against the Falcons, Panthers, and the Panthers. That was the game that I was thinking of that I couldn't remember. But he didn't play good against the Niners. I mean, that's not bad. I, I had y'all winning like. Seven oh, and the games. Chiefs. He he bugged out against. He the did Chiefs. bug out against the Chiefs. I I think the Raiders are hot right now. I'm gonna take them this week. I just don't think the Eagles are like that. Hey, what you say? I had y'all winning like seven games. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Lions versus Rams. Rams. Yeah. Okay. I got the Rams too. I think that I, the Rams do win easily. I just think that. Goff, what do you think, bro? I think Goff has a good game. That's all I. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna say something crazy. Nah, I just bro, think Rams. Goff has a good game because Goff obviously just got in question and yeah. he's playing. It's a it's a, a grudge revenge, match. Revenge there game. we go. Thank you. <laughs> Bears versus Buccaneers. I got the Bucks. Bucks. I wanted to say you better somewhere. not think. About All right, it. Buccaneers do win, but Allen Robinson breakout week. Okay. Bears. No, no Bucks. <laughs> Bucks. Texans versus Arizona. Oh, Zona. Zona. Arizona. Zona. Zona. If Tyra Tiller plays, I got Texans. He's lying. <laughs> He's lying. Now nah, I think I got Arizona. Zona. I think Arizona does win as well. Arizona. Yeah, don't be surprised if they get shocked. I'll though. be surprised. Like I get up and like. Run I give. Miles. I give Cardinals ninety nine percent chance to win. I give him a hundred percent. Tyrod Taylor is nice, bro. Nah, he's he's, all right. so he's a good. I don't know when he's gonna return. He's though. no K one though. Definitely not. Colts versus 49ers. Oof. I like the way Wentz has been playing. I'm, I'm taking the Colts. Colts. I'm going yeah. Colts too. Me too. He's been wilding. I'm gonna take him. Last game: Saints versus Seahawks. Oh, Geno Smith's still quarterback, right? Easy though. Saints. Saints. Yeah. He gave him a good. The, he gave the Steelers a good game. He lost. He did lose, but he it fumbled. went into overtime. He fumbled. I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm taking the Saints in this one. Like the Saints. Saints. He fumbled. And yeah, I said MT will be back this week, right? Yep. Oh yeah, Saints. I, it's pot. Like he could return this week, but we don't know yet. Crazy. Every loss that Jets fix is getting better. So that those are our NFL pick'em week seven predictions. Let us know yours in the comment section down below. Now on to the final segments of the show. Two questions. TikTok questions. We haven't done them the last couple episodes because the previews have been enough, to be honest. So, first question. What do you think of Jaron Jackson Jr.'s extension? I like it. You know, same situation with Phoenix, same situation with Utah, small market. You're not going to get a lot of free agents. And Memphis is a team that builds in home. They build from the draft. They've done that. You know, aside from maybe the Mark Gasol trade, I remember, and the Zebo trades, Mike Conley was drafted. So I, I think, you know, this is a good deal. And Jaron Jackson has a lot of potential. So I like the move. Keep him in. Yeah. Keep him in the free agency and just let him focus on his game. I mean, you're right. They have to bet on Jaron Jackson. They're a small market team. 
But Jaron Jackson has a rare skill set for his size. He can handle the ball. He can shoot. He's a lengthy defender. He can. He he's good enough to win Defensive Player of the Year. That's how good he is. If he can stay healthy, he can be one of the top power forwards in the NBA. I think that Memphis had no choice but to to sign to this extension. Obviously, you lose Jonas. You bring in Stephen Adams, who really doesn't have that big of an offense, that much of an offensive game. Jaron Jackson, you're just banking on his health. And for that price, it's a no-brainer to me. Four years, 105, that's very firm for the fourth overall pick. Obviously, he's shown you flashes where he can be that franchise guy type to pair with John Morant. So I feel like for this price tag, I love the deal. Um, I, I like the deal. Like You know, this is a small market team. Jaron Jackson Jr., you know, he has massive potential. Joel's talking about he can be a defensive player of the year candidate. He's a guy who can shoot the three ball. He's long, who can go out and guard. He can switch on. He's a he's a switchable defender. I mean, I don't I don't think you lose anything paying this guy the fourth overall pick for this amount of money. I like his potential, and I like him staying in John Morant with Memphis. I can't wait to see what they do. Second question: Who's the who's the better center, Shaquille O'Neal or Hakeem Olajuwon? I heard me and Joel are staying shut this one too. <laughs> I mean, I just say it off rip. I think it's Shaq. I think it's Shaq, too. 16 and 4 in head to heads. Mm. More championships, more all NBA teams, more all stars. Hakeem has him on defense, but I'm going with Shaq. Me, too. I'm going with Hakeem. And no surprise. It's, it, no, because look at it. Look at it from this perspective. Hakeem is one of the few guys who got drafted before MJ, and people are fine with that pick. Hakeem in Houston. Great pick. Wow, that point is crazy. Hakeem, Wait, hold up. Question. If you think Shaq got drafted above MJ, we I think that would be okay. That would be okay, okay. But of course, okay. Hakeem did it. So it's okay. like, you I understand. Know what I'm but that was a fire point. Hakeem in the early 80s with Houston, Ralph Sampson, he didn't have much help, went up against Magic, Kareem, went up against Karl Malone, gave him fits, gave him fits in the 90s. Shaq and Hakeem played. You know, both of them did their thing. Obviously, Hakeem had the historic MVP DPOI. But when you talk about. Both guys, both guys were extremely dominant. But you talk about as a basketball player, who was a better center? Hakeem was a better shooter from the three-point line. He was a better shooter from the mid-range. He had a better post game. He was a better passer. He was a better defender in all aspects of defending. So you talk about a guy who on Shaq, and Shaq was no slouch. Shaq had a great post Shaq game. Shaq was an underrated passer, Shaq too. Shaq was a sneaky underrated passer, yeah. but Shaq was just more <laughs> dominant. I'm looking at the game from skill base and who's a better player. It has to be Hakeem Easley. He's one of the most skilled big men we've ever seen in the game today. Not to mention, Hakeem didn't have Kobe. Hakeem didn't have D-Wade. He had a hell of a team, though. But he didn't have Kobe. He didn't have a top no, but he three two-guard ever. He didn't have the he other, he other two-guard ever. He didn't have that ever. Clyde wasn't Clyde. He, he, he didn't have that ever. Clyde, Clyde averaged 20, though. Yeah, but he Clyde averaged 21 and 10 in the he finals, wasn't bro. being compared to MJ Clyde. He wasn't that I mean, no obviously, he but he still gave no you 21 and 10 as a second he, option. That's he not bad. But, but he that wasn't time, that. And then you though. had four other double-digit scores as well yeah, for of course, that Houston championship Shaq team. Shaq had Kobe. Shaq had D-Wade. Then Shaq Sorry. had Rick Foss putting up 10 games. He had Time out. So outside, outside, wait, so, then he got Kobe Malone. But you said Kobe and Shaq were in a super team. So outside of those two, who was their teammates? Who was surrounding them? Wait, 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 wait. Just because you're not a super team doesn't mean it doesn't have help. I'm saying, I'm saying, I think as a collective Team? Hakeem's team was nowhere near a super team. No, I'm, I'm saying I think collectively Hakeem's team might have been better than just the Kobe and Shaq just because he had because he had a 21 and 10 fit. guy. He had a guy it average 18, fit. Sam Cassell. Oh, that wasn't more. a bad team, Wait, 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 wait. But the Lakers had more talent. The Lakers had more talent. That's a fact. It was Kobe, though. 
Kobe and Shaq. Kobe had Gary Payne. Kobe had Carmelo. He had they Rick didn't Cole. win. They, they didn't, didn't win, win though. You they can't use that. They didn't win though. They didn't win though. You can't use that year. What the you hell? Can't. Why they can't underachieve? Can't. They didn't win. So what about okay. the what about okay, the very so first? Were past oh, wait, their so primes, can, so can I use D Wade? Of course. I can use Kobe. No, no, that's valid. I can use Rick Fox. I can use Robert Horry. Rick Fox he's, he's is a role player, just like Kenny Smith. He's a role player, just like Kenny Smith. No, but I don't. But the other the other four players, he's a role player, just like Kenny I don't Fox, like you using D Wade because obviously that wasn't Shaq's prime. We're talking about Shaq's peak in L. A. Hakeem won a ring at wait. 34. So what? Wait, wait, hold up. Hakeem, no doubt about it. He had a great season no when doubt. he won Olympic gold medal, finals MVP, DPOY. I'm yeah. not trying to dismiss that, of course. But let's not act like Shaq didn't win a championship before Kobe became Kobe. But he Shaq, also won when Kobe Sha- was Kobe. Yeah, but Shaq averaged 38 points and 17 rebounds wait, in the wait, finals. Wait. When did Shaq win a ring when Kobe wasn't Kobe? Kobe Bryant averaged 16 points per game don't, versus Indiana in that year. Don't do that. Glenn, don't Glenn do Rice. That. Glenn go, Rice but was look, the look, look, no, 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 But listen to me. Look, but but to, to, to his help, though, Indiana wasn't really a good team, though, bro. None of the teams no, Shaq played outside. And the first three, Pete, none of them were really good, though. Let's be real. They played the Nets. They played Indiana. They played Allen Iverson, who had one player. So... But I'm. But let me ask you something. So in that '95 finals that they won against Shaq, a young Shaq, you know he wasn't. Don't don't don't. He wasn't do that. a Shaq sadly. Penny. No, but he wasn't a stat. He, he, he wasn't. Penny, he wasn't a Shaq that he was. Break, but he wasn't. It was a third year. I never blame that loss. That's a fact. I never blame that loss on Shaq. Does this sound like a good supporting cast? Twenty-one and a half points, ten rebounds, seven assists as your second go-to guy on that team. Uh, that's that's a good. That's just okay. name players, bro. I think it's better if you just name players. All right. So Arbor Horry gave you eighteen and ten. Mario Ellie gave you sixteen, five and five. Sam Cassell gave you 15 and 4 off good, the bench. They had a good team. I'm telling you, that's a good team, though. I never said they didn't oh, have right, a good right. team. I, th- I thought you were but trying they never to say had that he did it all by himself, though. Never said that. That never came out of my uh, that mouth col- that, that collective unit, I think Shaq could win with that team, too. But Hakeem could have won with the same team Shaq had. That's what I'm saying. Hakeem They're interchangeable. Probably, Hakeem it's not probably, that far off between Hakeem them. Hakeem probably would win in 04. That, that, that's how far I would go to say. Hakeem would win in 04. With Kobe playing that bad? No, Kobe played that. Kobe Kobe and Shaq were but beefing you at Temple. But Kobe you have to Shaq take into account that Kobe played that bad moment. in that Hakeem series, Hakeem wouldn't have played that bad. Because Hakeem... Hakeem Shaq, would, Shaq averaged 30 in that finals. And that's and, Kobe and people, played like think, Kobe's think the one it. who Shaq sold it. 30 and people say Ben locked him up. That's the narrative that people say the Detroit Pistons locked down Shaq. That's, that's the true. narrative. The Detroit Pistons locked up Kobe Bryant. No, bro. no, that's the narrative though. That, no, the, the narrative Detroit is Kobe Pistons, got no, locked. No, the narrative Kobe is Detroit Pistons finals. contained Shaq and locked Kobe. So, what, so, so, said, so what was he Kobe? What he averaged 30. And but that's the narrative. So the could have done the same thing. We're just going to gloss over the fact that Kobe Bryant performed horrendously. Wait, hold on, hold on. He's the reason they lost that finals. Kobe was the reason they lost. If Shaq if Shaq got locked, averaging thirty. Hakeem can average thirty and win. All right, Shaq averaged so he averaged twenty six point six. Oh, so that, so that was cap. That was cap. My fault. It's all right. Kobe averaged twenty two though. And what, what, and can he, I hear? So they both got locked. He sh- not nah, Shaq. His field goal percentage was sixty three. Obviously, he's a big man. Yeah, but Kobe shot thirty eight percent. Ew, it's nasty. And what, three point, he shot seventeen. What was their regular season numbers? What Kobe averaged that year? And what Shaq? Right, averaged you got to give me a second. And plus, That's most forever. of the most of the toxicness within the Shaq and Kobe Lakers was. Mostly Kobe. Eh, Not for sure. It was kind of both. It was because Kobe didn't pass. He was a ball hog at that time. Kobe wanted to win that Finals MVP because he was tired of the narrative that Shaq won the first three. That's really what it was. He shot him out the game. Uh, yeah, I mean, no disrespect to him, but I just wow. read a, I just read a book, Three Ring Circus, and that shit tells everything Kobe, about that time. Kobe averaged more points, twenty four. Shaq had twenty one that season. In the regular season. In the regular season, Shaq only averaged twenty one that year. Yes, That's interesting. They checked out that year, and then and then the finals. He said, "I'm here to play." Average almost twenty seven. I think he came in overweight that year, bro. To go from twenty one to twenty seven in the NBA finals is nuts. 
And for Kobe to fall off the way he did is surprising. So let's get to the meat of the bone. You think Hakeem is better than Shaq? Hakeem is a better basketball player than Shaq. Shaq is just more dominant. You, you think you think Hakeem's better because he's more skilled than Shaq, right? Yeah. I think he has the dominance plus the skill. Okay, but can you say that Shaq was more effective in using his dominance and skill set? Because he does have more championship. He does he does have more awards. You can't because it's it and that's it's tough. You can say that he but, does have more scoring titles too. Yeah, you can you can say that, but at the same time, Shaq moved around a lot. So like he moved to D Wade and D Wade got him that chip. Hakeem stayed home his whole career. Well, not his whole career. No, he for, didn't. for his prime, he stayed home. Let me just I say, would, when he left, he was horrible. Yeah, that's what I said. When he played for prime. Toronto. He was a I, would, I would agree with your initial. I would it's agree like with it's that like point, Dirk and KD. The, the difference, the difference in that scenario is that Shaq wanted to stay in Orlando. No, for sure. But they a thousand percent. They gypped him. I mean, they oh, yeah, lowballed yeah, yeah. him on a contract, which yeah, is he why did. he left. Definitely. But you can't say the same thing about LA and well, the Lakers. It's the Lakers picking between Kobe and Shaq, and they picked the better player. Well, they had to pick the younger guy and the better guy. Let me ask you a question. Had Michael Jordan and Michael Jordan not retired around that time, is it? Is you answer that because no. you, you know you answer that because you know what MJ said about them. So you answer. No, that. MJ, MJ said they posed the threat. So you MJ answer said it, that. But I don't know. I think, I think he I, gets I, one. I, yeah, I think they split. I don't think he goes back to back. Yeah, he gets one. Yeah, he gets one. It's one having one chip compared to two and going back to back is completely different from going just one and one. Nah, undoubtedly, yeah, I I can see that. At the same time, though, you have to look and at people, what it, and and but, you know but, how Nick, you know how people put too much stock into the regular season, right? People put too much stock into the regular season. I mean, what Hakeem did was historical. You can't take that. From no, him. I'm not taking that away from him. But people put too much stock in the regular season, though. In the regular season, Houston had their number, but we know come playoff time, Michael Jordan, the Bulls, they're defending champions. Their team, they're they're, they're a championship team. They're a dynasty. And I mean, that, they were that, dynasty that, in that the year, making that year. But that year, yeah. you that you love to bring up that which year you think they would split. Because he came back when Magic went to the finals and he lost to Shaq. Who? Michael Jordan. He's he saying, lost yeah. to Shaq. He so had 17 year, games under his belt, though. So I'm asking, what year? What happened? No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no, no. Hear me no, out. What no, happened no, no. the next listen, season? Listen, what happened the next season when Michael Jordan had a full season, though? He swept them. He swept them the next season. He had a full season. Michael Jordan swept people. This is what people misconstrued. Am I lying? No, listen. This is what people misconstrued. Wait, am I lying, though? This is what people misconstrued. You think it's because he had 17 games under his belt. No. Yes, it was. No. It had to be. 17 games? Just listen. Go ahead, go ahead, bro. That's not why they couldn't beat the Magic. They couldn't beat the Magic because they had no answer for shit. They had no big anymore. They didn't have Horace Grant no more, and Dennis Rodman wasn't there. That's That's why the Magic, we had no answer for the Magic because Shaq was too dumb. He's right, though. Shaq was too dumb. He is right. Then we went out and get Dennis Rodman, and we beat them in four games. We beat them in four games the next year when we go get Dennis Rodman. Shaq used to kill Dennis Rodman, though. Shaq used to always kill. There was no answer for Shaq. There was no, you're, tell, the, you're telling me on, right now, Dennis. But you're telling me Dennis Rodman. You're telling me Dennis Rodman can strap Shaq. You're just talking with emotion. You're just talking with emotion. You're not looking at the facts. Yo, what happened the next year that Michael Jordan and the Bulls had a regular season? We had Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman is not locking Shaq. I'm not saying he's locking Shaq. Pull up Shaq's numbers, bro. Pull up Shaq's numbers. You're not looking at the facts, bro. The fact is, Michael Jordan didn't come back when the playoffs was about to start. They had a full season. Bro, he missed a year playing baseball. Yo, imagine coming back. From playing emotion. baseball and people giving you 17 games, I'm what happened next? It's not emotion, it's a fact, bro. Yo, pull up the stats, bro. Pull up the stats. No, listen, you're right. It definitely is because Michael played 17, but on top of it, having no Grant was huge. They lost Grant. Grant was enormous. Shaq was for gonna them. cook Horace Grant it's too. Not, it didn't not, but matter. That's not it. The fact that <laughs> they had act no, like anybody stopping. They Shaq. had no big man. The year after, they get Dennis Rodman, and that advantage that they had in, in the bigs was irrelevant. Completely irrelevant. Yo, was it just Shaq though? Because I'm looking at these numbers. Shaq, 
shot 48% from the field, and he had Penny Hardaway averaged 19. Horace Grant averaged 18. Horace Grant was amazing. Nick, Nick Anderson averaged Nick, 15. Oh, Dennis Scott averaged 15. Dennis Scott shooter. He, so he, it was you all had to, cooking. No, you had to double Everybody team. Everybody was Rommel, cooking. You don't have to exactly. double team, bro. That's you don't a have fact. to double team. Grant and Shaq combination was deadly against that Chicago Bull team that had no So let me ask presence. you a question because you swear up and down it's the 17 games. It that, was, no, Okay, so watch this. Watch this. What year was that? 94-95, right? 94-95. Okay, so he put up 32 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. Mm-hmm. Guess how much he put up the next year? 31. No, he didn't. Guess how? Guess, and you know what's even hilarious about it? He put up less points the next year when he played them. Oh, so Jordan? Yes, we're talking about Jordan. We're just talking about Jordan. It wasn't so, that so, 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 so Jordan, let me hear Scottie Pippen's stats, his second best player. Can I hear everybody else's statistics that go along with that? We're just speaking on Jordan, bro. What do you mean? You have to answer. You have to. You have to go along with the team too. Getting the chemistry back that matters, bro. Coming back after bro, playing baseball seventeen games, thing. bro. Scotty Pippen averaged nineteen and that, seven. That nine. This that, is regular. That 93-94 season. Robin averaged twelve. If and Jordan's 16. on that team, I think they probably do win the championship. That 94-95 team. Wasn't winning a championship. We lost. We yes. lost Horace. We didn't have a big. We didn't have. Any, we had a loop. No, but look, look at these. Look at these stats I mean, from the Magic. Jordan come back. Shaq, Shaq played better the very next year, but you look at Nick Anderson. His team played worse, right? Yeah. Because we were. But Shaq played better. But hold on, hold on. Dennis Rodman listen, listen, matchup, This is where I'm going to explain. When the first time we played them, you have to double team. When you have to double team, because you open. just said it, Shaq is an underrated passer. He is. When you double team, that leaves cuts. That leaves. People open. Not saying Dennis Rodman locked him up. I did not say that. But when you have Dennis Rodman, the next year, we don't have to double so, team. But, but, but we don't out. have to so, collapse but, but, like you're not, you're not wrong, but d- does double team really equate to these players? Like, look, Nick Anderson shot 20% from three. Dennis Scott, who's Well, Nick age- Anderson fell off because of the free throw mishap okay. that happened in the okay, finals. Okay, but Dennis Scott, who's a sharp shooter... Swept. Dennis Scott, who, right Dennis Scott, who's a sharpshooter, yeah. shot 16% from three. No, I'm saying that's part of it. I'm, I don't know the full, but that's that's what Shaq I mean. Shaq was by, killing in that Dennis, series. Don't have to do that. It's also the best, arguably the best basketball team of all time ever assembled Which that one? they were going against. Which one? That 96 Bulls. And we had Ron Harper now. That team defensively, with MJ, offensively, with they were perfect. We get Tony Kukoc. We get like bro. That no, I'm not. I'm not saying that it wasn't good though. That, that's not it, what I'm saying. Look but. at the difference. We lost four two. Then we come back. We get we get Rodman. We get everybody together. But Shaq still together. puts up better numbers, though. We sweep them. Yeah, but Shaq still puts See, up better but numbers. Team doesn't put you up. Allow but the team sh- doesn't. Did Michael Jordan win MVP that year? Yes. Yes, he did. Okay. He, they basically said, we're going to let Shaq be on an island with Dennis and let him try and beat us by himself. But you, okay, but Penny gave him 25 I, I get what you're saying. Game. I get what you're saying. But you don't think that Michael Jordan only playing 17 games has... Oh, no, 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 no. See, that's what I'm saying. No, I didn't, I didn't say that wasn't... That's obviously a reason, but I'm saying the other reason... I agree. And he, he Wholeheartedly. Spoke, he, the other reason, it was spoken about in a documentary with him and... um, What's the guy he's always with? Who? Um, the brown skin guy. Who, Michael Jordan? Yeah. There's a lot of guys, bro. No, he's always with this one. He always interviews with this one guy. I forgot his name. But he talks about it. He said... Ahmad Rashad. Ahmad Rashad. Oh, Ahmad Rashad. Ahmad Rashad. He talks about it in an interview with him. He said, we didn't have an answer for Shaq. That's why they, be, yeah, I was also tired, but to put it all, to sub it all together, we didn't have an answer for Shaq. And then when we got Rodman, it wasn't an answer, but it's a band-aid. I won't you know, Rodman he makes sp- it work. He spoke nothing but facts with the whole, if you're double, uh, double teaming, we mentioned it, Shaq is a solid passer. He's going to see the guys. Underrated, he's underrated. Passer. But that's what I'm saying. He, he had an excellent point. I think y'all both had good points. I think that's a good point about the double teams, but I, I also think that just getting double team doesn't, 
amount doesn't equate to the fact that Nick Anderson fell off after the free throw oh, thing. Of course not. Dennis course Scott shooting part, like complete garbage. I can only explain a part of what I've seen. Yeah, but Nick Anderson was a huge part to the Magic, and him falling off that bad was yeah, was huge. Yeah, no, hell yeah. It was also tough because again, like we already mentioned, it's the best, arguably the best basketball team. Of Remember, all time. the next year we went seventy two and ten. Exactly. Matches was. I mean, if you look at the the productions from both teams, I mean, they both had two double digit scores, and the rest were people that were under double digits. So I, I mean, think I think it was pretty evenly matched. I just think Michael Jordan was that great that he took him over the top. Mm, scoring plus he was the, plus yeah, he was the MVP Robin. that year too. I was about to say yeah, Ron defensively, Ron Harper, Ron Harper didn't score that much. I mean that, that is to. a motivated Jordan coming back from not having practice baseball, coming back with some no, proof. I mean, it was you know, amazing, bro. That's your goat. That is my goat. He's no, better he, than LeBron. Yeah, he is the goat. Nothing wrong with saying that. No, he is the goat. He's better than LeBron. Nah, for real, he is. I used to think it was LeBron, bro. I was you didn't switch up about four times. I was. I was. Never nah, I did my. I did. Oh, I'm standing yeah. on. You know, I stand. Me I told too. you what I told you. I did, I did my research. Change, bro. LeBron Michael has Jordan. to win this year. If he wins this year, I will say LeBron's a good. That's fair. Really? And we've yeah. had we've had pretty open discussions. I told Why? you, Jordan huh? is like that. Right. But I'm taking. He's getting LeBron his fifth ring. Look at the league. That's Look at his team. His team's OD right now. His team's not OD. He has a former MVP and Anthony Davis. That's an OD team. I don't think his team's. I don't think his team's that OD. I don't know. I think that's a pretty OD team. I think if he beats the Nets, a healthy Nets. I mean, what's well, a healthy Nets? KD and Harden or the big three? You know what a healthy Nets is. Oh, I bet. Like, I mean, we're all, we're all healthy, I will though, tweak if we If he beat beats the them, oh, then he didn't beat them, the Warriors, it's not much to come up, it's on KD. So oh, this is going to do it for this episode of the Pick Aside Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Pick Aside Podcast, on Twitter at Pick Aside Pod. And this episode featured a lot of great debates. Rev and JC went at it about Hakeem and Shaq and Jordan and Nat. And Andrew and I talked about Lamar versus Kyler. That you know, was had way a, more heated than what we talked about. I don't no. think so. I don't think, I don't so, think so either, bro. I don't think so. I don't no, they've know, been bro. worse. Yeah, been we worse. definitely have. I know. All I heard was this from Drew. <laughs> the whole episode. You know what I mean? I don't know. And then Joel's like, yo, you're not having information. You, you got to bring it next time. Like, I don't know. We wasn't really being that OD. <laughs> all right. So that's going to do it for this episode. Thank you guys for watching or listening. And we'll see you next time.